This week's Selk Welcome podcast to this week's Selk brought to you by Down to Play. Sunday League Simple app brought to you by Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get Down to Play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is the Sunday League Show, where we'll be bringing you all the news, reviews and interviews from Westfa, the OBD SFL, Southern Sunday and the Quarter Municipal Sunday Football League. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, at NJPGD. Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC, and A-Rush Laser Tag. Our charity 11 team is sponsored by Player Packs, Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and our shirt sponsors, front of shirt sponsor, is at NJPGD. Let's get on with it. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is the Sunday League Show. This is episode 14. On today's show, we have our usual run-throughs of the reviews, uh, a review of the games from yesterday, Sunday, the 20th of November, and the previews and predictions of games happening on the 27th of November. Also this week, two massive cup draws, my two favourite cups in Sunday League football. Um, at the moment, uh, the Marcus Lipton Cup or the Silk Grassroots Marcus Lipton Cup round three draw will be happening at the end section of the podcast. So obviously listen to all of your usual bits and keep up with other leagues like you would would normally. I'm sure you don't just t- tune in to hear your own league stuff. Uh, and then at the end of the podcast as well, after the Southern Sunday Marcus Lipton Cup draw, we'll have the Plumstead Challenge Cup draw for Westfa. We'll be joined by... Uh, Jace Verillo for that part of the podcast. And we look forward to meeting Jace at Silk Towers uh, for that. Now, I've called him Sir Graham Robber. We're still waiting for the for the letter to come through, I think. Uh, he's with us now for the for this opening section. It's the Southern Sunday section. Graham, you're waiting for the letter. It's on its way, no doubt about it. <laughs> uh, uh, a, a weather swept uh, Southern Sunday yesterday. Um, plenty of cup games played. Uh, and, and, a, and a spattering of um, of league games too, uh, but not too much damage by the look of it from the fixtures. Hello, Andrew. Uh, hello. Yeah, hello, hello. Good morning. Um, not too bad, not too bad. Uh, it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I mean, the forecast was sort of pretty dire, wasn't it, Saturday yeah. into Sunday? And I don't know who's upstairs that um, seems to have it in for Sunday football, but it always seems to be like five hours or six hours before kickoff on a Sunday morning. We just get this deluge of rain. Because um, it was quite nice, wasn't it, towards the end of, uh, towards the end of last week? But yeah, uh, not too bad. I think Wandsworth, they made a a bit of an early decision on Thursday, about half a dozen games 
got called off. And then I think we lost about three or four yesterday morning. So not bad. The majority of the Lipton Cup games got played apart from one, which was good. Um, so, yeah, no real damage done. And we got lots of Surrey Cup games played yesterday. So not great, but could have been worse. Yeah, the County Cup games are the damaging ones, aren't they, to the to the fixtures secretaries because they, they automatically just get rolled over to the next week and the week after, etc. Um, so getting those played is important. Um, let's get into the fixtures. Uh, as, as Graham said, quite a lot of the uh, Silk Grassroots Marcus Lipton Cup games played um, yesterday, which is good to see. Uh, plenty of cup sets, uh, plenty of big scores in the league yesterday. So let's get going. In a Supreme Trophies, great and Graham Dodd Premier. AFC Putney beat Parklife 4 3. Uh, Southwest Rangers, 3 0 winners against Lazio. Uh, and Sporting Continental, 3 0 winners against Westminster Wanderers. Uh, Graham, have we learned anything uh, from those results yesterday uh, in the Prem Division? No, I, I don't think we have really. I think um, it's gone pretty much by the form book. I think the Putney Park Life game was probably closer than maybe what I thought that it might be. It sounds like a good showing from Park Life. Yeah. Um, as for the Westminster, their goalkeeper got sent off after 15 minutes, I think, yesterday. Possibly could have been his debut. So that oh, was just God. a nightmare start for uh, for them against Sporting. And, of course, that's the last team that you want to go down to 10 men against, especially early doors yeah. um, like that. Uh, but, yeah, sort of adding them results into the table. We thought it was a three-horse race last week. We just another week just rolled on, and I still think it's a three-horse race. Partly have just about kept themselves in touch but they are going to win, have to win their um, game in hand um, and they're going to have to keep their form up in order to kind of try and gate crash that top three. But yeah, I, I don't think we've seen or learned anything new. I think this is, we've just rolled over another week and um, the, the three points have been put on the board for the, um, for the big sides. Agreed. Uh, no championship games yesterday. Uh, so we can't uh, wax lyrical about that division uh, today. Uh, the Bob Dixon League One games are next. Uh, and a big win for the Batsy Dogs boys. Uh, massive improvement uh, on previous results for them. 6-0 winners against Barking Mad. They'd call you Barking Mad if you predicted that before Sunday, wouldn't they? I mean, I mean they would. I mean, honestly, that was... Um, I mean, Barking Mad must have gone to the dogs. I mean, honest to God. Uh, <laughs> it, that is, that's an incredible score. And I can't ever remember a time, well, not for a long time anyway, that Batsy Dogs have won a game 6-0. To score six, brilliant for them. Clean sheet, I don't think I've seen that in years either. Um, Barking mm. mad, let's be fair. You know, semi-finalists, um, sorry, finalists last year, um, you know, in one of the cups. You know, they're no mugs, Barking. They're absolutely no mugs. Um, steady side. Um, I, I, I just didn't see that result coming. I didn't see that result coming. So, don't know what happened for Barking yesterday. But, you know, that division is... That division is kind of tight in the middle and, you know, one win essentially, you know, can, can get you right up to the table and Battersea Dogs have gone from being bottom to up to seventh yesterday. So all of a sudden, it looks like Battersea Dogs are not having a bad season, does it? Uh, and a great result. Well done to Battersea Dogs uh, yesterday, uh, making the, the results of the week, poll. They did. I, I mean, I thought that was an outstanding win. I mean, it was. you know, you're talking about sort of gatekeepers of that division, Barking Mad and one of them teams in League One that you would look at. So, um, you know, I think that's, um, I thought that was an impressive, impressive, impressive win for the Dogs. It was. Uh, the other game in League One, the Bob Dixon League One, uh, Val County losing 3-0 to Wimbledon Commoners. More like it from the Commoners. These are the results we expected to see from them this season. 
It hasn't been that way uh, up until now. Uh, maybe this is a turner called a, a turner called a corner turned even for the commoners. We knew what you meant. <laughs> it's too early to be recording. Actually, it's not too early. It's never too early <laughs> to talk about football. But a good a good win for Wimbledon commoners. They'll they'll be buoyed by that. Yeah, um, that's a step in the right direction. But my goodness me, they've still got, if they want to turn their season around domestically in the league, they've got a long, long way to go. Um, you know, they've played more games than other teams above them. They're three and four and five points behind, you know, some of them. Uh, yeah, it, it might be a turning might be a turning point. Um, we'll have to see. But uh, yeah, uh, they're, they're playing against what was, and it has to be said, you know, a relegation rival, you know, commoners were, were down there in the, in the drop zone before the weekend. And, and that was a game that they had to win. Um, if you flip that round from a Vale County perspective, six losses for them in eight games. Eight, uh, as I say, eight played. They played more than uh, any other team other than Battersea Dogs in that division. Vale County are in real, real relegation for it. And I, we yeah. weren't going to, we weren't, we wouldn't have, sorry, been saying that at the beginning of the season. Absolutely not. But where that's come from. Um, but a good win for Wimbledon. Uh, hopefully for them, they can take that on uh, and create some momentum uh, and climb up the table like they would want to have done uh, earlier in the season. Uh, maybe it's taken them till uh, end of November to get some, to get this momentum going, but a good result for them. 3-0, take that all day long. In the Vulture Sports League 2, just the one game this week. Uh, Putney Pacers, uh, they are off the pace in League Two. Yeah. Uh, they play. They played Hampton Terriers, uh, and the textbook three 0 win for Hampton Terriers. Probably, if that was in the predictions, everyone would have got three points in backing Hampton Terriers to I win three so. 0 this week. Uh, poor old Pacers are uh, are in trouble. There's no two ways about it. Uh, and Hampton Terriers uh, on the crest of a wave, still getting wins. I know there's been a couple. There's been a couple of losses this season. Um, but they're having a very good a very good year after promotion. Oh, they're third. I mean, if you'd have offered them 18 points after eight games, they'd have bitten your hand off for that. I think that's a tremendous turnaround um, yeah. coming up for, for a promoted team. Bearing in mind, you've got the likes of Buble and St Andrews and Real Dundonald doing no mugs in that division. I think that's an um, outstanding start for the, for, the, for the first part of the season for Hampton Terriers. Well done to them. But uh, you quite rightly mentioned Putley there. They really are struggling. Yeah. Really struggling. You hate to see it because um, it's going to be a long, hard season, and and these winter months um, are well, the time. I hope they complete the season. I know that there's, I know that there's issues with sort of player numbers and sort of recruitment. I know they're not the only team. I could probably list off half a dozen teams who I know sort of behind the scenes who are struggling. And uh, you know, we want to keep teams going, but mm. you know, equally, if you are going to go now, is the time probably to go because the 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 longer that we get into this. Um, you know, it's you're starting to muck about with league tables, which nobody likes when you're expunging results. So, you know, if you are out there struggling, then do reach out because we need to do all we can to try and help you and keep you going. Um, and again, that's not just a Southern Sunday issue. There's lots of clubs across the board struggling. Yeah, get in touch with your league secretaries. And, and if you're struggling, then they'll be able to at least put two teams together who would be able to have a healthy squad, uh, at least have conversations. I know we don't like to hear of teams folding, but we like the example of London Northcote in this league and, and Blackfen and Erif Athletic in, in Westfar, where two teams that were struggling for players have come together uh, and now they get healthy numbers. And, and if someone's going to fold, at least we can save, if we can save another club with those players. Yeah. Um, it makes complete sense. And if that's happening at Putney Pacers, we wish you all the best uh, and, and hope you can resolve it as, as Putney Pacers. Uh, but if not, um, 
at least those players of yours that can that want to continue to play football. Clearly, you've got players that want to play football. Hopefully, they can find a home. Uh, I think what surprises me about some of it is it's not so much the new clubs. The new clubs, I think that enthusiasm and that passion is, and the kind of the numbers and commitment does seem to be there. Yeah. It's a lot of the existing clubs that have been going for sort of, you know, between five and 10 years seems to be the, the kind of benchmark. Um, I don't know. I, you know, people get older, you know, we've got the pandemic, people have families, there's cost of living, there's work commitments, there's people have found other things to do at the weekend. I know we've talked about all of these things before, but mm. um, I just feel that there is going to be a bit of a, a bit of an explosion at, at some point soon. And I think there's just going to be a bit of a collapse and we're just going to see, I think once one goes, I think we're going to see a bit of a domino effect right across the leagues. I think we're going to have multiple teams fold before the end of the season. I've got no doubt about it in my mind. Mm, it's not as you, as we've said we don't no one likes to see it but there's so many factors going on at the moment you know people who haven't got the same drive this this whole the whole economic situation uh, not just to run a team but it gets people down and depressed and maybe the drive to not to play football isn't there that was once there there's so many mental health yeah. aspects to it that people just haven't got the energy and they want to focus their energies on other things and maybe that's the problem not putting any suggestions to Putney Pacers for that at all but I think as a general comment uh, it's tough times and people don't necessarily want to drag themselves out to play football in the, in the winter months it's always harder to get a team out as well so that may be the final nail in the coffin of some of the teams who are, who are clinging on by their by their already bitten fingernails so let's see yeah uh, what happens uh, in league three uh, Dara FC played Ribblesdale Rovers Graham, you'd 8-2 B Ribblesdale oh, Rovers yesterday. 8-2, no. the Dara FC boys uh, won. A Ribblesdale desperate to score the third. Uh, they were thinking they was considering of scoring <laughs> an own goal. <laughs> Apparently just to not get this comment on them. Yeah, but Dara will do that to a team in, in League 3, to teams in League 3, Ribblesdale Rovers. We know they're, we know they're not the strongest of outfits for, their, for League 3, uh, but Dara on their day. Uh, perennial underachievers perhaps um, some would say um, but yesterday they seem to have got things right yeah <laughs> they seem to kind of they're either really good or they, they can be really bad I mean it, they just need some consistency you know just a 2-1 win or a 3-1 win that would do fellas you know you don't need to go out and score eights and nines in, <laughs> in games it, it, honestly I mean yeah. they score a ridiculous ridiculous amount of goals but they concede a ridiculous amount of goals it's not the right combination it's not going <laughs> to get you promotion it's not going to get you the title nonetheless back on track after that yesterday you know they've got to go again got to go again difficult games coming up you know they've got a big game against magpie next week so Ooh. you know in terms of i think that's one of our featured uh featured games of the week for next next week so we'll we'll have a look at that but um yeah that, that they've that that's a huge game that's a huge game if they lose that game could that be the end or is there still enough football to be played probably you'd say there's still enough football to be played but they're going to have to start to go some. Um, and of course, they're going to have to uh, put, put some sort of run together and get some consistency. They've clearly got the players. They've clearly got the ability. We just want you, Dara, to fulfil your potential. I can't keep saying it enough. <laughs> it must be bloody exciting to play for Dara, though. One week you're getting beaten and and probably words being added in the change room after. And the next week you're turning teams over 8-2 and getting big mentions on the Silk Grassroots podcast. What, what a life it is to be... <laughs> FC we do player. talk about them a lot, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. 
Only because, as you say, the topsy-turviness uh, is always eye-catching. And um, sadly, like a steady 2-1 wins. Um, that, that, I mean, while that's excellent, it doesn't, it, it's steady. So it doesn't catch catch the eye quite as easy. But Dara, yeah, definitely a team uh, standing out to us um, at the moment. The other game in League 3, struggling Merton Athletic this season. Uh, lose 5-1 to Ballon Mariners. Uh, the Merton boys were the ones all at sea yesterday. That's a hell of a win for Ballon Mariners, though. Yeah, Mark was doing that game. It was on the next pitch to me down at Rains Park. He said Ballon were of good, good value, really, for that result. Very good value. Um, and they're a team, you know, that they really go under the um, they go under the radar. I think they're having a great season in their own right. They're up there with Magpie and uh, Wandsworth at the moment. Um, they're up, they're sitting in second place. They're having a fantastic, fantastic season. Big turnaround uh, for them. It is, but I mean, their goal difference is ridiculous. They're set in second place on a minus one goal difference. Yeah, it's mad. It's yeah, uh, I I just think perhaps the the that is are Wandsworth in this league or is it Wandsworth Warriors are top? Yeah, yeah, and uh, Magpie. They're third at the moment, but yeah. they've got massive. They've got a few games in hand. I think those that those two and Merton were the teams that we expected to to be up there again because Merton was so dominant last season. But um, yeah, that League Three, obviously with Merton, uh, bare eleven a... for Merton. It was a bare eleven for Merton yesterday, and mm. you ain't gonna get promotions and win titles with just you know fourteen maybe in your squad, and you're not gonna. You might get away with the odd bare eleven win or or two, but. Long term, you ain't going to get away with Barry Levens. It's a squad game now. And yep. I know people want their places and, you know, they think that it's all about them and there's a few egos kicking about. But genuinely, genuinely speaking, it is a squad game and you ain't going to get success unless you've probably got, I'd say, a good core of maybe 16 to 18 players. That's what's going to get you success. Mm, these heavy pitches hard on the legs as well. So, not, Oh, not... my legs are killing me after two <laughs> yeah. games yesterday. It's just energy sapping on my knees. Oh. Yeah, I had a, I did. Uh, I did my county cup game yesterday in the Kent Cup, and I did them um, after the game. They, there was a kids' game there, and they said, "Could you ref us? It's only forty minutes each way." I said, "Yeah, no problem." But I was getting cramp. I was getting a cramp in my right calf in the second half. About an hour played, I thought, "Oh God!" And today, yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough one this morning. But Monday mornings are bad enough without your legs absolutely <laughs> sapping the energy out of you. It's awful. That was fun. Uh, but yeah, great win for Ballon Mariners. Into the JSF Plumbing and Heat in League Four. Uh, top Deck and Mortlake were easily the gate. One of the games of the day uh, yesterday in the Southern Sunday. Uh, and Top Deck getting the win. Mortlake, Graham, you did question whether they could maintain their fantastic start. Um, I want to say they're having a mini wobble. Back-to-back 2-1 defeats, I'd say yeah. I'd say they're having a mini-wobble. I'd absolutely go along <laughs> with that. Um, and that just sets this division. I know it's a, a, a smaller division, but it just sets this up quite nicely now between the top three who really do seem to have kind of pulled away from the rest. So we've got Painters on 15, Mortlake now on 15, and Top Deck on 14. So we've got a nice, little, nice little run-in and a uh, nice little battle that's uh, bubbled up between them. Um, are the likes of Parth and Ope going to find some form and get some wins instead of draws on the board to try and um, break into that sort of top three and make it a top four. We'll see how it goes in the coming weeks. But uh, yeah, I, I, I really like the look of that. Um, it keeps the division honest, you know, and as much as, you know, Mortlake were, were pulling away at one point, all it takes is just a little bit of dip in form and someone else to get a couple of wins back to back. Yeah. It changes so quickly. Yeah. we. I don't want to say we were sceptical, but we wondered where the hell that early form had came from uh, 
more like they need to get winning now and they need to get winning again. That's a, it's a slippery slope. And uh, if they lose three, four and five uh, on the spin, um, they'll be having uh, deja vu flashbacks from last season and their, and their season where they just staved off a relation, uh, relegation, relation, uh, relegation right at the end. So they've got, um, they've got an interesting game in the Chairman's Cup next week. They've got AFC Old Town. So they're going to get a bit of a break now from the yeah. league. So it'll be interesting to see what their approach is for that game. And of course, we know Old Town are absolutely no mugs either. Nope. Um, they won't want to lose to them. They won't want three defeats uh, in a row. So, yeah, I, I'm keen to, to look out for that result next week. I think Mark's doing that game. I think it's going to be a good game. Fantastic. Uh, into League Five. Uh, and uh, it looks like a full... A full round of games. We in, did well in League, in League five. five. Yeah, we did well in League Five. You see, it's funny how some of the divisions we didn't get any games played. In others, we got the maximum number of games played. Strange how that happens. Argentina may wish that their game wasn't played yesterday. They lost 2-1 uh, against Westminster Wanderers thirds. A good win for the thirds, it has to be said. Uh, but Argentina's uh, unimpressive season, it has to be said, after winning the title. I know we said we shouldn't expect... Uh, the promoted teams to do well, but we there doesn't seem to have been much of a bounce this year uh, for Argentina, and they've slipped in to a sort of malaise of of, of draws and uh, and getting and scraping past teams. Uh, but these these losses are gonna are gonna hamper their season massively. So I considered putting this in the result of the week yesterday, and mm. then I sort of put it into a bit of context, and I'm thinking, well, Argentina have not had the best season by their own standards. No. You remember I was kind of waxing lyrical about Westminster thirds a few weeks ago when I refereed them and they lost to 5-2 to South City. Yep. And actually I said to you that they gave them a game that I've not seen any other team give them a game for quite a long time. Um, so I, I thought they were a good side. Westminster thirds are still unbeaten this season. Is that result actually a surprise or a shock? In the wider context of it, actually, I don't think it was, which is no. why, in the end, I decided not to put that in. But um, Westminster, uh, I show, they've got they've got promotion and title con- uh, credentials. You know, we're all talking about Poplar Rovers and Argentina. Let's not forget Westminster and Sporting London that are up there. And Bluebirds, by the way, mm. um, six games played and they're unbeaten. So, you know, let's not count them teams out. And, and you're right about... Um, the promoted teams, you know, maybe we have put a bit too much expectation or there is a bit too much expectation um, around them. You know, they're quite vocal on social media. We talk about them a lot, but the likes of Bluebirds and Westminster are going under the radar and they're getting the wins. They're putting them on the board. Absolutely. Uh, this could be um, a big season in League Five, fighting all the way. Uh, Argentina and Poplar Rovers will come good at some point. We know that they're good. They're good sides. But Graham, you're absolutely right. Westminster Wanderers, Bluebirds, um, also teams we need to keep an eye out for. Lunt Sport in London, also. Uh, all of those teams uh, will Sport in London getting a 3-0 win against Mitcham Strollers. The Bluebirds winning 6-4 against St Matthews Project uh, first team. We know that when they play, there's goals uh, in every single game. Uh, and London Northcote uh, losing 2-1 uh, to the Ballon Badgers in League 5. Um, London Northcote with a free pass this season for this from the Silk Grassroots uh, podcast, but Graham, yeah, I think most of those results with maybe uh, first off the Argentina results, as you say, uh, is an eye catching one. But yeah, the starts they've had, I, I think all of those games have gone uh, as expected in League Five. 
I think that's right. And I think Ballon Badgers are certainly one team to watch there. You know, they're sat in six, four points off of the uh, off of the, the, the top spot. You know, yeah. you can't count them out in six. Clapton Wanderers have played far less games. They win their two games in hand. All of a sudden, they're up to sort of second, third place. So, you know, you're, you're talking about sort of seven teams still massively in this. So this division has got a lot of... This has got a lot of games to play and um, there's going to be teams t- taking points off of each other. And uh, I think it's looking very, very unpredictable. Uh, I think Dan from Clapham yesterday tweeted, is this the division that no one wants to win? I think he might mm. have a point. Yeah, I think he has as well. He must follow the podcast. Thank you for thank yeah, you for listening. Did, did we not say that last <laughs> week? I was just going to say, but yeah. Um, but no, but he, he is right to highlight it. And uh, yeah, all you need is just one team to just show that consistency and just get a few few runs. We we keep talking about consistency. It's one of the most crucial things in football. You know, even if you're not going to win every game, you know, you nick the odd point. You know, in adversity here and there, you know, it it, it goes an awful long way, doesn't it? It does. Uh, in League Six, um, an old, an old-fashioned shellacking happened yesterday. Westminster Wanderers fourths absolutely battered by uh, South City seven nil. South City, the, the winners yesterday, doing all of their talking uh, on the green stuff now or greeny brown stuff that we're playing on at the moment. Uh, a big win for South City. Um, they're a machine, Graham. Uh, they're going along their business very nicely, doing everything the right way. You, you, you can only uh, tip your hat to them. Yeah, no, I said this a few weeks ago. You know, there's no more gobbing off on social media. There's no cockiness. It's just, yep, okay. We know what we've got to do. They got knocked out the London Cup nice and early, which I actually think has done them a favour. It's not going to cause them a backlog in fixtures. They're setting the pace quite nicely at the top of the division. They're well clear. Three points, three points, three points. As you say, it's a machine. They'll just want to get as many wins on the game. I think maybe another seven wins, maybe. That might even be enough. Another seven wins might be enough. I think there's no consistency really from any of the other teams. No. Uh, Junction Elite too many draws even though they're still unbeaten and I think the other teams are going to take points off of each other I mean I, it, the, the direction of the uh, the promotion and the title it looks quite clear very very early on I think I agree with you uh, in League 7 a huge result for Southern Sunday new boys uh, Egg Fried Roos um, ACT Arantes are a team who can get good wins uh, and they can lose badly as well yesterday uh, was the latter for ACT um, Graham absolutely dispatched of comfortably it seems by egg fried roost eight one the winners um that's their biggest win uh it's their first win it's the the biggest win definitely then uh, for egg fried roost so far uh this season hopefully on to bigger and better things for the boys post this result this could be a real spring ball for them but graham what a way to do it what a way to break the duck yesterday i know i mean i've refereed them twice and when they led in one of the recent games that uh, that I refereed, you know, they they made a point. Oh, it's the first time we've ever led in a game. You know, that's how much <laughs> and that's how desperate they were, uh, essentially, to try and get wins wins on the board. I mean, they'd have been in dreamland. They'd have been in seventh heaven um, after that yesterday. I mean, honest to God, that is an absolutely unbelievable win. I'm sure they probably wouldn't have slept last night. They'll still be buzzing this morning. And you know what? It just makes them then look forward to their football the next week, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. You just need that result now and again to, to, to come along. And their bubble might be burst next week because they've got Sheen Park Rangers. So, oh, you blimey. know, 
it, it yeah, doesn't get any it. easier, lads. But nonetheless, don't focus on next weekend too no. much. Do make sure you enjoy <laughs> yesterday. I mean, that, that's a phenomenal win. As for Arantes, as you say, what Arantes is going to turn up, you just don't know, do you? They're very unpredictable about what team and what players that they can get out. And I know they're struggling for numbers as well, and they've been struggling ever since the summer. So, you know, they've done they've done reasonably well to get their seven, seven league games played so far, I think. But um, let's hope that they're not going to be like Putney Paces and be one of these that's going to fold because uh, it is results like that generally. They are the sort of results that, that are the tipping point for some clubs. Yeah, uh, egg fried roost will be glad to have put that many goals on the on the uh, on the table this week if they've got Sheen Park. Hope maybe they'll end up neutralising uh, those two games. <laughs> no disrespect, but uh, we expect Sheen Park to do what they've been doing all season and score goals. So you'll have to do the same to get anything next week uh, in League Eight. A shock result, I want to say, Graham. The cows they haven't been at it this season. Um, they've been out to pasture, it seems. Uh, 3-2, they lose this week um, against St. Matthew's Project B. Not the same team this season, Graham. We're seeing no. um, a slightly... Uh, well, when they get, they're, they're losing games we would not expect them to lose. Last season, they wouldn't have lost these games, even against League 8 teams. What is going on at the Cows? Something's changed, hasn't it? Something's definitely the mood. The, vo- the move. Mood? Move, <laughs> mood? Mood. Mood. The milk, the milk, <laughs> the milk has soured. Um, it's definitely turned sour. I don't think it's probably curdled. Um, oh, I, I, I don't know. I, I think firstly, let's give St Matthews B. Yeah. I think the credit they've really turned it around. You know, they played with nine men at some point this season. You know, they've they've done very well, and yeah. this is a very very good win. Um, from their perspective, and I can't see them getting sucked into relegation. Um, again, Deportivo, a team that came up. Did we? I said, did we? I'm not taking any responsibility for this, by the way. I don't make predictions about who's going to win and who's going to do what, bearing in mind that I'm, I'm the impartial chairman, as you know, and just a football administrator. Yeah, yeah. just want to get that out there as well. Um, so, yeah, I didn't predict that. But uh, others, you know, with the amount of goals that they scored last year and just the way that they were just dispatching teams right, left and centre, I think there was an expectation, looking at some of the teams in League 8, that they were going to do the same thing again. And... Um, it appears that they've been a little bit found out. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? A fantastic win for St. Matthew's Project B. As you rightly say, let's give them the credit for a good win. Deportivo doing their customary thing, getting a, getting at least a brace uh, in the game. Uh, but it's the I other mean, the balminess of, of this, I know the goals against are slightly different, but if I put this in this context, Deportivo have played eight and scored 23. St. Matthews have played nine, but scored 33. You would have never at the beginning of the season predicted that St. Matthews would score have scored more goals than Deportivo, would you? Is that, where, is that where the problem is? Don't know. Seems to be. Seems Just throwing to be. it out there. You know, email siltpod at gmail.com <laughs> if you've got an answer to the riddle. But a good win for St. Matthews Project B. Uh, a good day. Did the first the first team won as well, didn't they? No, they lost. The first lost team lost. Yeah. So the, the second's doing the business. You can't win it all. One out of two. One out of two. Uh, in League Nine, uh, Junction Elite fifths lose 3-1 to Venezia Dons. A good win to Venezia Dons after a, a tough couple of weeks uh, in cup Close game, that. I, I refereed that game yesterday. First okay. and foremost, I'll say, do you know what? Thoroughly enjoyed the company of both teams yesterday, apart from one player from... 
that is your Dons who got a caution after 15 minutes. He learned who I was. It's the first time I've refereed for these Dons yesterday. He found out who I was quite quickly and he was quite quiet for the remaining 75 minutes. <laughs> so um, uh, <laughs> um, he, he, learned, he learned slightly the hard way and it's going to cost him 12 quid. But um, anyway, uh, aside from that, really difficult pitch. It had already had a game on it in the morning, but um, two really, really quite nice teams really try to get the ball down and play football under, as I say, really challenging, really difficult circumstances. Probably three ones a little harsh. There was a penalty right at the end for um, for Venezia Dons, you know, which which they dispatched for the third goal. And, and, and the penalty we were talking, I just talked to the guy from uh, um, Junction Elite yesterday, and it was one of them ones in the penalty area, Andrew. You know where you've got the defenders either like holding the body or like pulling the shirt. And it's one of them ones. And Gary Neville, I think, describes this quite well when he does his kind of Monday night football analysis. As a defender, if you are going to hold someone, you're going to pull them. If you are going to do it, and we know that it goes on, you have to do it and you have to let go quickly. You have to let go quickly. Once you kind of, you're there for one second or two seconds, the referee is just going to be looking straight at that and you just yep. give the referee a decision to make. And yep. that's what happened, unfortunately, yesterday. Is, you know, he's got hold of the guy and it's just, just like, I'm in my mind. I'm like, let go of him, let go of him and let go of him. And he sort of pinned him so that he couldn't move. And in the end, you know, it, it, looks a, it looks a soft penalty, but but you have to accept that it's a penalty. It's just yep. naive defending. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the defender hopefully will learn from that yesterday. But yeah, 3-1 was a little harsh. It was more competitive than that. Have to give a shout out to the Venezia Dons goalkeeper, actually, at 2-1. He made an unbelievable save, which would have been, um, which would have been Desmond. Um, and that could have been a different outcome to the game. So shout out to the Venezia Dons goalkeeper. I gave him a pat on the back at the time and said, <laughs> top save. <laughs> like, I like that. I always, I always say good save keeper or something like that. Because... So do I. And I'd done it the other end. And I said, you know what? I said, I've done it down that end. I said, I patted the goalkeeper on the back for a brilliant save. I said, so you're going to get a pat on the back as well. He, he was most appreciative. Um, but yeah, yeah, lovely lads. Really enjoyed their company yesterday. Top game, fellas. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, that's what we like to hear. Uh, the other games in League Nine, Old Ruts uh, win again. Uh, a 3-1 win against Tyne and Thames. A good Three points, I think, for old ruts there. Yeah. Uh, Tyne and Thames have been good in League Nine, but we expect old ruts to go about their business uh, quite well this year. They had a good season last having season. Having a good season, yeah. Having a good They're season. Having another good that. season this year. Yeah. Very good win. Well done, chaps. Uh, and kudos are beaten 5 3 by Borussia Battersea. My pick for League Nine silverware this year. Uh, Battersea boys, they're not letting me down this year. They, they seem to have a bit more about them, and I'm pleased to see that. Yeah, they do. Um, they're going to be put under pressure. You know, further questions are going to be asked of their title credentials, but they seem to be managing the 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 role that almost that they've taken up um, because they started their season earlier, that they are the leaders and that they are being chased. Um, you know, Old Ruts do have games in hand. Venezia Dons have got games in hand. If they win them, um, you know, it becomes then a different story. They, they yeah. then become the chasers. So, they're doing very well whilst being in the box seat at the moment. But if they then that then does change and they move from that top spot or out of the top two, we saw this last year. They were they were top, and then once they kind of came away from that, they then didn't do very well in terms of trying to get themselves back into it. So they won't want Lightning to repeat uh, twice in the same place. So we'll see how that works out. But yeah, six wins from eight games is a great start to the season. Brilliant. Uh, I don't think anyone would uh, give would would. Uh, not be happy for Larkle City getting a win yesterday. Old Freeman's defeated yesterday. 
Uh, like Hall City have had a, a tough season so far, Graham, uh, but a good win for them yesterday against um, Southern Sunday New Boys in Old Freemans. Yeah, so this was the game yesterday that between both teams in the uh, relegation zone that they played six and five. So between 11 games, they hadn't got a single win between them. Yeah. Um, I mean, 2-1, it tells you all you need to know, doesn't it, about how cagey and how tight yeah. that game would yeah. have been. Um, Larkle will be thrilled. Larkle will be thrilled. For old Freemans, I think they're under a little bit of less pressure, bearing in mind they joined the league a little bit later um, and they they filled that spot. It, from what I'm picking up from them, they just seem to be enjoying their um, they they seem to be enjoying their football. Um, so I don't think they will be too fussed about kind of their league position or being relegated or whatever happens. But nonetheless, you know they will. They've only scored eight goals in six games and they haven't got a win. So they will want a win or two from somewhere, and that that would just be enough to just keep them kind of just ticking over and, and get their enjoyment back a little bit. Um, They've got another game, obviously, to come against Larkle. So maybe that will be the that will be the game where they try and get revenge and they might end up sharing the um, six points. So, yeah, fair play to, to Larkle for the win. Um, doesn't matter to them, first win. They just now get in contact with um, Junction Elite Fifths to try and move out of that, that relegation battle. And, you know, they've got a couple of games in hand. So maybe they're going to be pushing for sort of the lower um, half to mid-table. We'll see what happens with Larkle. Good, good win, though, yesterday, boys. Well done. In the South Grass Roots, League 10. The, the best, best divi- division. <laughs> the best division in the Southern Sunday. You know it, Graham. Uh, South London Pekin, their tough year continues. Um, at Old Sartonians yesterday, Old Sartonians getting a 5-1 win. Um, good win for Old Sartonians. Have they're to doing do well this year. Yeah. We don't talk about them very much. We don't talk about them very much. But I, I think they're having a, um, I think they're having a really good season. Other than recent results against Exodians and Dynamo London, I think that's sort of three, four wins in the last six. So they're they're doing very well. Ones to watch. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and the last game of of the League Ten and League fixtures, uh, Rosendale Sports and improved Rosendale Sports reserves. It must be said. Uh, dispatched comfortably uh, by my pick for League 10, the Wanderers FC boys. Five new winners for Wanderers. In what must be said, it seems they're finding their feet this season, Graham, in League 10. Wanderers not set the world alight, um, but that's a good um, a good win for them yesterday, one that they can build on going forward. Yeah, they've given away, you know, one game, obviously they gave away uh, on a walkover and then there's two other defeats on top of that. But 16 points from nine games, I think, is a at the halfway point for them, I think, is a solid, solid start. It's great to see teams that have played like eight and nine games as well by the end of November. That's um, that's a dream for a fixture secretary, an absolute dream. Um, I think they will be looking over their shoulders because other teams behind them, the likes of Exonians, the likes of Broomwood, the likes of Old Suts, you know, they've all got games in hand. So this, they're, they're in the top spot at the moment and they're in the box seat. But, you know, there's a lot of football from yep. other teams still to be played. But nonetheless, um, 16 points after nine games, I think is a very decent return and a good start to the season. Very good. Right. Some silk groceries, Marcus go. Lipton Here Cup going buckle in because Here we go. Uh, some of this to try and comprehend it. Uh, is a little confused in how these results can happen, but as I say, buckle in. Uh, West Norwood beat Norton 3-2. West Norwood from the championship being made to work for their win yesterday against lower place Norton. The cup set avoided uh, by West Norwood. Far too close for comfort, I imagine, uh, for the West Norwood lads uh, yesterday. They won't care. They're in they the hat. Care. They're in the hat. Uh, AFC Old Town 3 
uh, Dara reserves two. Another three-two home win there at Old Town, doing what they do best, it seems, uh, and winning in the cup. That's a good win for them. Yeah, they've got to play Dara obviously in the league as well, and I would suggest I'm not sure they played yet, but I would suggest that uh, that they're going to be close games between those two teams. That that sounds like a bit of a, a slog, and it, it could have gone either way. Yep, uh, AFC Putney's their 11s, their second team. Uh, Lost 4-2 to AFC South London. Their impressive season continues. Uh, AFC South London. Wants to avoid in the draw, I think. 100%. 100%. Listen out for the draw later on uh, in the podcast. AFC uh, South London will be one of those teams no one would want to play. They're just, they're just high enough to worry. They're in a high enough division to, do, to worry teams above them because of their form and obviously anyone below. They're um, going to worry everybody. I I, yeah. I totally agree with that. I think yeah. that's a, a great analysis. Yeah, if you were a championship team in particular, I don't think you'd want to be playing no. them. Or no. even a fellow League One team, you wouldn't want to be playing them. Definitely not. Put it this definitely. way, Sellers won't want to draw him. Put it that way. No, definitely not. Uh, Buff old boys, they're back to some kind of form lately and looking really good like, like, like they were last season. They beat Bellum and Clapham Albion yesterday 5-1. Much better from the Bath old boys, as we expected. Uh, them dismissing out on promotion to the Prem last season. Oh, they um, must be sick when you keep saying that. Well, I'm sorry, but it's true. And that's why our expectations for them are quite high this year. Um, 5-1 winners in the Marcus Lipton Cup. Again, uh, no one would want to play them at the moment. In it's fantastic a bit like Bullseye. Here's what you would have won. <laughs> sorry, boys. Um, Brick sustain. Uh, taking swag all the way, it seems, yesterday. Don't forget, what a Brick sustain? Eight or nine? Yep, yep. 1-0, they lost to Swag. A fantastic account of themselves made against a team in Swag who have scored lots of goals. They addressed their goal shyness from last season. Um, Keeping Swag to 1-0 win, that's a fantastic... uh, I mean, obviously, Swag are through. Congratulations, Swag. Sorry, but yeah, what a a performance by Brick Sustain that must have been. Oh, I mean, you're going to take a lot of heart from that, aren't you? You, you know, you haven't been battered by a team that have been battering teams uh, and who are right up there. You know, we, we know the capability of Swag and we know the firepower that they've got this season. And um, they didn't turn it on yesterday. They didn't turn it on. Is that a question that Brick Sustain raised their game and they were up for it? Or Swag's game then went down because they thought, well, we're playing against a, a League 9 team. We're going to just roll them over. I don't know. Could be a combination of both. That's what we love about this cup and about this competition is that the honesty of it and the integrity of it is is first class. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well done to swag into the next round. Uh, nice to see the Prem teams doing their doing their part this year. Uh, in well, some some of them doing their part in the Marcus Lipton Cup. Uh, Brixton Town win four one against Syndicate. Well done to the Brixton Town lads with a good win. Um, expected though, I want to say. Yeah, I'd say so. League good one win. against League seven. A good win, yeah. none, nonetheless. Uh, Junction Elite seconds lose 5-2 to Clapham Rovers. Clapham Rovers in in the Cups looking better this year. The Sunday FA Cup uh, win for them the other week, uh, followed up by this one in the Marcus Lipton. Uh, Much more like it from Clapham Rovers. Putting their poor league form, I'm going to say it, poor league form behind them. Uh, and enjoying their cup runs. Well done, gents. They do seem to, you're right, they do seem to be enjoying the cup games. They seem to be winning the cup games at a cancer, but haven't won in the league. It's bizarre. That Last league, year that they league were, crown is weighing heavy. Yeah, um, 
they've almost got to forget that now. They're not going to win the league this season, so they're going to have to try and go after one of the cups. And if you won the league one year and then won a cup, then the next year, you'd be more than happy with that, wouldn't you? Absolutely, especially the grass, the Silk Grassroots Marcus Lipton Cup. Um, they'll be going for that one. Uh, London Hibs, their good season uh, is not uh, defined by being knocked out of the Marcus Lipton Cup yesterday. Uh, they lost 5-2, uh, 5-3 even, to the holders of the Marcus Lipton Cup, Wimbledon Wolves. Yep. I'm right, aren't I? You are. You wow. Must, so you said that with a little bit of a nervous <laughs> yeah. disposition. Sorry. I, I make some statements on a weekly basis on this podcast. I'm not entirely sure are right, but sometimes I, I haven't say it. called you out on any glaring mistakes yet this morning. So you're on form, Mr. Wheaton. You're yeah, doing well at the moment, mate. You're doing well. <laughs> Thank you. So the holders of uh, the Marcus Lipton into round three <laughs> at the expense of London Hibs. Their season is all about, I think, a promotion run. Uh, in their division, London Hibs. So perhaps, I don't, no one's happy to get knocked out of the cup, but they've got bigger, perhaps bigger fish fish to fry in the league after struggling uh, previously at Wimbledon Wolves. Agreed. And, and, and anyone that is going to draw Wimbledon Wolves don't think that they're fifth in League One and that, you know, they're, they're behind sort of South London and Sellers. Don't look anything into that. Make no mistake of the teams that Wimbledon Wolves beat in order to win that competition last year. They are a team that you do not want to play. They will not give up this crown and they will not give up this cup easily. So that's a stinking draw, a bit like the other example that you gave about AFC South London. They will worry everybody and anybody in that third round draw. Make no mistake about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they all feel like that's their cup now because their name's on it and they'll be protecting that. Um, as much as they can. But yeah, 5-3, a good win against an informed London Ibs. Um, Wimbledon Wolves not been at, not been the same this season, so they'll be chuffed with that to get past an informed London Hibs. Well done to the Wolves. Uh, London Ravens B out to Prem Outfit AFC Ballum. A potential banana skin Ballum knocked out of uh, cups earlier in the season by lower placed. They lost to Clapham Wanderers, didn't they, in a the cup? They did. Um, they weren't Chairman's knocked out. Cup. Yeah, Chairman's, Chairman's Cup. Cup. Yeah, so they've been knocked out because it's a group stage. Yeah, they tasted defeat against. Very the good, Andrew. Here. See that you nearly thought you made another mistake. Then you didn't. <laughs> I checked with you first before I made the statement because <laughs> uh, I, I thought they got knocked out of a cup. But they, this is the Marcus Lipton, so it wasn't the Marcus Lipton, so it must have been the Chairman's Cup. But yeah, yeah, because uh, we haven't started any of the other cups till this no. weekend. So yeah, absolutely right. London Ravens B was a potential banana skin for Ballon, but. Uh, they seem improved uh, and they got the job done yesterday. Well done, lads. Uh, Rosendale Sports first, beaten 4-1 yesterday against Painters Community. Uh, I've, I think we give Rosendale, we put Rosendale Sports, Mundial B on this bit of a pedestal, but we must remember they are in a lower division. So when they do come across these higher placed teams, Graham, uh, we must remember that they're good. These teams are top teams for their level. But yeah. when you when they do come across higher placed teams, we do need to remember sometimes what are they League Seven this yeah, season. They are, yeah, they that, yeah. That's that's the lower regions of the of the league, and I'm not saying that to be disrespectful. I'm saying we put we know they score goals, we know they win lots of games at that in their league, but teams like Painters um, is a different kettle of fish from us, isn't it? No, you're right. I think you're absolutely right to draw that contrast in terms of quality between the divisions. That's uh, League Four and League Seven. Painters, you know, top of League Four, having a fantastic season. Yeah. You know, we know that they're quite good in cups. You know, they won the, um, the the GR Shield a couple of years ago. So we know all about Painters. We know they get up for cup games. 
Um, I would just say that is a expected routine for one win. That would have been an upset had Rosendale beat them yesterday. That's not yeah. a disrespect to kind of Rosendale. That is their level and that's Painter's level. There's three divisions. Um, Painter's sitting top of their division, having a great season, as are Rosendale respectively. But you're right, there's a different level of, of, of class and ability and there is a gulf between the divisions. But it, we know that it goes out of the window, it's especially in this cup. And we know that upsets happen sometimes, but it didn't in this game. Didn't in this one. Uh, did Westminster, in the next one, though. Did in the next two. Uh, Westminster Wanderers seconds, uh, beating Putney Town 1-0. The cup set happened yesterday. Westminster Wanderers seconds, uh, an improved team from last season. Putney Town, new boys, very much um, finding their feet, very much still at the end of November. Uh, they're getting wins, good wins, and and losing these types of games, Graham. Uh, Wimbledon, uh, Westminster Wanderers even. Um, a great one nil win for them. That would be that would have felt so good with the one nil against a higher place team. Yeah, and I think that was just one of these things where we look at teams that are not doing so well in the league, and the Westminster seconds are not doing the um, are not doing um, so well in the league. They've put that to one side, looked at this as a free hit and a freebie, and gone out and pull, pulled off the win. I mean, it sounds like the conditions weren't great yesterday, no. but to be fair to Putney, they tweeted. They always tweet if they lose. And I love to see that they get they get my full respect. And, you know, they said the conditions were really poor. But at the end of the day, Westminster played the conditions better than what they did. And Westminster deserved the win. I love that when when teams just, you know, hold their hand up and say, do you know what, fellas? You know, we weren't good enough on the day. You played better than us, bearing in mind the conditions were poor and good luck in the next round. That's what I want to see more of rather than this. What about and what about this? And the ref did this and yeah. I, I can't bear all that. So well done, Putney Town, but fantastic win for Westminster. And um, yes, into the hat they go. Um, I wonder whether um, we'll have an all potential all Westminster tie in the next round because their first team are still in. So that'd be interesting. Let's find out later on in the podcast. Last but not least in the Marcus Lipton Cup uh, and in good time, the Exonians boys, League 10 newcomers, uh, they beat Wheat Sheaf Athletic 2-1 from the championship last se- uh, last season. Them, uh, Bath Old Boys uh, and Lazio with a fighting pack to be promoted to the Prem. This week, Wheat Sheaf um, booted out of the Marcus Lipton Cup by League 10. The best, the Silk Grassroots League 10 team, Exonians. Graham, we've got a match report. Of course. So I'm not going to make any comment on this until we hear the match report. <laughs> right, Buckley, it's, it's a longer one today. It is a bit of a longer one. I read this yesterday and I'm just thinking, how many minutes does he want to take up from this podcast? But nonetheless, this is an outstanding win and we like to highlight outstanding wins. And yep, let, let's listen to it and let's mock it as we, um, as we listen. <laughs> Exony has put in one of their most impressive displays of the season to continue their giant killing exploits with a hard-fought victory against Wheatsheaf on a cool autumnal Sunday morning. Heading to the game as underdogs, owing to the 92 places and t- 10 leagues separating the two teams, Exonians belied their lowest their lower status by controlling the opening exchanges with John Mulhern and Morgan Thomas dominant in the middle of the park and Lewis Price and Harry Bullymore finding joy down the flanks. It was striker Chris Whelan who went closest, jinking past his defender only to have his shot parried by the keeper when squaring was perhaps the better option. Whelan could perhaps be forgiven for choosing to shoot, given that two, that, given that two teams kit clashed 
two teams kits clashed. You need to get your pre-match email sorted out, boys, and get these colours sorted out. You wouldn't have had that problem. Well, I did. I was copied into the email um, confirmation. So whether we she've turned up with a different kit than what they said they were going to wear, I don't know. But that's poor. Anyway, carry on. Bibs were soon introduced. Oh, they no. Kicked the game off with that and put Bibs on after. That's the striker missing his the, the striker missing his shot and then having to moan about the kits, wasn't it? <laughs> a I decision. Have, I think you might have called it. <laughs> a decision welcomed by both teams who had an explicable number of colourblind participants. Okay. Uh, let's not mock, mock people are colourblind because I'm colourblind. So let's let's not mock people that are colourblind. It's difficult. If you I want to say if you're colourblind, make take extra care to make sure your kits don't clash in your pre-match. Uh, communication well you would wouldn't you you would um it's difficult um it color blindness actually you know when i watch matches on television color blindness is a real issue in football which you know they need to do a lot more or you know we all need as leagues and the fa and others we need to do a lot more on it affects something like four in every 10 men it doesn't affect women the same way that it affects men it's just one of those genetic things i think okay anyway we're highlighting an issue to another cause (laughs) this is good this podcast isn't it (laughs) Uh, the first half remained goalless, but Exonians had sensed an upset was there for the taking. Not long after the restart, the deadlock was broken. After being released by Whelan, Whelan on the right, Price cut in to deliver a Kevin De Bruyne-esque cross that pinpointed, it, that pinpointed its way to an onrushing Bullymore who rose like a salmon to loop a terrific header over the wheat sheaf keeper. That's there was nothing fishy about that, was there? Nothing at all. Uh, to their credit, and perhaps shell-shocked by, their potent- by the potential upset, Wheatsheaf responded almost immediately, breaking the staunch defences of the Exonians' back line to equalise. It was Exonians, however, who wrestled back control, and they were soon back in the lead. Bullymore cutting in from the right to deliver a teasing cross into the box. Whelan, Exonians' resident fox in the box, improvised with aplomb to hook a ball over the despairing Wheatsheaf keeper. Um, Wheatsheaf put up a fight for the remainder of the game, just going just going wide on a few occasions as Exonians threatened to seal the tie on the counter at the other end. With Wheatsheaf pressure ramping up in the final moments, Exonians keeper Dan King made a heroic sprawling stop to clo- from close range to deny onlookers the spectacle of a penalty shootout and deservedly send Exonians marching on into the third round. Harry... I think that's Harry Bullymore. Uh, Must be. Is the is the man of the match? No dick of the day yesterday. No, and and I, I thought that was fair. I thought that was fair. That was one of them. Obviously, there couldn't have been any dicks if they were going to um, if they were going to pull up an upset and you know. I'll tell you. Like I, that. I'll tell you who's the dick of the day. The, the confirmation. The person. Yeah, yeah, the confirmation. Yeah. Your, 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 your team fixture secretary or the secretary doing the arrangements before the game for both teams. Dick of the day belongs to them. There you go. <laughs> the, um, the, the voice of reason has spoken, but yeah. no, what a, what a win! Being a ref, being a referee, and turning up to a game and and with a to a kick clash where you know the teams are going to say, well, there's no unless they're wearing exactly the same kit. It's pretty hard on a referee to to call a game off. There's pressure from the league. We know that the the, the games need to be played. There's yeah. pressure from from the twenty odd blokes that are standing there wanting to play football. Um, it's hard to call a game off. Um, but yeah, do all that stuff. Do all that stuff early in the week. You should have two kits that, that are completely different in colour and shirts, short and socks uh, and don't clash with either goalkeeper. That should be 
that should be a thing that should that that shouldn't even happen in Sunday football. I'm not digging each other eat the teams out too much, but yeah, um, Exonians get the win and a lovely match report. Thank you very much. Congratulations, Harry, on getting man in a match yesterday. Um, in the Chairman's Cup, two fixtures to see out this section of the Southern Sunday uh, part. Southwest Lions lose two three to Barnstormers, a good win for Barnstormers in the Chairman's Cup. Uh, and Chiswick development after beating rivals last week or the other week uh, in the league, uh, can't repeat that in the Chairman's Cup. And Cosmos United continuing to frustrate the on the commentators and onlookers on them uh, with their league form in the, in the trough, uh, in the Cups. Cosmos continued to get things right and beat Chiswick development 6-0, perhaps on the front of it, if you look at the difference between the teams uh, in leagues, that's a textbook 6-0 win for Cosmos. But they've been pretty shoddy this season, so that would be good for them to get that as a, as a confidence booster too. Yeah, so, you know, maybe uh, they're looking at Cups, a bit like Clap, the Clapham Rovers situation in the Premier. Maybe they're looking at Cups uh, this year. Um, so just on that SW Lions-Barnes game, so that's in Group H, I believe. So that puts them on three points along with Club Football Vale. Club Football Vale goal difference is naught. SW Lions minus three, Barnes minus seven. But Club Football Vale have got to play Wimbledon Wolves. So if Wimbledon Wolves beat them by more than four, SW Lions will, without kicking a ball, will go through in the second spot. So um, <laughs> it's one of them rather banal, uh, rather strange scenarios. It depends what Wimbledon Wolves kind of turn up. They're already through on six points. So, um, yeah. If it's a handsome win by eight or more, then Barnes will then, um, you know, they're they're up for, for, for qualifying. So it, it's all up for grabs there for both of those two teams without playing. In fact, no, I'm wrong what I say there, Barnes, because it's minus seven. They can't they can't qualify because of SW lines. So Barnes are out. SW lines, though, can still get through without kicking a ball. There you go. I'll work that out live. It's not bad. <laughs> Good work. Uh, I'll speak to you in the, um, in the next section uh, for our predictions for our games of the week. Looking forward to it. <clears throat> so next section up is the Quota Municipal with Roger. Roger, despite the weather, yes. many games survived yesterday. Looks like a pretty, a pretty full program of games yesterday in the Quota Municipal, thanks to the trusty scrubland that is um, Burley Way. <laughs> loads of games survived which is a good thing uh, i guess that hardy hardy uh surface over there at uh pearly ways um keeping itself in good stead for the weekend's games plenty of football um to talk about this week uh, including the best result possible in one of the games um which is a shame yeah. for the for the team that has to get called out on social media but that has happened uh, at the time of recording that that tweet went out um, let's get through the games then. Um, after last week's defeat, Croydon JFC took on Cobbs United. Another tricky tie uh, for them. 6-4 they win this week, Rog. Um, but just signs of of, of um, Croydon JFC, despite their strong start to the season, that they are actually human and they are they are being made to work. If they're going to win this title, they're being made to work for it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure Max, the JFC manager, was saying in the manager's chat that Cobbs were in front as well. Um, until late in the game, um, so yeah, they're showing some, showing some metal. Uh, JFC, 
but definitely not having it all their own way. Um, teams are teams are working out how to play against them, um, which should make for an interesting um, sort of second half of the season. Absolutely, uh, a good account of themselves made by Cobbs. Uh, improvements <clears throat> week on week. It's going to be a tough yep. season for Cobbs, I think. Anyway, um, in the Prem. Uh, but Quaid and JFC, that could be one win that they look back on and think that was the moment that um, that we won, that we won the title. Uh, if they do uh, another game in the in the Prem Division, London Warriors won, Bosjam won. Bosjam can't capitalise and put a second win on the back of that good one last week against Quaid and JFC, playing against an awkward London Warriors team. Uh, but one all probably away from home against London Warriors goes down as a good point these days. Um, yeah, I think well, London Warriors seem to save their best against the tougher opposition. I think they, I think they drew with JFC early in the season. Uh, I think they beat um, Selzen a few weeks back, five two, and now have taken points off of off of Bosham, who haven't who haven't dropped points in the league this season. Um, so it's a fantastic point for them, Bosham. Bosham will probably be a little bit disappointed, I think, especially after after winning last week against JFC. They probably wanted to capitalise and put some put some put some space between them. But um, yeah, great point for London Warriors. Really good point. Good, good point. Fantastic. One word on gents. Uh, Bosjam going uh, really well in the prem. So a, a point well earned uh, in Division One. The toughest division in uh, the Quota Municipal by some way. It must. It has to be said. Some topsy-turvy results in this one. Uh, unfortunately, Dynamo Duppers unable to put a team out or unwilling, perhaps, to put a team out against South Sea Wanderers. Yeah. The way their season's gone so far, uh, you can't blame them, perhaps, for not fancying that one. Although we like to see football played. Uh, South Sea getting the three points um, against Dynamo Duppers probably would have gone that way anyway if the game had been played. Um, but disappointing to see Duppers now giving up games Um for as walkovers to opponents don't like to see that at all that's always worrying to see stuff like that especially for a long-running club like Dynamo Duppers yeah uh, Surrey Park Rangers after their beating in the cup uh last week they were beaten again this week against Woodside uh we have spoken about Woodside credentials in terms of um titles this season uh results yep. like this will go a long way towards towards them realizing those ambitions to win the yep. division one title uh, but Surrey Park Rangers uh, not really setting the world alight in Division One. We thought they would they would go up and be comfortable, um, but that's two worrying losses for them. Maybe not a worrying loss. Sorry, against Woodside three uh, one, but the cup defeat and this this it's been a bad it's been a bad November for the Surrey Park Rangers boys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I think there is there is a there, there is a step up in class from from Division Two to Division Division One now, um, and I think Surrey Park Rangers are beginning to, to beginning to find it out. Um, Woodside, we know on their day are, are are a very good team. Um they need to find they need to find some consistency in their results now. Mm. Um if they've got if they want any chance of catching the likes of Santola, um, South Sea and, and, and the likes, they need to they need to put a run of results together. Um and, and this this I'm sure they're hoping this can be the start of something for them. Absolutely. Um in Division Two, we had three games played, four games played in Division Two. Addiscombe Corinthians and Sandersted sharing a Desmond in tribute to the man himself. Um, a point, a probably a happy point for either team there uh, after mixed bag of um, results for the start of their season. Uh, goal coaching seconds and Purley St Germain share a draw as well. Um, so two tight matches there 
in Division Two, Rog. Uh, Purley St. Germain going through on penalties in their County Cup the uh, weekend before these games. Uh, probably uh, returning back to quarter municipal games. Um, a li- maybe uh, on a higher, so a good yeah. point for uh, for goal coaching seconds. Um, mm-hmm. KFC unable to get a team out for their game against mm-hmm. um, FC 25. So an away walkover awarded to FC 25. Welcomed points for FC 25, but disappointing for KFC. Currently bottom of Division 2. Um, and when it's raining and, and horrible outside, the motivation, I guess, to turn up to get a team out and and and, and uh, play your games isn't going to be there necessarily for those types of teams. It's disappointing for KFC, it's disappointing for the league, but FC 25, Rog, they'll be probably pleased with the three points, won't they? Yeah, I don't, when you when you're in when you when your form's indifferent and you and you're not you're not you're not hitting the heights that you you sort of expect. I think you take three points any way you can. Um, I'm, I'm sure the boys are a little bit disappointed they couldn't play the game, but three point an easy three points on the board is 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 better than better than nothing. Exactly, the big game potential, well, probably the big game, definitely the big game in Division Two. South London Royals took on Fulton East Rangers. Um, South London Royals pretty steady this season uh, in Division 2. Fulton East Rangers up and down, extreme, mm. extreme um, difference in their results. This was a, a tight game, a tighter game than maybe you expected. Um, South yeah. London Royals coming out 3-2 winners against Fulton East Rangers. Uh, a much more sensible result, I want to say, for Fulton East. They either win mm. big or lose big. Yeah, um, They've obviously taken a good team for Division 2 uh, into deep waters yesterday. Uh, but that sounds like it was a real battle. Yeah, the uh, Thornley manager was was pleased pleased with his side's performance. He said it was more like more like it um, from from them. They, they were sort of getting back to how they started the season. Um, but you know, you know, it's, it's it's another three points on the board for South London Royals. Um, they're hot on the coattails of, or they might be in front of South London Union now. So they're they're still up there. They're they're keeping the pressure on. Um, yeah, we just wanted. We just want to see. I just, well, personally, I just want to see Thornley Rangers back to back to winning ways and and making this 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 title title chase quite an interesting one, a three horse race. Really, that's what I want to see. I think we all do. I think we look at the players on their on their sort of roster to use a, a horrendous American word. Apologies, <laughs> apologies for that. In terms of football, but we look at their player list and you think they shouldn't. They, in Division Two, it should be a stroll. So. Yep. Um, yeah, we want to see some consistency. Uh, these players um, really highlighting how good the lower divisions of the Quota Municipal is because there's some fantastic <clears throat> teams there. Obviously, South London Royals they don't they don't care. They're having a good season themselves. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see this fight between them uh, and South London Union now. Who we'll find out in a minute really are the real deal this season. Um, yeah, they've proven themselves uh, to be a fantastic team. Uh, mm. Well done to everyone in Division 2. Well done to all the league teams yesterday. Uh, some excellent wins there. Disappointing to see the walkovers. Uh, hopefully, uh, no yeah. one's, no one, uh, hopefully teams can uh, resolve their issues and get back to playing this week. In the League Challenge Cup, uh, Albo played Huxley Guards. Uh, Rog, this saw Division 1 champions against a team relegated from Division one last season yeah so division two champs went to the yeah uh, they went division two champs sorry to division against a team relegated from the s- division, division two one. division one they were division yeah. one weren't they yeah sorry yeah <laughs> so <laughs> op- opposite ends of division one last year this this year 
They're in different divisions. Huxley guards pasted by um, Albo United. 8-2. You'd 8-2 have been Huxley, Huxley guards yesterday. Uh, there's a big gap between the two teams. We've seen a resurgent Albo over the last month or so. They seem yep. to be back to where they were um, this time last season. Unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, because teams around them in, in their division are losing games as well. So maybe it's not too late for Albo to put themselves back into that title fight. The way they've been playing, you wouldn't bet against them at the moment, would Absolutely you? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, no. It's, they, 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 they had a disappointing start to the season. They had, they had difficulties with admin and, and, and it cost them some games, but um, they look like they're they're, they're they're back to their best now, and that's going to be and that's going to make Division One a hell of a lot more interesting now. Um, if, if I was if I was the likes of Santola and and Gold Coaching, I'd be looking over my shoulder because when Albo are playing well, they are an incredible team and they're going to be tough to stop. Yeah, I think with the bit between their teeth, they'll be absolutely pissed off with the couple of games they lost through silly stuff that wasn't on the pitch. Um, yeah. But we've seen, we'll see in a minute that um, Santoya and Gold Coaching seem to uh, be a good fight. They've got each other's number, uh, and you throw elbow into the mix there with South Sea Wanderers on their day exactly. as well. That that division, yep. that league, that division uh, one is absolutely ridiculous. So I think we needed elbow back just to just to stir that pot a little bit more. Um, so yeah, it's good to see them back. Albeit, let's let's put some context in it. Huxley Guards not in the same not in the same league literally uh, as elbow. Um, but 8-2, a brilliant margin on the day, winning the second half 5-0, so they did not let up in the second half. Well done to Albo. Uh, Croydon United beat Addington United, uh, a United derby there, 3-2 to the Croydon boys. Um, Addington United, not the same team uh, from last season. Clearly something's gone awry. Um, this feels like a struggling year for the Addington United boys. They've had worse, they've been worse than this, um, but Croydon United won't care. They're through to the next round of the League Challenge Cup, but there is worries there for Addington United. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do worry. I think the, I think Omar and and, and a few others have left Addington. Um, I see him on the sidelines watching a game yesterday when he clearly wasn't at the Addington United game playing for them. So, yeah, it, it would appear that they've lost their better players, all their best players. Um, so it's 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 worrying times for Addington United. But like you said, you know they've they've been through far worse. So I'm sure they they. Won't be too disheartened, and and um, they'll they'll plod on and, and keep keep striving to do better. Hopefully, hopefully for them, it, it it probably feels worse than it than it is at the moment. The Addington boys, those distant dark days of bottom, being bottom of the bottom league and getting battered most weeks uh, are so far away now. They had an excellent year last year, uh, and they can take hope that those days can return. Uh, Croydon United, as I say, they won't care. They're through to the next round. Um, they were the underdogs yesterday, so that counts as a, a cup set. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, well yep. done to Quirden United. Right, more League Cup games. Uh, Santola and Gold Coaching was a top of Division 1 tie. Um, Santola dumped out of the League Challenge Cup, left to, con- mm-hmm. left, left to um, think about the Senior Cup and their league form now. Only yep. Santola lose 2-0 to Gold Coaching. We'd spoken, Rog, that Gold Coaching first had had a bit of a favourable first few fixtures. This was a big test for them. Uh, first yep. up, early doors in the season. They've passed it. 2-0 seems to me like a textbook win. We don't know necessarily yep. how the game went from full time. Uh, there's no stats or cards or anything like that been put on. Uh, but for me, goal coaching, that that shows that they are real contenders. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, we we, we questioned their, 
uh, I'm going to question their start. We said they had a favourable start, um, looking at some of the teams they played and, and, and the games they'd won. Um, so there was, not, I wouldn't say doubts, but there was question marks over whether it was whether they were the real deal. Um, and Santola have been in fine fettle this this season. They've been winning games at, with ease. Um, so this goes down as a really good win for Gold Coach, I think, and this just shows um, that they they are also they are also going to be going to be tough to stop. Um, yeah, it just makes it just makes Division One look absolutely absolutely cracking, doesn't it? And yeah, can't wait to see how it plays out this season. Um, and good goal coaching into the second round of the cup. It's a it's a team that not many not many would want to fancy. Not really. If you're sitting top of Division One at the moment, I think. I mean, we've seen results in the cups this year for Addiscombe Casuals. That we'll hear about that one in a minute. The likes of Quidden Quidden uh, JFC seem. Um, What's the word? Not fragile, but they're definitely you can definitely get at them. Yep. Uh, no one wants to play anyone. No one would want to play every any of those teams in Division One uh, yep. in any cup competitions. Those top four that we've spoken about just now. Um, no one, no one would want to play them. So it's an interesting dynamic that's building from Division One. Real good breeding ground for that promotion into the Prem for next mm-hmm. season. Those teams are going to be more than ready because they've had such excellent competition through it. The last fixture in the League Challenge Cup. Now, this truly was a David versus Goliath uh, fixture. I'm not going to build it up too much, but South London Union, a team that have been sort of reborn this year, new badge, renamed, new taglines, new sort of social media out out sort of performance and and, um, outwardly looking better. The club's results have been clear. They've had a massive improvement in Division 2, but that was Division 2 only. Yesterday, I say only, that's all they could do, but we need to put it in context. Addiscombe Casuals, uh, Cup cup double winners last year, the League Challenge Mm -hmm. Cup and the Senior Cup, the two biggest cups that you could win uh, in the the Quirden Municipal. Um, Not so good to start this season. They finished third last year with, with a strong finish. Um, they've lost all their momentum going into this season, Addiscombe Casuals. Yesterday, they lost. They didn't just lose, Rog. They lost 5-2 to South London Union, a team second, third or second, I think, in, in Division 2. Uh, yeah. They're up, they're up, they're, they're unbeaten in Division 2, but um, 5-2. Are we underestimating South London Union by saying that is an unbelievable result or are we are we worried about Addiscombe Casuals' season? Uh, um. A little bit of both. I, I, no matter how you look at it, um, you know, even if Casuals had a few players missing, you would look at their team and you'd think they'd have enough to get the job done. Whether they're in form or not, I, I think that's that's not not irrelevant, but you'd think they'd have the players within the squad to get the result. Um, given the distance, that, given the distance between the two teams, you have you have to have made Asgum Casuals outright favourites for this game. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely, and, and and I think I mean and we know that South London Union have been in have been in blistering form this season, um, scoring goals and, and and not dropping points anywhere. You'd still say, and like I said, you still make Addison Casual strong favourites. Mm. Um, but like I said, I mean, even if they had a few players missing, I would still make Casual's favourites. This result is an absolutely fantastic result, um, and it's not it's like, not even close. Yeah, they've, it's not. I was going to say, it's not even like they've nicked it, like one nil or two one. They've they've swept them aside, and they've swept them aside with some ease. Um, it's 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 a fantastic result, absolutely fantastic result. And I think I saw a tweet yesterday saying their their front three with average age of seventeen 
South London Union. It's they obviously got players that are playing. They've got no fear. They're not worried about who they're going up against. They're just playing their own game. They're going for teams. It doesn't. They clearly didn't want to just sit back and soak up the pressure and hit them on the counter. They've gone out and just thought, let's just play our game and try and stick it on casuals, and they've done exactly that. And it's a fantastic, fantastic result. Are we going to better? Are we going to better that result through the season in the Quarter Municipal? Do you think? I don't think so. so I, no. I can't see it. I really can't see it. And I tell you what, I'm, if, I'm, I, I, I don't think any team left in that cup is going to fancy play taking on South London Union at the moment. Not it's at a all. team you, you you're going to dread it. Absolutely dread it. Because um, it's with that they, that's going to. I mean, the confidence is obviously clearly high already, but with that result. They'll, they'll they'll be they'll be flying and 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 almost almost unstoppable at the moment. Yeah, what a win! Well done, boys. Uh, commiserations to Addiscombe Casuals that don't know what's going wrong uh, there. Perhaps last season's heady heights, um, <laughs> and uh, they can't. They just can't get back to those levels. They they hit a very high level last year, uh, and obviously uh, it's it's harder to retain these cups rather than, than win it. So you've done the yep. hard work last season. The hard work just starts again. Uh, and they put a, a target on their back by being so successful last year. Um, but I'm sure that league, the League Challenge Cup draw, when that came out, South London Union were cursing us uh, on the podcast for drawing Absolutely. Addiscombe Casuals. But they've done the business yesterday unbelievably well as well. So well done to South London Union uh, on that brilliant result yesterday. In the Surrey FA Sunday Junior Cup, uh, Selsden Town through against Erkstein Rovers. Um, mm. Erskine Rovers should I say 4-3 Selsden went through it was 4-3 at half time apparently uh, so not much happened in the second half I bet that was cagey um, yep. in the in the Sunday Junior Cup PSG Reserves uh, couldn't better uh, LSU Lions first team they went out 2-0 uh, to the OBD SFL team Division that was, 1 that was on the pitch next to me at Coney Hall it was uh, it was very end to end it looked like a, like a really open game and both teams were going for it um, it was, I was, I was actually more interested in that game than I was in mine, if I was honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we have to, we have to talk about your game now. Um, two, obviously, one Corridor Municipal team through, uh, and one out yeah. in the last two games. Uh, there were, there will definitely be a Corridor Municipal team through in the next round of this one. Uh, Spartans from the Prem taking on Saha 11 from the Corridor Municipal Prem. Yeah. Uh, and Russell's boys got the better of you, Rog, but we hear. Ten man, um, Ten men, yeah. Mm-hmm. This just can't yeah. keep happening, can it? Four no, nil, yeah. four nil loss this week. But the ten man stuff, you, you can't keep going like this. It's not sustainable. We had this, this chat, and I had um, uh, a long chat with the chairman after the game as well. And you know, I'm getting to the point. Well, I've, I've already got past the point when I'm, where I'm not. I'm just not enjoying. Just not enjoying turning up on a Sunday at the moment. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I used to love Sunday football. And at the moment, I'm waking up on a Sunday and I'm thinking, oh, have I got to go and do this again? And you know, I replied to your tweet, I think it was on the Friday or the Saturday where the rain was forecast. I was yeah. actually hoping it was going to rain off. Mm. Um, and I'm just, I'm just not enjoying it at the moment. Um, that being said, you know, I, I've got, a, I've got to praise the ten men that turned up. We put, a, we put, they put a shift in. Coney um, Hall must have been a mud bath yesterday. It, should, it held up pretty well, to be fair. I mean, the goal mouse was shocking. Um, yeah. But the pitch itself wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, so it was sort of second half, it started to cut, cut up a bit. Um, but the pitch wasn't too bad. The ten, my ten players put a shift in. We should have gone. We should have gone one nil up. Um, 
we scored a good we scored a goal. The referee said it was was a foul on the defender. I beg to differ. And I think a few of the Spartans players were saying, you know, we've got away with one there. Mm. Um and then we missed we missed we missed the my striker missed or wing I should I say missed the one on one soon after the disallowed goal. So, you know, should have been and could have been two 0 up. Um but you know, it, it's it's when you when you're playing eleven men um, and Spartans who are who are on good form. You know, yeah, yeah. It just it just took its toll on us, and you know, chasing around players all game is it's it's not ideal. Um, and yeah, we just ran out of legs, and, and Spartans capitalised on it. Um, you know, we we had we did have chances, we just we just couldn't take them, and, and Spartans capitalised, and that was the talent. Really, was I wouldn't really say there was. They blew us away because they didn't. Um, they just they just capitalised on the fact we had that we had ten men and and they took their chances. So the the weeks when you haven't been able to play or referees haven't turned up to games, you've had stacked benches and you and you're almost turning players away. When it comes to big games like this, the players haven't been around. And yep. how do you, how do you sort of resolve to this? Do do you dig do you dig to the do you go to the first team and see if anyone wants to play? We know the Super League. Um, yeah, we mean it's not. I mean, I've, I've only got a few of their players registered, if I'm honest. And, and you know, the Croydon, the Croydon League's rules are you've got 30 players registered, and if they if, you, if they played one game, you can't you can't unregister them. Which is, I mean, those are the rules, and I, I don't necessarily agree with them, but those are the rules, and, and that's not helping. I've got I've had a few players that have played one game and not show up again, and I can't get rid of them, and then I can't add to the squad to help. So I'm in a bit of a predicament. Um, it's just trying to rally the players that are registered, trying to rally them, see if they want to turn up. Um, sooner or later, we've, I think. I think if, if it carries on like this much longer, then then it will be it will be time just just to just to just to say enough's enough, and you know because I, I I can't do this for much longer, Andrew. Um, it's just a constant I, battle, isn't it, mate? To, to, to get is. players to turn up on a Sunday, you got people there willing to give their time to run the team. Yeah. You just need the bodies there, and it's just not sustainable or fair, really. It's not, and I, you know, I mean, the, the ones that are not turning up, you know, they, they don't see the work that goes on behind the scenes. The amount of work that, that our managers, secretaries, chairman put in to running a Sunday league team, it, it's non-stop. It's not just a Sunday, then it's done. It's it, I, I do stuff all week, football-related. Mm. Um, like I said, when I'm turning up on a Sunday and I've got seven people there at 10 o'clock, quarter past 10, it, it just, it's like, why, 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 why do I bother? Why do mm. I even bother? Mm. So, yeah, I think, you know, like I said, I had a long, long chat with with the chairman yesterday after the game, and you know, like I said, we, we're going to have to make a decision. We can't just go. We can't. It's not something we can go. Let's just play it by year, week by week. It's it's not fair on it's not fair on the teams we're meant to be playing against, and it's not fair on the players that are registered to the team that do want to play some football. So mm. sooner or later, um, we'll have to decide whether it's we call it call it a day for this season and, and try and regroup and go again next year. But th- that's that's a conversation for another day, I suppose. It is, but we wish you all the very best with that. Obviously, the day belongs to Spartans. They'll be very strong, yep. I imagine, in the in the, the Surrey Sunday Junior Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll be very strong in the Premier's well this year. They're having a good year. So yeah. uh, I know we've been a bit Sahar 11 heavy there, obviously, because you're here, but yeah. um, give Spartans their due. Mate, I'll see you on the other side for the predictions. Next up on the podcast is Gibbs and the Westford section. Gibbs, how you doing? I'm very well, mate. How are you? Very well. A bit worried about uh, Silk Towers tonight. It's a bit windy. I know. And uh, the old place ain't what it the used to be. The wind is huffing and puffing. <laughs> it's going to blow it down. 
Yeah, we're a bit worried. Um, a good day yesterday, windswept and weather beaten. Uh, Sunday football yesterday all over the place, but there was lots of games played uh, in West for yesterday. Uh, no Prem games played by looks of it because of weather. Uh, so into uh, the senior division. Blackfen and Eriff Gibbs getting a good point against Eltham Lions Desmond between the two of them two yesterday. Uh, probably the tale of each team's season, not being able to get the win. Um, no, uh, but it's a good point for Blackfen and Eriff and that, oh, that that can be the uh, the kickstart they need to push on and um, start moving up the table. Eltham Lions not been the same team this year, have they, no. to be fair? They've been a bit hit and miss. They pull it out the bag or they slip, they slip up. Um, they've had some defeats. But all... All credit to Blackfin and Irith and so on uh, social media. They said they're going to keep going and um, they won't give up. So fair play to them. Yeah, fair play, boys. I know they won't give up. They've, they've done too much work to get that club back together just to give up now. Uh, in the King of Arts Media Production Division 1, the sixth best division. The second best division. Uh, Woolwich Royals back to uh, winning ways. <laughs> and uh, whoa, what a way to do it. 13-1, although they say on their social media the ref couldn't count. Uh, so that's gone in uh, as 13-1, but it was 14-1. Oh, OK. Well, they're going to squabble over one goal. Should we say back-to-back Bailey, hashtag it again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I believe he got five yesterday. OK. And uh, I think he came off after about an hour. OK. So I don't even know what would have happened if he'd have played 90. He might have got maybe <laughs> eight or nine. But fair play to him, though. And they deserve that because they have had um, a bit of a rough ride. They've had some bumpy results up and down. They just they wasn't getting the rubber to green, um, losing by t- uh, one goal at a time, 2-1, 2-1. Two, one, two, one. Um, so they, they deserve that and full credit to them they've carried on going every week they're training every week um, as we've always said they're a good side good bunch of lads and um, full credit to them you know they're building and I think I see someone made his debut yesterday as well for them so they're obviously recruiting players as well so good luck to them yeah very good win it's not a nice day for Elton Town um, no. no one wants to get uh, heavily beaten that much I mean when you get into double figures it's been a bad day I know sometimes we can all um, have them sort of days but they've just got to get their heads up uh, Woolwich Royals are a well established team and they've just got to go again yeah uh, but there'll be better days for Elton Town definitely uh, as you say Woolwich Royals an established Westford team well well thought of uh, a well run club as well um, a good win for them uh, Abbey Mead lose 4-1 to Kingsford in Div 1 uh, a result none of us on the on the predictions saw no, I mean, um, a big win in the league that's been few and far between for them so far this season and Abbey Mead probably one of the top teams well definitely one of the top teams in Division 1 so Kingsford back to winning ways yes a massive win for Kingsford um, bit disappointing day at the office there for uh, Abbey Mead they would have um, expected better of themselves um, Kingsford that's a convincing win for them and we know they've been capable of it because they've had good uh, good games in the cup and they've, they've took teams nearly all the way mm. um they they can push on from this now. I think that is a statement result. They can push on from, they can uh, further up the league and yep. um, they can be challenging, you know. I think Abbey Mead, I don't know if if they're lacking goals because they obviously they drew one all Bexley Hawks, they won on pens. They've only scored one goal in this game. So I don't know if goals were a factor for them. But obviously they're a good side. Mm. So Dan, um, Danny, very quiet from having me yesterday on social media after that one. Yeah, Dan was very quiet yesterday. But <laughs> shout out to Steph though, because she's listening. So, But um, no, everyone at Abbey Mead, good club. And um, yeah. they'll, they'll, again, they can come again. Yeah, definitely. They'll be there or thereabouts at the end of the season. Kingsford now, that's them. Two wins on the bounce, cup and league. Um, they could go now. That, that could be the momentum they need to push themselves up. The uh, King of Arts Media Production Division 1. In Division 3, no games in Division 2 yesterday. Spring Hill United win 3-0 uh, 
uh, against Fleet Down United, the Sharks of Division Three, massive uh, results, playing their football in the Prem last season. Uh, now in Div Three, <laughs> winning three 0 against Fleet Down, uh, two teams at, at the opposite ends of the of West for last year, coming together in the middle, uh, but a good win in uh, for Spring Hill. Definitely. I mean, before we go into that result, I'd just like to say, um, I believe the Spring Hill manager, uh, Danny Shaw, yesterday dislocated his elbow. Oh, so, fair, yeah. speedy recovery to him and we hope he's all, he's all right. Um, but his lad's done him proud. 3-0 um, win, three points. Um, that's a massive result for them. Um, Fleet down, not started as strongly as they finished last year. No. Um, so, it, it's a good result and Spring Hill needed that uh, clean sheet and it's not very often in recent seasons that Spring Hill can say they've kept a clean sheet. So, no. Um, good luck to them. Yeah, and uh, I'll echo that from Gibbs about uh, Danny. He took part in our predictions charity thing, and he's a nice chap, and he's a Charlton supporter. So, oh, what? It's <laughs> so good. Good luck. I with thought the he was a <laughs> I think he's a Charlton, definitely Charlton. <laughs> uh, yeah, dislocating an elbow sounds absolutely disgusting. Yeah, so, speedy recovery. Yeah, too. all the best. Um, in Div Three, Old Fortronians beat Bexley Eve two one yesterday. Uh, after a dodgy few weeks for Old Fortranians. Dodgy start to the season. They yeah, needed that. They, they needed that big time. Massive three points for them, to be fair. Bexley have been on the slide of, of late, but Old Fortranians not been the team they was last year, this no. season, if we're being honest about things. And that's a massive three points for them. They needed that. Big, big three points. Well done, chaps. Against a tough team in Bexley uh, especially for that division. Um, no one would like playing them. Uh, so Old Fortranians doing what they do. Uh should be doing more of, should I say, last season. Um, they had a good season with the cup win. Um, but this season, they've not had any bounce from that. Always oh, having a dig in it. Always <laughs> got to bring it up. Do you know what I mean? Uh, division 5, the Vulture <laughs> Sports Division 5. Sid Cup took on Spring Hill United Blues. Spring Hill United Blues, like much like um, Old for Training, is not the same team as they were last year. Um, Sid Cup putting them aside 6-3 a good account of themselves potentially partic- uh, made obviously should I say by uh, the Blues go- scoring three against Sid Cup not too many teams have managed that uh, but they're in such a good Run momentum and form at the moment that they they seem unbeatable especially in the league yeah they are just going they're going at it isn't they they just seem a bit uh, I wouldn't say unstoppable but it's going to take a good side to beat them they're full of confidence yeah and um, they're just knocking everyone over in their way in that league at the minute, isn't they? Is that like six for six or seven for seven? They are storming. <laughs> they're, they're unbeaten in the league. Yeah, I mean, Omar's boys have given it a good go, um, scoring three goals. But when you've got a team that are just knocking in the goals, they're just going to keep attacking, isn't they? And yeah. um, do you know what? I say, well, I say full credit to uh, Sigup because they had a couple of rough seasons. They got better last season, but gradually, um, season upon season, they've built... And that's what it's all about, to establish your club. And um, fair play to them. That's good for them. Absolutely. Well done, chaps. Um, Cabras. That's, that's Cabras beat Jumeirah Reserves 2-1. Um, after a draw against JJ last weekend, Cabras bounced back with the perfect response, beating Jumeirah Reserves 2-1. That's a good result for Cabras. Yeah, it's it been is, a crap. Be it's been a crap season for them overall. Um, we worried about them. Uh, with the point against JJ, the first one of their existence, but that's a that's a good win, a great way to respond, respond, and hopefully for the Cabras boys because they seem all right, you know, they seem good on social media uh, and all that stuff. They seem good. Hopefully for them, uh, that's some positivity they can bounce on uh, and get some uh, good wins for the rest of the season. Definitely, fair play to Cabras as well. Yeah, good. good. Is that is that Rogers' result creeping into Westford? How did Rogers mob get on? Uh, Spartans reserves are in the Plumpsy Cup. Didn't they? Oh, so, okay. so they their results show. Um, What's the score? 
4 0 to Spartans. What's a Rogers move? Nah, they lost 4 0. Woo! <laughs> he won't listen to this section, but. Oh, Roger. Well, you, don't, you only listen to your bit, do you, when you win? Uh, let's have a scan through for uh, Westford teams. The first one, Kent Sunday Premier Cup, Real Jima from the North Kent Sunday Football League. Dispatched of Metrogas 3 0. Um, a, a real experienced Sunday League mm. te- team that mainly played together. Uh, at step six at Greenways, um, a lot of these players are together there on a Saturday. Uh, I know the Metro Gas boys are um, play a lot of football together as well. Um, but that's a massive away day for Metro Gas. They're a young side, still finding their feet. I think we give them a hell of a lot of credit because they deserve it. Yep. But coming up against an experienced, mature team like Real Jima, um, that's a big ask for Metro Gas yesterday. Yeah, it's a professional performance, I'd say, from Jima because as as good as Metro Gas are to stop them from scoring as well, keep a clean sheet um, and three nil. Do you know what I mean? That's that's emphatic. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit yep. of a, if it's a bit of a statement win. Yeah. Um, and we all know a good Metro Gas are. We give them so much praise. Um, good good bunch of young lads, but um, take nothing away from Jima. Um, they've they've deserved that on the day, and they so full credit to them. Yeah, well done, boys. Um, they're a real good team. Have a watch out for them in the Kent Sunday Premier Cup. I bet they go far in the competition. Uh, next up, Burridge Blues took on Crayford Arrows from the OBDSFL. Uh, Burridge Blues win 5-1. They're having a great time. Burridge going along very yeah, nicely they are. at the minute. Scoring lots of goals as well and um, not conceding very many at the, no. at the back this time, um, which is a, uh, a contrast in seasons for them. So, were that's a good result 5-1 it is and I've refed them this season in, in that competition against Bexley United from the OBDSFL they won that one um, and it ain't like a massive change in players it's very much the same players they're just having they're just having a really good season brought a couple of players in though I know they've had a few yeah but not like a not, couple of the Footscray lads oh, older experience yeah players. yeah yeah not, but I think yeah, last season it might have been the numbers with Burridge like they turn up they might have nine they might yeah. have eight but now it's a con- I think it's a continuation of um Consistency that they're getting 11, 12, 13 players, 14 players, 15, do you know what I mean? So when you've got that with the quality of players that they've got, you're always going to be in any game. Yeah, yeah. and they've got quality. Uh, 5-1 win yesterday, showing intent for that uh, for their Kent Junior Cup uh, progress. Well done to the Burridge boys. Uh, Long Lane from the OBDSFL were seen off by Barnhurst 5-3. Sharkyhurst. Sharkhurst, yeah. Sharkhurst, um, <laughs> should we call them these days? But you know what? Take nothing away from Barnhurst because... They like playing at Long Lane. They beat us there last year um, in a cup. And Long Lane have beat uh, us this year as in Peckham Ride. They've beat Rising Talents as well. Um, so for Barnas to go put five past them as well and go through to the next round, that is a, a massive result. And it's a bit of a statement as well that they're in that cup to win it. You know, They're not just there to make up the numbers because Long Lane are a good young side. Um, they're well drilled. They're well organised. They all know their roles. They've got goals in them. They can mix it up. Do you know what I mean? So that's a... A good result for the Barnards, lads. Well done. Definitely well done to Steve. And all the lads down there. Cries for result of the week by league chairman uh, Dave Phone yesterday. But we do remind everyone that County Cup games don't make we the cup. We cannot change the rules. No, no County Cups, no draws. Exactly. Uh, Duchess of Kent played Footscray Lions in an all-Westfer Kent Sunday trophy tie. 6-3 win for Footscray Lions. That's a great result. It's a great result. I take nothing away from them. But I believe Duchess went down to... 10 men after about 15 minutes. Right, okay. So that's obviously helped, but take nothing away because no. Footscray could have folded because um, Duchess have been playing really well of late, picking up results, and Footscray, not, uh, they've been on a bit of a bad run. I think they lost their last four. 
So for them to come out and get a 6-3 win, emphatic and uh, push through to the next round, that's uh, well done to Martin and the lads there, to be fair. Yeah, well done. It's, it's been a good season, can't say otherwise, but just a couple of last, the last few results have been a bit wobbly for uh, Footscray. So to get that win against the league, a divisional rival, um, is great for Footscray. That will give them massive um, a morale boost for future games. Uh, Hayes and Pickers from the OBDSFL win 5-0 against AFC Bexley from Westfer. No report from the Bexley lads this No, week. keep their quiet. But, <clears throat> yeah, they also be quiet to be fair. But <laughs> do you know what I, I was saying though? Um, that Hayes and Pickers, I don't know much about them, but they must be a very good side because AFC Bexley, um, no matter who they've played this season, they've, they've been, I know they lost 7-1 to Barnas last week, um, but we've, we've just heard what Barnas can do. They've beat Long Lane. But Bexley, a very good side to obviously shut up shop, not let them score, but you've not five past them. You, mm. And you look at Bexley's lineup; they were, it didn't look like they was missing anyone that's played in, um, for them so far this season. They had a good squad out. So that's a, that's a statement win, and you wouldn't probably wouldn't want to draw Hayes and Pickers, did No, they? they're a good side. The next round. They won Division 5 in the OBDSFL last season. They're in Division 4 this year. Not started brilliantly, but they scored a lot of goals last season. Definitely got firepower. Uh, they got to a cup final in the over DSFL last year, went all the way uh, to extra time with um, Hatch and Beckham Manor last year, Glebe Manor this season. Um, they are a good side. They, they're definitely good going forward. And if, if you're not up to it, they will punish you. And, and mm-hmm. clearly they've had a good day yesterday uh, going forward. Um, talking of Westford and OBDSFL clashes, this is the last one from the Kent Sunday Junior Trophy. Peckham Rye. Take it, taking on Woosh from the OBDSFL. I think Woosh. Division Division 4. Three. Division 3. Thank you, Gibbs. At least someone knows what they're talking about. <laughs> three all draw uh, at the end of extra time and it went to penalties. 5-3. Uh, yeah, mate, to be fair, it was... Uh, nice to win on pens. Yes. Um, it was an evenly contested game, if I'm honest. I'm not going to uh, put them down. Or We went... They started, they started uh, the better, shall I say. Put us under a bit of pressure. Um, we broke Tony... Um, scored. Um, Blimey. Yeah, they went one all. Um, a mistake from us um, led to them scoring. Um, then they went 2-1 up. Probably well deserved as well, to be fair. Um, we got back to 2-2. Cracking free kick by Quincy. Um, then we went 3-2 up. And then, again, they put the pressure on uh, at 3 all. Then they hit the crossbar on the post in one uh, from a dead ball coming to the box that we failed to clear. They struck it, hit the crossbar, bang, hit the post. Do you know what I mean? So it was kind of backs to the walls time. Um, and it was kind of end-to-end, really. We had our, we had our, um, should we say, uh, good bits in the game. They had their good bits in the game. But it, I'd say it was evenly contested. And it was a good battle down at Mottingham. The pitch, it did cut up in the middle. Um, did, you have to have a, did you have to grab a pitch there last minute? Or something. You're, you're the home team, aren't you? Yes, we are the home team. But um, where we play at Lewisham, they cancelled games there last week. Oh, okay. It? And there was no rain for five days. So rather than just have a fixture build up and keep moving everything on, um, rung up Mottingham. They had a pitch available, oh, okay. um, Ken and uh, down there. So it was good. Um, the pitch held up really well. To be fair, the pitch was. Uh, it just was. Got, it just got boggy. Really in the middle of the park, it just got heavy and boggy. So. You couldn't really play football in stages. But they, they, they tried. They was a good side. Um, we tried as well. And Friel, extra time, weren't really many chances to call off, should we say. Um, and then it was just one penalty missed, really, by their, fir- their first penalty they took. Ah. Um, I believe someone said, I don't know if it's true. But when he missed it, he just got his stuff and left. Um, oh, he didn't no. watch the rest. I don't know how true that is. might have been is. needed. I don't know how much that, uh, true that is, but... Um, but yeah, so the fair play to them though. They're they're a good side and a good bunch of lads. And we had a 
a, a well contested game. Congratulations into the next round of the Kent Sunday Junior Trophy. Draws made on Friday, next round's 11th of December. Good luck. Um, in the Fred Jolly, Avery Hill given a walkover against uh, Junior Red Sports. They Sa- folded. Yeah, them. sadly folded Junior yeah. Red Sports. Um, a good bunch of lads. I have ref them against uh, Bulltarks last season in a good cup game. Uh, they took them all the way and they're a good little side. Um, also, sad to see that Alex has uh, left Avery yes, Hill, mess- surprisingly. Yeah, I did message him the other day, actually, because I, uh, I know Alex. He's a good lad. Um, that was a bit of a shock when I saw that. Yeah. It's a, I think it's a family-run club. But I think he just needed to step back. Um, I think it was... Uh, I wouldn't say too much pressure for him, but I think it was... It's a full-time job, isn't it, it running is, a yeah, Sunday team? And I was having this conversation with him that nobody realises that it's um, literally Monday-to-Sunday task, whether you're chasing players, pitches, refs, permits, do you know what I mean? You're always doing something, whether you're sorting out a kit, sorting out whatever, water, mm. you know, just making sure that everything's there. And no one, everyone, a lot of people think you turn up on a Sunday and pick the team, put them on the bench and take their tenner or the subs, whatever you pay. But it's not it's not like that. And I just wonder if it's, he's a he's a young lad and I just wonder if he wants to enjoy his football for a little bit and just take a step back from the management side of things. But he will come again. Do you know what I mean? He's got he's got a lot of experience. He's been far least. too good to, to just step away. Obviously, if it's too much for him, catch your breath, Alex, and hopefully come back and get he's, back involved he's again. He's done really well with Avery. Yeah, yeah. Compared to where they was when they started now, yeah. they're established. They've got two teams. Um, they're competing very mm. well. Do you know what I mean? They can mm. give anyone a game. So... He's done a cracking job. Yes. And he will he will come again, definitely. I think he just wants to enjoy his football for a little while and then he'll go again. Yeah, good luck, mate. Um, yeah, sad to see that because uh, some good characters around Westford and Alex is definitely one of them. Uh, so, yeah, hope hopefully see you back on the uh, scene in the not-too-distant future. Uh, Hartford Athletic Blues play JJ in the Cup in the Westford Shield. 4-4. Four, 4-0. Four. Four so, JJ unbeaten in 290 in minutes two, now. Yeah. Uh, they did lose 4-2 on Penns though to Hartford Athletic Blues. Do you reckon JJ could be like the understudies to Barnett's, like both teams to score type thing? <laughs> well, both teams to score uh, three or more. Both teams to score the opposition to win. But um, <laughs> fair play to JJ though. That's nine goals they've scored in yeah, two games. Yeah, I know. They'll be they can score goals, but yep. they leak goals. Um, I don't know whether they're playing like eight up front or something, you know what I mean? They're just two defenders. <laughs> but... Um, if they could shore things up at the back, they've clearly got goals in them. Nine yep. goals in two games, but yep. they've obviously conceded nine goals in two games. If they could shore things up, they would pick up results, you know. Yeah. Um, for Blues, obviously, we've played them this season. Um, they did battle well against us, but it's hard to gauge where they was at because I think when we played them, they just kind of sat back and just wanted to... Mm. No disrespect when I say this, but I think they just wanted to s- s- take a step back and uh, not let the floodgates open, do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. Um, but I think that was probably worse for them because it ended up being 9 0. So I think if they would have just attacked, they've clearly got goals in them as well, you know. They could have had a go. And it looks like both teams have had a go yesterday. But... Positive for both teams because both teams having a struggle in their divisions. Yeah. Um, Hartford through to, uh, the next round in the Cup. JJ uh, unbeaten now, as I say, in two 90 minute games. Let's not get too excited. They've lost this on a Cup, they've lost it on but, penalties. But there's positives for both. There's there. definite positives. Hartford have gone through to the next round, they've got a platform to build on. JJ unbeaten in two ninety minutes, as yeah. you say. Um, they've got a big platform to build on as well. If they can just shore things up at the back, then um, you can see them improving. You know, definitely, definitely. Uh, well done to Hartford through on pens. Uh, Hartford's first team, Hartford Athletic first team. They beat Advent Mighty Royals in the Jewish Shield for one. 
Beacons beat Barker 5-1. Barker in the Cups are a different outfit to the league completely. Yeah, that is a shock result. A really good result for Beacons. Result for Beacons though. Well done. The light um, is shining. It's a lighthouse. Yeah, it's keeping, it's keeping it's the ships... It's keeping the ships safe from the shore. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? We gave them a lot of stick grease over the seasons. So it's only right that we, we give them praise as well. Barker and, in the Cup are, are shocking. I don't know what they're doing with the cups. Maybe they don't give a toss and they're just con- they're just concentrating on the league. I, I don't want to put words in their mouth, obviously, but maybe they just don't care. I don't know, but it's a strange way. It's vice versa because a lot of teams care about the cups and maybe yeah. not so much the league. But to win a league, you've got to have consistency. You've got to be there week in, week out, ain't you? Mm. But um, Beacons, nonetheless, amazing result. 5-1 yeah. against a good a good Barker team and... Um, well, full credit to you, you know. That's, yeah. I think that's two back-to-back really good wins they've had now, isn't it? It is, and that's their best so, win of the season by a long yeah. way. Well done to Beacons, winning a lot of fans this season. I don't want to play Beacons in O-Cup, you know. <laughs> yeah. They might tell me my lights out, I say, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, in the Clinton Lindhurst Elliott Memorial Cup, uh, Chimera beaten 1-0 by Highfield Rovers. Impressive result, you know. That is a good win. Impressive. We all like a 1-0, and it always means a lot at the end of the game in 90 minutes when you've uh, you've kept that clean sheet and you've won 1-0 because... You probably think for the last 10 minutes, Chimera were probably chucking everything yep. at them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And they've defended that out well and stayed strong for 90 minutes. So, good result. We're very, very pleasing for them. Very good for Ronnie. And the Highfield lads having a good a good season this year. Um, in the West for Shield, Elton Palace draw three all with Greenwich Hot Shots and it ends 4-2 to Elton Palace on pens. That's a good win against an El- uh, a Greenwich Hot Shots who haven't been brilliant this season, let's be honest. I haven't, shot, I haven't been able to shout come on the shots too often this season. We fancied Elton Palace at the beginning of the year. They haven't delivered either, so this was a bit of a grudge match in the uh, Westford Shield. Two teams hoping to get their form going. Um, but yeah, but it's gone all the way to pens. Um, and Elton Palace doing the Elton job. Elton Palace just finding that little bit of form at the minute. I know yep. they've drawn that game, but yep. they're just they're finding a way it's now better. to, to, yeah, to get results. Definitely, uh, a big game in the Jewish Shield. Elton Rovers um, against Erith and Belvedere in form. Erith and Belvedere, don't forget. Massive uh, They've had some them. big results lately. This was a, the, a bit, as big as their recent ones. Five two winners against Elton Rovers. Massive result and. Sometimes in stages this season, you wouldn't have seen that coming from here from Belvedere the last no, two weeks. No. But you know what? They have been um, playing really well, scoring goals. Obviously, a 3-0 last week, 5-2 this week. And they deserve they deserve full credit, you know, because Elton Rovers are no pushover. Do you know what I mean? Yep. That's a, they're a battle inside. I've seen them a couple of times this season. They've had some cracking results themselves. Um, so, full credit to them. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to play here from Belvedere with the form that they're on as well. No. Come back against the Rye seems to have spurred them on. Well, do you know what? That this was the the winner, like the winner of our game, where they played obviously Elton Rovers. So that's the next round. So, and do you know what though? I know we lost, but the results that they've um, had since they've had since yeah. it kind of makes our. I know we lost, but it makes our result look a lot better for us. No, 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 I agree. Do you know what I mean? And that's not condoning that we lost. Don't no, get me wrong. No, no. Because we you was... lose, you've not lost to a crap team. You've lost no. to a team that's gone um, on and beaten was... the likes of Inter Belvedere, Elton Rovers. We was side. two new up. Do you know what I mean? And they showed fighting spirit here from Belvedere and come back and beat us three two. So it just it it doesn't seem so bad now. To be no. fair, no, no, it, it wasn't bad in the first place. But the, yeah, that's form... when you lose and you're two new up. Well, well post that, their their form's been brilliant. Um, EWD Eagles win 5-1 against Greenwich Challenge Vets for me that's a really good win for EWD despite being a higher placed 
uh, team, division-wise, Greenwich Challenge Vets have been in excellent form this season. Five so, for five, and they top of the league or second yeah. in the league. Yep, they lost to Sid Cup last week, didn't they? Yeah, in the in the cup. Um, but EWD not going so well this season. Uh, so to beat Challenge Vets five-one is a very good result. Well done, no, lads. They're not going so well on social media, but. The results have been <laughs> no, no, they've made some stinky calls on uh, yeah. on social media, but that happens. Yeah, their attacking line on social media is not very good. <laughs> but, um, but other than that, yeah, it's a good result to be yeah. fair. Five one, you know, um, against a, a well drilled side in Greenwich Challenge Vets, and you can't take nothing away from the Eagles for that. So um, they progressed to the next round, and I think on their day, you wouldn't want to play them on their day. No. Do you know what I mean? But I just don't think they have enough of those days. No, at the minute, they need consistency. Agreed. Uh, in the challenge, Plumstead Challenge Cup, you will hear uh, the third and fourth round draws later on in the podcast. Uh, Forza Greenwich three, Danson Albion two. What a result for the Greenwich boys! Even a, though Danson yeah, are I was lower, say, yeah, it's a massive result for Forza because even though Danson are a few divisions below, uh, below, sorry, below, um, Danson have been on a roll. They've obviously they've beat Mildeen. They've had some cracking results. Yeah. Um, I just wonder are they losing a little bit of steam obviously they drew last week with Highfield 2-2 two, two. Um, they've conceded three this week I just wonder are maybe are they picking up injuries or is it taking its toll a little bit the massive and the great start that they had but nonetheless they give a good account of themselves against a good a good Forza team but it's a good point the older legs in the, on the heavier pitches is it is it going to take its toll over the winter for dancing it's a brilliant start and no one saw it coming we, no. we're surprised but happy for the start they've had but yeah, you're right. The, the two, the last two weeks for them, um, as conceded it, five in yeah, two, yeah. and they haven't been like that at the, at the start of the season. They've been getting results over the line. They've had obviously a clean sheet against Mildeen. They beat they had an eight nil as well in there. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's a good result for Forza. Very good. Well done, lads. I know they're struggling for numbers as well themselves, Forza. So they'd have been well pleased with that one yesterday in the Len Waring Memorial Cup, Mottenham Park Rangers nil. Uh, Bexley Hawks three Division Two favourites. Bexley Hawks winning three nil. Flying high the Hawks, you know. They are soaring these days. Good side, really good side. Uh, these are the wins we we expect from Bexley Hawks now. League favourites, cup favourites. Yeah, Len Wareham favourites probably. Jewish Shield favourites, PCC favourites. <laughs> It's all there for them. Yeah. yeah. In the Jewish Shield, uh, New Park win again one nil this week against Adidas Athletic. Do you know what massive result for me? You know because. I think New Park um, got a winner in, I think it was a 92nd, 93rd minute, I believe right. it was. So it was a late result, a late goal, but Adas are a good side and on their day, they can they can score several, like goals past teams, you know what I mean? They can put teams to bed. So New Park, I know they defend well, obviously we played them last week um, and they, you know what, they're a very old school defensive team. They'll put, they'll chuck everything in the way, they'll, they'll put their bodies on the line, they'll put their heads where players wouldn't do you know what I mean mm -hmm. like if they don't mind they don't mind a kick in that um, and they've put they took the game to obviously to Adas and got and got the win and that's uh, I think that's a massive result to be fair honestly that would that was close to making results it was uh, it was you did mention for it me because to keep a clean sheet against Adas not many teams keep a clean sheet against Adas whether they win or lose they always score um, and you've not scored and you've you've took a 1-0 and progressed you did mention it but 1-0s we don't usually put 1-0s no. In, it wasn't like a massive difference in terms of divisional. So, we did. We I I did skip this one out of the poll yesterday. If you, if you look at it though, they've had what are they did three New Park. They've had back to back um, wins against Div Two placed teams. So it shows you how good of a side. They yeah, they're no so mugs fair, at all. Fair play. And they're on a they're in very good form and building. You lovely would, honestly, momentum. you wouldn't want to no, play them. No. You wouldn't want to play them. 
Uh, in the Westford Shield, uh, Rosen Crown 3, Bexley Village Vets 1. Uh, two clubs doing everything they can on social media to help Westford with the good, uh, with good, um, what's the word? How, it lo- how they look, perception. Um, they're both doing good things. Damo in very much after this one. 3 1, yes, they definitely. win. Yeah, you put a poll up the sack race recently, have you? Maybe no. we need to update the sack race. Who who would be in the sack race now if we could pick a top four? Steve, definitely. Stato Steve in the, in the, in the sack race. <laughs> new Stato Steve with his new account. New Stato Steve in the sack race. Can I chuck it out there? Dave Scott from Crocodile. You People got to be in the sack race. You know, you got to change all the time. <laughs> Omar's still in. Yeah, Omar's got to be in the sack race as well. Omar, so Steve. Omar, Stato, Steve, Dave Scott. We need one more for the sack race. Come Let's on. Have a look. Let's put the poll up. It's hard, isn't it? Uh, don't, I don't know anyone. On, oh, mm. Bexley could have a Bexley. Bexley, could, they've yeah. lost two on the spin. Now I can see the 12. <laughs> I think, is his name Dan Smith? I don't know. I, I can't remember. That, I think right, Dan from AFC Bexley. Okay, well, they to, are the four in the sack yeah, race. All right, this week. that'll be out tomorrow. The sack race. The in sack Westford. race. Get your votes in. Someone could lose their job this week. <laughs> Two heavy defeats for Bexley. Uh, AFC Bexley I'm gets sure in on the poll. And I'm sure his name's Dan. If I've got your second name wrong, Dan, I apologise. We'll look it up. We'll look it up in the handbook. Um, where were we? Rosen Crown. Yeah, three-one against Bexley Village Vets. A good win for them. Uh, Jam. Visited Royal Oak yesterday in the Jewish Shield. Spread it like jam. They've spread uh, Royal Oak open yesterday. Uh, Oak 1 0 up at half time, I read that. Oh, were they? Oak 1 0 up at half time. And them two guys, Miles and Richard. Miles got two, I've seen. Richard got one. Yeah. But you just you cannot stop them. No. If you're, you, when you play jam, your game plan is you stop Richard, you stop Miles, you, you, you hopefully stop jam. But at the minute, they're both on such form that. They're just literally. If you're a betting man, you got bet on Richard and 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 yeah, they, they score every they week. score every game. They score every game, and you, and you have to stop them. That I mean, they're a good all round team, but those two um, are very good. Three one is a great account of themselves for Royal yeah, Oak. It definitely is. It's, it's a good result. That's top against bottom division. Don't forget um, Royal Oak with a good win last week against the Battle Cruisers. Oh, you're rubbing salt into the Cruisers' <laughs> wounds. Uh, unable to 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 repeat that, obviously against a much higher placed team. Yeah, but they've jam. not been run over, and they've no, not, no, no. they've not been they've not been um, embarrassed. Not That's it. They've given a very good account of themselves. Not in any way. And Jam can do this plus more to anyone. And Richard and Miles, incredible players. Yeah. Um, the, jam, jam start the season looking at the Jewish Shield as a as a competition they that they want to win. To be fair, if you if you had the odds on things now, you've got to be looking at Jam favourites for a lot of things. Yeah. Jam, you you'd be very. Um, you wouldn't bet against them no. making at least two cup finals. No, I mean rivals. Their rivals this this season getting through against uh, lower placed teams on pens yesterday, uh, but Jam blowing away um, the teams at the moment. They've had some sticky games. It's not a pun with Jam, but that was a pun. They though. squeezed past South Ballers. Now they've got past Royal Oak. Um, Peckham Raya gave them a scare earlier yes, in the season, did. but they always find a way to win. They Jam. find a way because they've got quality throughout, and and they work hard when they need to. Uh, but Phil will want the performances to be ninety minutes long, not forty-five minutes long. And perhaps that was I mean, a difference when you've yesterday. Got players like Richard and Miles, maybe you only need forty-five minute performances. Maybe that's the difference yesterday. They didn't have to be. I'm no disrespect to Royal Oak. Did they, you see? Did you see both their goals against yeah. South Ballers? Yes, yeah, absolutely that's, ridiculous. How's he not pop the ball? That, uh, no, Richard, Richard with that shot. mate do you know what he done I'll tell you what in last year's cup final he done two amazing shots like that but literally it was at John from UTR in goal and he pulled off literally two fantastic saves 
But any other keeper, I'm, I'm not messaging about any other keeper, I think they would have gone in. because. Mm. But he hits them with so much power and accuracy. I mm. don't know where he pulls it out from. But absolutely fantastic finishes. Yeah, good good team, Jam. Uh, proving, proving themselves to be contenders on all fronts this season. Uh, last but not least, well, Bexley Wanderers, sorry, gave South East Athletic Maroon a walkover. I just weekend. hope that's not the start of things to come for Bexley uh, Yeah, they, they've had some bad results this year. It's not um, looking great. And they're struggling for players, obviously. That's why they've given the game. So you hope that in the next few weeks, that's not them saying, oh, we're going to fold because... We've lost too many games now. We ain't got players. It's just not worth it. Get on the phone, Bexy Wanderers, to the uh, the Junior Red Sports Boys and see if you can nick some of their players. And, and uh, they're a folded club already, so you won't be upsetting anybody. Even a merger, you know? Yeah, just merge. Bexley Reds. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Junior Reds' other team, the Athletic Boys, uh, they beat Crockenhill 1-0. That brings along the, the cries for Dave Scott out. That's just, this is what puts Dave Scott in a, in a sack race. <laughs> These results. He's had a tough one. Uh, Gibbs, I'll see you on the other side for the predictions. Cheers, mate. See you soon. Next up on the podcast is the OBD SFL section with Jamie. Jamie, how are you doing? I'm okay, Andrew. I'm okay. Been better, been worse. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. There was a bit of a situation yesterday with your pitch that meant you didn't get to play your game, which was which is very disappointing, I imagine. Yes, yes, it was disappointing for, for all involved, but just one of those things, unfortunately. Um, it happens from time to time, so we move on. Um, thankfully, no, no one was at fault, so nobody's in any bother or any fines or anything, so we just look forward to playing it another day. Absolutely. So let's have a look at the fixtures from yesterday, Sunday, the 20th of November. Some big results, actually, in the uh, OBDSFL in all of the um, divisions. Uh, first up, a resurgent Farmer Old Boys beat uh, Sports King All-Stars 4-1. Jamie, I don't think anyone would have predicted that at the beginning of the day, but that's two wins on the trot for uh, Farm Brunel. And they're looking a little bit more like their old selves. Uh, yeah, uh, a normal week, it would have been pole-worthy. But um, sadly, yesterday there was a few anomalies. But um, a great result, two in the bounce. I don't know if maybe if the reserve team packing it in is somehow giving the first team a bit of a, a boost or a, a strengthen. But um, yeah, it's good to see them back to being, like you say, somewhat of their old selves. Yeah, uh, and, and we hope that continues now. Uh, we do like uh, Vince and all the lads down at Farnborough. Sports King left to be very disappointed. I imagine that they're looking at they're looking at that one as a winnable game in their promotion to the senior division. Games like Farnborough, uh, no disrespect to Farnborough, would would have been games. I think that Tony and the lads at Sports King would have looked at as winnable. Maybe they wouldn't see themselves as title contenders, but certainly looking at that game as winnable. Four one is a clinical um, result for Farnborough and a reminder to anyone that if you do overlook them, I'm not suggesting that's what Tony has done or the or the Sports King boys have done, um, but that's a huge, huge result for Farnborough and they'll, and they'll push on now for the rest of the season. Uh, Spartans' poor start to the season halted yesterday. Uh, they get a valuable point against uh, Lambeth All-Stars, a Desmond shared by the two teams. Um, that's not helping either, either team uh, really, Jamie, at either end of the table, Spartans to pull themselves away from the bottom part of the section, uh, the bottom part of the senior division uh, and Lambeth in their title hopes. Um, 
But then again, when you look at other results around the league um, of recent weeks, it's not going to do him any harm, I guess. No, I think a better point for Spartans than Lambeth, I would say. Um, not many people would have expected them to get anything from the game. Maybe that day themselves would. Um, so I think it's a point gained in their case and maybe Lambeth two points dropped. Potentially given the start, I think I think you're right. Lambeth with their title aspirations um, just stunned a little bit this week, I guess, with that, with that point. But that could turn out to be a valuable point. Who knows? Uh, this season is a long one. In the Premier Division, uh, three games played. MSL and Beckenham Rovers sharing a one-all draw. Beckenham Rovers' early season hopes um, faltering a little bit, has to be said, in November. After a good start to the season, Jamie, November's not been uh, a, a one to remember for the for the Rovers boys. It's not. Um, yeah, MSL, obviously a decent side, etc. But just seem to be starting a little bit of Beckenham. So, um, yeah, they'll be sick to death they drawn. I'd imagine this week. But, um, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be all right. I'm sure they'll, they'll finish comfortable in that division. I think they Hopefully. will too. I think they will too. And in a much improved team in LSL Giants. They win this week away at Kuruya. Uh, Kuruya's season, uh, f- f- flattering to deceive, actually. Uh, not a good season for them so far. Uh, LSE Giants with a good 3-1 win against them. And an improvement for LSE. Looking much, much better this season. Uh, well done to them. Uh, the game at the top end of the table, PSG. Their uh, entrance to the... Uh, Premier Division in the OBDSFL has been absolutely faultless and that continued yesterday. 4-2 they won against Hacienda. Uh, Jamie, we, we've got to consider PSG the title contenders and probably the favourites after this start that they've made. Yeah, they were not already the most certainly are now. Yeah. Um, very big statement one against a dangerous, dangerous team. So, yeah, faultless is, is exactly the way to put it and um, yeah, they're now going to be a target for teams not only in the league, but I think in Cups as well. If you drop um, PSG, then you know it's going to be a big tie and a tough game. So I'm sure the senior teams will be keeping an eye on them in the Cup as well. Absolutely. PSG not only scoring lots of goals, but keeping probably the Prem Division's uh, hot shots in terms of the goals they have scored. Hacienda renowned for their firepower. If you can, If you can keep them to two goals and win a game, um, and you've done really well. So PSG, absolutely keep your uh, keep your eyes on them. Them and their first team, uh, them and their reserve team, should I say, from the Quarter Municipal, both getting results of the week uh, this week uh, for their games on the twenty on the thirteenth of November. Um, so that must be a new record, I think. The first team and first first some reserves to win results of the week in the same week uh, for their results. So well done, PSG. Um, that's a top result. Uh, in Div 1, Lewisham Islamic Centre, their little resurgence continues with a 4-1 defeat um, of Lesser Albion, Jamie. Um, Lesser Albion sort of petering out again, aren't they? Yeah, I think I got reported the other way around yesterday and I wasn't at all surprised that Lesser had beaten them 4-1. I'm a lot more surprised seeing it that way around, I've got to be honest. Um, again, if it, if it was a normal week, that probably could have made it on to the other extended poll. But, um, yeah, a great result for the lads. They're a good bunch of lads. I mean, I know we played them earlier in the season. It was a bit, uh, a bit needle in the game, but um, good to see them picking up some wins. In Division 2, 
uh, a division close to Jamie's heart, where he, where the Greenwich Mariners lads play their football. Uh, Broccoli, after their win against Hayden Reserves last week, can they back it up with a 4-2 win against DC Football. Um, that's a brilliant win for Broccoli. I must say, I didn't see much uh, in the Broccoli game, uh, in the Broccoli against Hayden game, uh, to say that Broccoli, um, they didn't have that much quality. So I'm surprised to see this result against DC Football, who we've said over the years, Jamie, do have a bit about them. They do play good football. So to see Broccoli get the points uh, in this one um, shows what they, I mean, they are rugged and they are dogged and they, they go for 90 minutes or 90 plus minutes. Uh, I'm just surprised to see them dispatch of DC Football Club so um, comprehensively yesterday because I honestly couldn't see that coming. Henry was bigging up the game after it, said it had everything, so I'd imagine the video should be quite uh, interesting when that comes out. But, I mean, Bro- Broccoli are a hot and cold team. They were cold when we beat them a few weeks ago. Very much been hot, kind of, uh, yesterday beating DC 4-2. So, yeah, it's just the consistency is the key uh, for teams, especially in this division. And as we'll come to in a minute, like, this team will obviously be more consistent. But it's an excellent result for Broccoli. DC again, it's, I'm expect, I was expecting to see them picking up more results than they are at the moment, but there's still a long way to go. A long way to go. Uh, but yeah, Broccoli putting back-to-back wins together in Division 2 uh, after beating Hayden Reserves last week, as I said. Uh, Ellis Athletic can't win this, this week. They lose 6-4 to Manor Wood. Manor Wood reminding us that they're still around. Been quiet for the uh, first part of the season. Uh, Ellis Athletic going about their business quietly. Uh and getting good good results as well at the same time. But Manor Wood, Jamie, six four winners. Uh, sounds like a brilliant game. But yeah, Manor Wood, as I say, we know Manor Wood on their day. What an effective side they are. What a good unit they can be. Uh, and they proved that yesterday. So it's a great result. Um, Ellis, very decent. I was speaking to Mark, obviously, down at Sydney, where Ellis played their game. And he says they're a good young side, like to play good football. So um, to put six goals by them is no mean feat as well. So um, a great result for Manorwood. And Ellis had been on a good bit of form up until then. So, um, and they, I mean, if you're going to score four goals at home, you really should be winning the game. So mm. fairly obvious where they've gone wrong yesterday. Yeah, seems that way. Uh, the big result. In Division 2 yesterday, one that made uh, James Pohl, Orpington, uh, reminding us of their quality again, winning 8-0 against Chislehurst. Chislehurst, that team, I think, that will win 8-0 one weekend, could quite easily lose 8-0 the week after. That's clearly happened yesterday. Um, a big win for Orpington, just reminding us, um, if you have an off day, uh, Orpington are very much capable of of uh, punishing you and Gislast will be having will have a sore backside today after that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where that Chislehurst was last week. <laughs> um, but a great result for Orpington and that that takes him top of the table. Although they've played a couple of games more than the rest of them, but um, so yeah, good. They're ticking along nicely, Orpington. Um, so one to keep an eye on, I think. Yeah, definitely a great win and good enough to make the poll on in Division Three. Uh, a game that got me three points in the uh, predictions, Jamie. Crayway won Ministry of Ball two. We've said it all along what a good team uh, Ministry of Ball are. Uh, that's a big result for Ministry of Ball because I think Crayway, didn't they beat, they battered them a few weeks ago, didn't they? Yeah, and just even last season where Ministry of Ball went up as the fourth place team. Um, so, you know, they, they were always chasing that three above them and Wilgar, Crayway, Crayford Arrows was there. So, um, looks like Ministry of Ball have, have strengthened since last season. 
Um, they're in good form, um, so I'm sure the, uh, a better revenge would have been on the cards yesterday and they managed to get it. Definitely. Perhaps a week off last week for Crayway, just getting a bit of cobwebs uh, in the legs this week. Uh, Administrable after a good win, I think, last weekend uh, with, a, with, a, with a, a good win that puts them in good stead in the Division 3 title hunt or promotion, uh, whichever one you want to put them in. I think they're involved in it, very much so. In Division 4, Broccoli Reserves win 3-0 against SMCA. SMCA struggling season continues. Uh, Broccoli Reserves making it a double for the boys in yellow yesterday. Uh, 3-0 win against SMCA. That's a good result for Broccoli Reserves. Very good result. SMCA, I think, got me three points the week before. Mm. Um, although yeah. I think it might actually, I think it might have been by losing three ones. So um, <laughs> <laughs> shipping three goals a week is not very good. But um, yeah, a great result for Broccoli Reserves, who I know have got results in them. Again, it's just that consistency that if they can put it in a, in a game week in, week out, then they a lot higher up. Yeah, agreed. Uh, in Division 4, uh, the form team of Division 4, FC United of Bromley, uh, they visited Alpington Colts yesterday and they put six past them. They can't do any wrong at the moment, FC United of Bromley. Six nil winners. Uh, is a massive result for them. Well done. They have started the season. I think this is the best start to a season for them uh, since they came into the OBDSFL a good few years ago now, three, four seasons ago, maybe. Um, but yeah, a fantastic start. The Colts look all at sea at that higher division in Division 4. They're really struggling. Uh, SE Lions were put to the sword 8-0 by East Wickham Wanderers. Uh, equally uh, as good a start, as good... A good start, should I say, for the East Wickham Wanderers boys. I think um, Bromley FC United, Bromley are still unbeaten in Division Four, um, but yeah, East Wickham Wanderers are going to prove stiff opposition for the likes of FC United, Bromley, and Phoenix Sports Four. Uh, Wickham Athletic win and win big, eight-one against the Deptford team. Jamie, you'd had a few wins on the bounce, or two or three wins on the bounce of late. Uh, I don't know, complacency may have slipped in. Uh, they're certainly looking for players in all positions on social media at the moment. Um, at eight-one, uh, they could have scored one and done us a favour, I suppose. Yeah, so close, but yeah, so far. But what a result for Wickham Athletic! I think they've been kind of going through emotions in recent weeks, and a few defeats to their East Wickham Wanderers namesake or neighbour, shall we say? So, um, yeah, an excellent result for those boys to get excited about, and then hopefully they can go and build on it. Absolutely. Great result, boys. 8-1. That was good enough to get Wickham Athletic into the pole and uh, East Wickham Wanderers uh, made it into Jamie's pole um, as well. Um, so Wickham heavy on Jamie's pole. Uh, so it's the heaviest it's ever been. <laughs> uh, Division 5. Uh, a good point uh, for the Benos boys. They welcomed Green Street Green uh, to their place yesterday. Jamie, just the faltering Green Street Green over the last few weeks. Once these winter months have kicked in, uh, they seem to have struggled. One all the score. Uh, ben Hurst, though, with a valuable point against the team who were sitting at the top of the division. Yeah, I think if you're a Ben Hurst fan, which I am, then you, you would be happy with that point, um, given the Green Street Green were, were flying high. I know they've not been in quite as good form uh, recent weeks, but Ben Hurst themselves were struggling for a bit of form, so I think they'll take that Ben Hurst. Um, Green Street Green, probably they would have been looking for three points to get back on track, so I think they need to start getting wins under their belt again soon, otherwise other teams may leave them lagging behind. Yeah, 
I believe so. I, I agree with you. Uh, Bexley Athletic draw 1-0 uh, with Shortland Spitfires. Probably a good point for the Bexley boys at home. Uh, Shortland Spitfires have had a good time of it the last few weeks. Uh, so Bexley Athletic, who haven't played that much football uh, with a valuable point. Well done, lads. Uh, Hayes and Pickhurst Reserves lose 8-0 uh, to FC uh, Elmstead Reserves. Uh, a game that didn't make it to the to the poll, Jamie, because uh, of the next d- d- didn't. Yeah, and yeah, the next poll. So he's in Pickers Reserves, and great at all. Um, I'm saying that we've not seen much of them reserves, so uh, they can consider themselves unlucky. But I think just yeah, more slightly normal they went elsewhere with the high scoring game. Yeah, uh, Petswood Roadrunners put in nine past uh, Alpington Reserves with only one in return, so nine one getting the nod for uh, Petswood Roadrunners on Jamie's poll. Um, well done to all the league teams there. Some fantastic results. Plenty of goals. Um, we've got we're having a lot of goals in Sunday football yeah. this season. Uh, Defences out the window. And uh, yeah, uh, definitely some, some hot shots around. In the President's Charity Cup, Bexley United through to the next round uh, with an expected win against LSU Lions Reserves. 4-2 though the score. I don't know if Dean and the lads experimented um, on Sunday or people missing. Um, talismanic uh, Lee Argent potentially missing from the lineup, Jamie, this weekend due to due to the flu. Perhaps that talismanic. was talismanic. Wow, you'll be good going with that means. Four-two <laughs> win though in the cup. That's all that matters. Uh, LSU uh, Lions reserves out for this season, uh, and Bexley United through to the next round. I think we're getting near the part of the President's Charity Cup where the big boys come in, aren't we? We must be. Yeah. I think it may actually be the next round. Okay. Maybe later. So, Bexley United will be looking forward to seeing their, their uh, next opponents in the Surrey FA Sunday Junior County Cup. That's a mouthful. PSG reserves from the Quidditch Municipal uh, are beaten by LSU Lions first 2-0. Uh, a good win for LSU Lions um, against a PSG team in um, the Quidditch Municipal, who've had good, who've done good things so far this season, uh, but left wanting against um, a higher placed opposition in LSU. Well done, boys! Into the next round of the Surrey Cup. Uh, just scanning through um, these results because we're all jumbled up. Blendon knocked out of the Sunday uh, Junior Cup against Hatcham. Uh, I'm surprised these teams have found themselves in a Junior Cup, but nonetheless, um, they are Hatcham through to the next round of that cup. Burridge Blues from Westfer beating Crayford Arrows 5-1 from the OBD SFL. That's a hell of a good win for Burridge Blues. It has to be said, Crayford Arrows will be disappointed with that. My game yesterday, Hayden Youth took on Groundhoppers from the OBD SFL, an all-OBD SFL tie in the, in the Kent Sunday Cup. And I've got to say, this was a really enjoyable game. Probably the game I've enjoyed the most all season. Um, pure football, from two teams, I knew what I was going to get. They're two good teams. Hayden, no problems whatsoever. And Groundhoppers, uh, similar. Uh, never had a problem with Warren and the lads and James and his team yesterday uh, were, were excellent. It was an end-to-end game. Uh, Hayden probably skinned it. Uh, probably, um, probably earned, they probably deserved the goal in the first 15, 20 minutes. They really did use their left-sided forward or winger really well. We cut into the box lots of times. And they just couldn't convert, couldn't get that final ball and convert the shot or, or the pass or whatever. Um, and they were disappointed with that. I think that was the tail of the tape for them. They just didn't have that cutting edge up front. Uh, Groundhoppers 
uh, getting the one, getting the one goal in the second half. Um, in the last minute of the game, a silly rush challenge uh, by the groundhoppers um, player meant he got a red card. Uh, excessive fall, steamed into the tackle, was high, stud showing. Probably, probably two or three red cards in in the one tackle. Um, a bad one, really. Uh, the players accepted it, um, and yeah, uh, they hung on in the end. In in the added time, uh, one nil to groundhoppers. Going with the going with the divisional difference. But Hayden uh, making a good account of themselves uh, against the groundhoppers, uh, looking really good in their new kit. It must be said, Warren and the lads are always a pleasure to referee. Uh, and yesterday, Hayden were too. So thank you so much for both teams representing uh, the OBDSFL in the Kent County Cup um, tremendously. It was brilliant. No other yellow cards or anything, just one red card for that, till it's that silly tackle. Um, so yeah, um, a good game. And no one was hurt, luckily, from the bad tackle. Um, other results uh, Long Lane from the OBDSFL taste defeat uh, by Barnhurst from, from Westfer um, a team in the Junior Cup actually that no one would really want to face Barnhurst on a real good run of form 5-3 uh, they win uh, Long Lane may feel we've, we've seen their results Jamie over the last few weeks they seem to be getting through games on penalties or by the skin of their teeth after going down uh, in the game and fighting back um, I don't think that you can do that as you reach the later rounds of these um, Kent Cups or, or County Cups, you're not going to be able to give teams a head start. No, you can. But um, <clears throat> it's a great result for Van Hoest, obviously, we know what they're about. But I, I, I would have fancied one when they win that. So I know they've been winning games but far from full strength. So, um, yeah, I don't know maybe if they were even shorter on people yesterday or if they just, yeah, they just couldn't get the results. So, um, yeah. I think they've got bigger fish to fry now, though, um, in the league. I think that might be their focus. I'm sure they want to get out of Division One as soon as soon as they can. Uh, they they're they're amongst it, so yeah, maybe dropping out of a county cup won't do them any harm at all. But well done to Barnes. That's a great win. Um, Phoenix Sports three destroy um, Royal Southwark four nil with a beauty. One of the goals as well they put on social media, uh, an absolute uh, beauty. Royal Southwark again. Pretty probably like Long Lane, but for different reasons. Uh, probably happy to concentrate on their league form. They've got a they've got a relegation to fight off. I think Royal Southwark they're in big trouble this season. Uh, Sydney Sports from Division One win three 0 against AFC Sean. I believe they're from the North Kent League. Uh, Sydney Sports having a really really good season. I think uh, my my prediction for them to win Division One could only potentially be halted by. The likes of Long Lane. Uh, it's going to be a real good fight between them two. Uh, Westrum got their game given to them uh, by Bromley Green. They didn't get played uh, in a Kent Sunday trophy. Crayford Arrows Reserves lost 3-1 to Sutton Dynamo. Um, I don't know where Sutton Dynamo play, uh, but Crayford Arrows Reserves, Jamie, will be disappointed with that. They're, they're a good little team, as we've seen on many occasions. Yeah, they are, but I'm looking at Sutton Dynamo could be a youth team, so it might well just been a talented bunch of youngsters up against them, um, which if you're running chasing them about all day, it's not fun. So and they'll be disappointed, um, but yeah, it's called football. You don't turn up on the day, and then you're likely to lose, especially, as you say, when you get to these rounds where most of the kind of shitty teams are gone. So yeah. you're always going to have a tough tie. Agreed. Uh, in the Sunday Junior Trophy, Hayes and Pickhurst back to scorelines. We've become accustomed to seeing them get 5-0 against a very good team in the AFC Bexley from Westfer. Um, Hayes and Pickhurst scoring five. A very pleasing win for them, I imagine. AFC Bexley have been in good form 
Hayes and Pickhurst form, not so much, but they're getting wins. Um, they'll be looking to use that uh, to propel themselves into good form and momentum for the rest of the season, Jamie, because a good team like Hayes and Pickhurst um, shouldn't fizzle out. They should try and keep that momentum going uh, because they did, they really did overachieve by getting to the Vic Farrow Cup final last year. Uh, and, and they'll be, they should be looking uh, to do well in the cup competitions again. Yeah, I agree. I think obviously they've been stuttering a little bit, maybe just getting used to the, the step up that they've had. But um, it's obviously all clicked again for them yesterday, as you said, beating a very good team uh, comfortably. So, I mean, all the firepower that they showed would be so in play. So, yeah. Um, yeah, good to see them back to being what we were expecting. Yeah, well done uh, to the Hazen Pickers, lads. Uh, Peckham Rye, our, our Gibbs' own Peckham Rye, uh, played Woosh from the OBDSFL. Uh, and after a three-all draw in 90 minutes, I bet that all extra time actually in the Kent Cups. Um, ex- after extra time, three-all, uh, Peck and Rye go through 5-3 on penalties. I think that shows what a good team Woosh are. We know that uh, Gibbs' guys, Peck and Rye, are no mugs. We know the t- players they've got in there, Jamie. Um, so for Woosh to take Peck and Rye free- to three-all and penalties, at least that gives us some picture that they are a decent side. Absolutely, I mean, narrowly missing out in lottery of penalties. So, yeah, taking Peckham all the way to through uh, ninety minutes to extra time for a team that's a division below, if you would say, um, yeah. so just shows you yeah, that. Wish I've got a bit about them, and yeah, they've definitely got enough to certainly push to go up at least one division. Yeah, unlucky to Wish, but obviously well done to Gibbs. We'll say that in person when in the uh, Westford section. Uh, two more games, Springhead Park. Uh, first uh, win 2-0 against Phoenix Sports 4. Uh, a disappointing result again for Phoenix Sports 4. That's a that's a, two losses uh, with a win in the middle. Um, they beat someone comfortably last weekend. A disappointing loss for them in the County Cup. Again, perhaps they'll feel domestically in the OBDSFL. They've got bigger fish to fry in terms of league titles and promotions. Uh, they may be happy to miss out on the Kent Cup this year. Who knows? I don't want to put words in their mouth, but a very good win. Uh, for Springhead Park, they can't be any mugs if they've beaten um, Phoenix Sports 4. Kept them to a clean sheet, kept a clean sheet against them as well. Very good result. Uh, and the Warren uh, played South Durhamth uh, and won 4-2. So OBDSFL um, representation aplenty in the junior trophy. Uh, a good win for them. Jamie, I'll see you on the other side for the predictions. Cheers. Next up is the Southern Sunday prediction section uh, with me, myself and Graham going through our four games of the week. Um, one cup game and three league games to talk about this week. Uh, the cup game is involving two top teams in the uh, Southern Sunday Sporting Continental uh, from the Prem, currently sitting second in the Prem, taking on Carpet, currently sitting fourth in the Championship uh, but just one loss to their name. Uh, a few. Uh, they've got a game in hand on the top team that keeps them in contention. Um, this is going to be an intriguing fixture. Graham, I'm just going to have a quick look through some of the stats because this is the way we we try and formulate our predictions on the podcast. It's not always easy. Sporting Continental season so far, eight games played, uh, six wins and two losses. Um, a plus 30 goal difference, 40 scored in eight games is brilliant. That's five goals a game by the power of maths. Uh, and they're conceding one goal a game on average. 
18 points from their eight games so far. Their last three wins, or last three games have been wins, should I say. Uh, a 3-0 win against an improved Westminster Wanderers first this weekend. We hear the goalkeeper may have been sent off in the first, in early doors for Westminster Wanderers, but still Sporting Continental got the job done. Um, a 12-0 win the week before that against the struggling Lazio. Um, Sporting Continental have the tendency to do that to Lazio, though. That's not a strange scoreline for them against um against Lazio and champions Clapham Rovers dispatched comfortably uh, 4-1 the week the third game uh, before that so yeah wins are plenty for Sporting Continental uh, a slow start to the season uh, really was uh, against Swag they lost 4-3 second game of the season uh, and Westminster Wanderers beat them 4-2 earlier in the year so that shows the improvement in the Sporting Continental boys this week Graham yeah, no, I agree. Um, I, I think almost being knocked out of the London Cup early as well, I think has done them quite a good favour. I, I can't ever remember a Sporting Continental team that have played eight games by the um, end of November. So I think that's really good, um, good form from them. And I think, you know, with, with they, they normally have this backlog of fixtures at the end of the season. Maybe they're going to get a bit of a longer extended summer this year because they're going to get their games in on time. That would be um, that would be quite nice. Um, but they, but they do. They do seem to be benefiting from having that regular consistency of getting getting their games played. So, um, yeah, I, I liked this tie when it first came out in the draw. I really did like this tie. Carpet, their uh, form this season: five games played. New boys, don't forget this year straight into the championship. Uh, teams rarely given that that higher an entry point uh, in the Southern Sunday. So high praise indeed from the person that writes the constitution. Uh, well, they the would league. have been Met Prem or they would have been the Met top division, wouldn't they? So um, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to get any criticism on no, that. No, no, no. They're holding their own anyway. Five games played, three wins, one draw and a loss. Uh, 16 goals in five games is decent. Over three a game. Uh, they might not be too happy with their goal difference though. Nine against in, in five games. That's about a lot, two, isn't it? two goals a game. So they're winning games 3-2 on average, which I guess they'll be quite happy with. Um, but yeah, they need to address those leaky goals and again, uh, leaky defence and against Sporting Continental. Uh, you need to be watertight at the back to, to get wins. Um, their last three games, uh, a 3-2 loss last weekend against Wheatsheaf, struggling Wheatsheaf, 3-2. Um, a big win for Wheatsheaf that. They beat South London Giants 6-0 on the 23rd of October uh, and beat London Ravens um, 3-2. What uh, a good little team carpet are. Oh, a couple of blip, couple of blips there, losing to Venezia Dons in the yeah. Marcus Lipton. But that's the magic of the Marcus Lipton I mean, it's Lipton a rotten cup. draw for them, this Sporting Continental. They could be out of both cups, essentially, by the end of November. Um, that would be a tremendous shame, but could go in their advantage in terms of their uh, promotion aspirations. They just knuckle down to the league games. Um, depends what way you want to look at it. couple of wobbles on their way so far this season, carpet. Uh, you may expect that finding their feet in a new league, unfamiliar grounds that they probably haven't played at before. Uh, some probably a bit of extra travel that they wouldn't have had to do uh, in the Met League. Um, so you're giving them up to now to find their feet. They're, they're not out of it by any stretch of the imagination. League-wise, this is their biggest test to date in the league. No doubt They're clearly a good it. side, aren't they, Andy? Clearly, they're clearly a good a side. Good side. Yeah. Very much so. They, you don't beat London Ravens if you're not a good side. Um, but Graham, this... It feels like this is an easy one to predict. You have to go with Sporting Continental, the higher place team in form. 
the pedigree, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's a cup game, so it's a free yeah. swing for carpet. They go yeah. into this with absolutely zero pressure. Um, they'll be up for it. They'll raise their game for this. I mean, this is, this is the sort of team. This is probably one of the reasons why they joined the Southern Sun, because they want to play the likes of Sporting Continental on a regular basis. And I think what this is potentially going to tell us is the difference between the standard now at the top of the or near the top of the Prem, essentially, to the standard near the top of the championship. And kind of, we already know that because Sporting Continental have just made that transition. Carpet will want to do exactly what Sporting Continental have just done. So, Carpet want to be where Sporting Continental currently are. Yeah. And this is a great little uh, litmus test, isn't it, to uh, to get a bit of a, a measure um, and, and find out where, where they're at. So, yeah, free hit, free swing, cup game, no pressure. Both teams will be up for it. Good game on, good game. Two, two good football inside. So Agreed. Football, should be the, football should be the winner. Football will definitely be the winner. Um, I do, however, worry that Carpet have conceded far too many goals in the league uh, at championship level. Um, so I can see Sporting Continental exploiting that. And I know they, they only goals. put three past Westminster yesterday against 10 men for 75 minutes. So mm. who knows what's going to happen on any given week? It's Football's a funny old game, isn't it? It is. I am, however, backing Hugo and the lads. I don't know if Hugo's playing at the moment, um, but Carpet would have done their homework. They've got dozens and hundreds of videos of Sporting Continental to watch. How much they've changed from some of those videos, who knows? Uh, but Carpet would have done their homework, I imagine, Sporting Continental, well-known around um, the Sunday League YouTube scene. Um, but I'm still backing Sporting Continental to win 4-1. They're in, good, go. solid, they're in good form. Solid prediction. There you go. League 3 is the next game. Uh, a Magpie recruitment back to something resembling uh, their best over recent weeks. Um, big wins in the County Cup yesterday for Magpie. If you were listening out for their results, don't forget we don't get the county results uh, in the Southern Sunday section. They play Dara FC. Dara getting the perfect result yesterday against Ribblesdale. Eight two winners. Um, but Graham, the the uh, you were saying earlier about the goal difference for Rib uh, for Dara. It's a bit mad. Um, it's a bit mad. The Magpie recruitment season so far, five played, four wins uh, and one loss. Um, handily, easily dispatched of by ones who beat and ones with... Uh, ones with Warriors. Ones with Warriors. Was that in the league? It wasn't in the league, was it? It was a cup game. Who did they lose in the league to? Dara, no. Uh, I'm looking now. Uh, Dara, yeah. Dara, oh, 6 1 in a couple of weeks, a few weeks ago. So yeah. Dara beat them 6 1 uh, in the league. So that is uh, that is an interesting, what a good game this is. That's why you picked it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's too early. I told you it's too early. I just went on a, comp- <laughs> a brain fart <laughs> no. there for a second. I'm thinking, sorry, so I dry. couldn't quite work out the question that you were asking me. Yeah. My brain just wouldn't process it for a while. I'm thinking to myself, what's going on here? Yeah. Right. This is this is intriguing then. So the last three results for Magpie recruitment, a 13-1 uh, win against East Putney in the league, don't forget, or in Southern Sunday competitions, 13-1 winners uh, on the 13th against East Putney. Uh, they won 8-0 on the 16th of October. So not a league game played there for a month is, 
is crazy with their cup. Annoying. Exploits. Yeah. Uh, eight nil winners against club football Val. And back at the beginning of October, the last time these two teams met, Dara won 6-1 against uh, Magpie Recruitment. At the time, Magpie were on a, twen- a two-game, 25 goals, goal-scoring exploits. Dara kept them uh, to one and scored six in response. Dara, as we keep saying, Graham, are no joke at all on their day, a top side. Dara's season so far, they're sixth in the division. Magpie recruitment third. Dara have played seven. They've won three, lost three, and drawn one. A, <laughs> <Mixed> plus, <bag. laughs> a plus nine goal difference for the Dara boys. Probably looking uh, like a mid-table team at the moment. They've played a, they've played amongst the most games as well, so not much room for them to play catch-up. They're going to re- have to rely on beating the teams above them uh, to claw them back. Their last three games have been an 8-2 win uh, against Rivalsdale Rovers, um, a one-all draw. And Graham, this just encapsulates Dara's season so far. The third game before that was a 9-5 defeat to, Bar- to Valen yep. Mariners. So an yep. 8-2 win sandwiched um, with a 9-5, a 9-5 loss uh, and a one-all draw in the middle. I mean, how, that's, that's just their season in a nutshell. I agree. <laughs> crazy, crazy. But don't forget, not too long ago, uh, six weeks ago, they did have the better uh, of Magpie recruitment. And with that 8-2 win in their back pocket this week, they're certainly turning up um, to Magpie recruitment in um, full confidence and full, fully capable uh, of getting points against Magpie, but will they do it, Graham? Interesting. So both teams have scored between them 67 goals in 12 games. Gives yeah. an average of, well, five, five and a half goals. Yep. I would suggest if this is not going to be a game for defences. This is going to be ridiculous. I think there's going to be goals, goals, goals. Magpie are going to concede. Dara are definitely going to concede. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where, where are you going to go? Where are oh, you? Do you know go what? Do you know what I'm going to do? You're you're not. I'm going to go eight two to Magpie. No, you can't yes. do that. Yes, I'm doing it. I've done no, it. No, you can't do that. <laughs> I've done it. I've bloody done it. Oh my god, you can't do that. <laughs> That's terrible. Let's see what happens. That they, is. They won't let well. Me you're dicing with death with that scoreline. Uh, Dara will be fuming with you. They'll be absolutely yeah. fuming. Well, in that case, I can only apologise to Magpie Recruitment. <laughs> yeah, I um, mean, you can see goals. I mean, it, I, I don't know. It's it's clearly going to be tighter than that. It's not going to be eight two. Um, uh, I, I'll definitely be buying you more than one pint at Christmas <laughs> if it is um, eight two. Um, it's going to be closer. It's going to be a five four or six five or. Yeah, there's going to be goals and it's going to be closer than that, I think. Okay. Well, don't let me down, Magpie. If you do win 8-2, you're welcome to come along. Francis is welcome to come along to mine and Graham's Christmas drinks and uh, and I'll get you a, a, a pint of Guinness or something to celebrate an 8-2 win. And that's my prediction. And Does I'm he drink sti- Guinness? I don't know. I've never, I've never uh, he's met him a, in person. He, no, no, he, he likes a red wine. Uh, okay. I, I, I happen to know that he likes a red wine. <laughs> well, uh, eight to my prediction. Uh, but yeah, could easily be. At, you really have lost the plot. Well, 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 it's clearly been a long weekend. At the worst, at the worst, it's playing percentages for a Magpie recruitment win. If they yes. win eight, if they win eight one or or one nil, I'll still get a point. If they win eight but, two, but you'll cry. Let's see what happens. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll anyway, great game, great game, <laughs> very good game. Painters community. 
against top deck is the next game. Uh, and that is a Division 4, a League 4, JSF Plumbing and Heating League 4. Thank you. Third fixture. time attempt. You got it right. There I pulled go. up the Argentina boys the other day. <laughs> League 5. I always have to put that little asterisk in there. Uh, this is a really good game. Painters against Top Deck. Top Deck with a good win against Mortlake, uh, making that threesome, as you say, uh, Graham, at the top of League 4. Uh, so condensed. Uh, all three teams at the top, all on seven games played. At one point separating third and top. They are playing each other this week. Top deck getting the win last weekend uh, in the league against Mortlake, push, get, putting them in that top three. Uh, and uh, Painters winning comfortably uh, in the Marcus Lipton Cup against Rosendale Sports. But Graham, this game puts together two teams, as I say, in this promotion fight. There's no two ways about it. Painters season so far, seven games played, five wins and two losses. 24 goals scored, 16 against, um, not setting the world alight at the back. So to concede in two a game, uh, a plus eight goal difference. Um, top deck, uh, similar sort of similar goal difference, plus 10. They've scored 20 in seven. So three goals conceded, uh, scored a game and against 10. So a bit more, a bit more tight at the back. One goal a game conceded on average. Um, four wins, two draws and a loss their record in the league painters last three games as i said a minute ago 4-1 win against rosendale sports in the cup um, a league four win against q antigua one nil uh, and a 7-2 win against southside united the game before that uh, a couple of walkovers and postponed games in the middle there but on the pitch painters community in a very good um place Top deck, their last three games. A good win against AFC Mortlake, 2-1. Um, a one-all draw against Sporting Wep. Um, and they lost in the Marcus Lipton Cup to London Ravens firsts at the end of October. Mixed bag of results for both teams over the last three. Obviously, Painters going into this game. Top of the pile and uh, in good form, Graham. Um, but I think that goes out the window in this type of game. Both teams will know what they need to do. They know a win. Um, is a massive step in this in this title race. If you lose against each of these three teams, losing against each other really does will cause them to lose um, some foothold in this um, in this race, won't it? So Top Deck played them quite early on in the season. I think they played them second game back in September and lost four two. That's the only defeat that Top Deck have had in that division, and they've yeah. been they've had to get out of jail free card for the fact that Painters, whilst they haven't drawn, they've lost a couple of games. So Top Deck have clawed their way back in, shown a real good run of form and, and a lot of consistency there to, to get themselves right back in the race. So fair play to Top Deck um, for that. Um, I, I don't really think, to be honest, the first result has got too much bearing on kind of the outcome of this match. I think both teams are going to be quite desperate for the win with the extra point that painters have got psychologically, if they can then get the win, that's four clear yeah. top deck will then have to get points in two games and painters will obviously have to drop points in, in two games. So the, the, the pressure then I think would then kind of go towards um, top deck. Yep. We know that um, painters are, are, are a good side. You know, we know about their cup pedigree. They, they've got experience. They played big games as did Top Deck, obviously, in a, in a final last year. So we've got two really good footballing sides, two really experienced sides, two sides that are scoring goals, two sides that are in form, two sides that have got promotion and title aspirations. And putting that all together, 
I, I think this is going to be a very, very close contested, very, very tight game. Um, it's going to be a mistake or it's going to be a bit of brilliance or th- that's going to be the difference. It's going to yeah. be nip and tuck. Agreed. I'm just leaning towards Painters community just with the form that they're in, uh, hitting form at the right time for this type of game, uh, sitting top of the pile. I do worry that they concede too many goals. That could be top decks way in. It could. I'm going to go 2-1 for Painters community, but I would not be surprised to see a 2-1 the other way. Yeah, I agree. It's 50-50. Uh, yeah, t- yeah, very 50-50. But just form uh, just form and uh, league position at the moment uh, just help making me lean towards Painters community. Um, 2-1 is my I final think top prediction. deck after the win against Mortlake yesterday. They, I mean, that's two big back-to-back games. I think they'll go into it full of confidence, full of confidence. Um, if Mortlake could, uh, sorry, if Top Deck could get the win, um, my goodness me, that'd be a very profitable two weeks beating your near, near two rivals. If they then didn't go on to go and get promotion after back-to-back wins against them two teams, I think they'd be really disappointed in themselves. Yeah, this is this is almost a season-defining uh, game. For it's top, only 14 for games in the division because it's a short division, so... So they're already halfway through the season, aren't they? So, yeah, not not um, not much margin for error, um, yeah. unless you are going to be relying on the likes of Southside United, who should be doing better. Q Antigua taking points. Parthenope, you know, we know how unpredictable they can be. Might be a draw there or two. Uh, Junction League <laughs> seconds and even Sporting Web, you know, those teams all have the capability of taking points off of the top yeah. three. Um, That's such but, an even... Division. It's quite at, an even division. It is yeah. quite an even division. I do think the likes of Parth and Oak Q and Southside, I do think really they should be doing better than what they are. I think they've all had below par seasons by their own standards. A few games of to catch up on for Parth and Oak and even, yep. even Q Antigua are two or three games behind the other teams. So plenty of work to do for the teams in that division, but lots of football to be played. Last but not least, um, a bit of a classic um, Southern Sunday fixture this for lower placed lower division teams. Mundi LB and Rosendale Sports fought out division uh, eight last eight, season. League eight. League, sorry, League eight last season. I'm not doing it on purpose, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> uh, they both fought out the title last season. Uh, Mundi LB uh, came up trumps and they lifted uh, the League eight title last year. Uh, Rosendale Sports promoted. Uh, with Mundial to League 7. Uh, we've thrown Sheen Park into the mix this year uh, to make that an absolutely outstanding trio of teams for such um, for lower division in the Southern Sunday. Three quality teams. Um, we've seen, uh, we've, we see these two teams, Mundial B and Rosendale Sports first, brought together this week. Um, and to make it even harder for our predictors, both teams completely unbeaten this year. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Mundial are the home team. Are the home, are the home team, though. I don't know about home advantage in Sunday league football, but Mundial season so far, six played, six wins, 36 scored and four conceded. You can't do much more than score six game and concede less than one. Uh, plus 32 goal difference for Mundial B this season, 18 points. They could not have done anything more That is is flawless. It was fantastic. Uh, Rosendale, they've played four games, four wins, 17 scored. So what's that? About four four a game uh, and conceded five. So about one a game, obviously working on averages, slightly uh, inferior 
to Mundial B. It's these margins that we might have to look at to predict these games. Plus yeah, 12 yeah, yeah. goal difference for uh, Rosendale. Uh, 12 out of 12 points. It doesn't get any better than that. Mundial B's last few games have been a 3-1 win over Egg Fried Roos, an 8-0 win over Sporting South, um, and a 7-0 win over Egg Fried Roos. So not been, with all due respect to their opposition, the last three games, they haven't really been tested. Let's be honest, that those three teams, we'd expect those wins from Mundial B, but they've still gone out and done the job in a professional manner. No goals, no goals conceded there in their last three games. Oh, one goal conceded in the last three. Yeah. Uh, they did have the perfect result against ACT Arantes of 8-2 uh, <laughs> at the end at the end of September. <laughs> but you're just looking at their league fixtures there. One, one, three goals, four goals conceded, but they've only conceded one goal in the league since uh, since early October. Absolutely imperious at, in, at front and back for Mundial. R- Rosendale's last three. Uh, they lost this week to Painters Community. No harm done there to their season whatsoever. Um, I know they'll be disappointed to get knocked out of the cup, but Painters are a team in form too. Um, their last game won on the pitch was fourth was a 4-3 win against Barnstormers in the middle of October. Uh, and before that, they dispatched of um, Syndicate 5-1. Uh, other league results, uh, they started the season with an 8-1 win against Olympic Mayonnaise. So Rosendale having a good season in the league, 100%. They've been knocked out of cups or lost in cups against higher placed um, opposition. Uh, so no, no shame uh, for them for that. Graham, this is hard to call. Yeah, It's just going to be the team that can outshoot the other one. Uh, everything's pointing towards a Mundial B win. Uh, in this one, but Rosendale and Mundial, there's something about this game uh, that just throws up um, surprises. And do you do you give Rosendale any chance in this one? Oh, 100% I give them a chance. 100% I give them a chance. You're absolutely right. The indicators all do point to that Mondial win um, for several reasons, really. You know, in terms of the firepower, in terms of the number of goals conceded, uh, the fact that, you know, they've got 18 points on the board. They've already played six. They're doing well in the cup competitions. They'll be absolutely buzzing and full of confidence. But at the backs of their minds, they might remember the semi-final that they um, lost to Rosendale last yeah. year, where Rosendale went on to the went on to the final. Uh, that may be in the back of their mind. And, <laughs> you know, we, we know that that these, these two teams, you know, they're both unbeaten. Confidence is going to be high. I think you're right to point out that I don't think the Painters' result for Rosendale this weekend is going to have any difference at all. Um, both teams know each other pretty much inside and out. Um, I just think, you know, obviously one of the 100% records is going to go. There's yep. so much at stake here. I just think this is just a proper football game in just every sense of the word. And yep. I'd love to be refereeing this game. I'd absolutely love to be yeah. refereeing it, but I'm not, um, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, boys. They're probably thinking, yes, he's not doing it. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd make Mondial slight favourites. I'd probably go, I might go with a Brexit, Brexit referendum 52-48. I think it's that, I think it's that close. Uh, right. So I've got some thinking to do. Uh, I I can't see beyond the Mundial B win. I must You're say. definitely going for a Mondial win, aren't you? Definitely. How 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 big do I think the win's going to be, though? Or not, as the case may be. I'm going to go three three one to Mundial B. Is my is my prediction? Okay, I can see where you're going with that. I just think it's that they're going to outshoot. 
uh, Rosendale Sports on Sunday. But it's going to be a blinding game. It's going to be um, a good game. Hopefully the weather's kind uh, and these games survive because our our predictions from last weekend were decimated, weren't they, by the um, by the weather yesterday? And as, and as you say that, I'm looking out the window and of course <laughs> it's absolutely piddling down on top of what already wrecked pitches from yesterday. Yeah, so that's one day where no one's going to get on the pitches to do any work. Not a great start. No, uh, but that's, you know, we live in hope. Uh, but if should the game go ahead, I'm going to go 3-1 to Mundial B against Rosendale Sports. Um, good luck to all the teams now. Games. Let's, let's have a quick scan through the fixtures uh, before we finish this section. You'll hear one more Southern Sunday section later on in the podcast. That will be round three of the Silk Grassroots Marcus Lipton Cup draw. But let's get through. Let's have a look at some of the fixtures. Clapham Rovers taking on uh, Westminster first in the Grand Dodd, the Supreme Trophies Grand Dodd Premier Division. That's a good game. Uh, in the Championship, Bath Old Boys against Cosmos. Bath Old Boys looking much more like their old selves uh, and Cosmos sadly looking much like their old selves in the league as well. Not very, uh, not really doing the business um, in the match arc. Tony Eldridge Championship in League One. Uh, some the good games there. Barking Mad against Wimbledon Wolves uh, and Brixton Town. Kudos first is a good game. Uh, also, Wimbledon Commoners, Batsy Dogs, two teams winning last weekend, uh, bringing their form from Cups into uh, League One. That could be a good game. In League Two, Harbour take on Ham- Hampton Terriers in a return of the League Three. Uh, title Fighters, uh, diff- contrasting um contrasting seasons yeah. so far I've that would just have seen... made games of the week last season yeah it's it's a it's a hampton terriers win uh all day long on the for the predictors this week if that happened it's at dulledge sports so perhaps that game won't be going ahead if we're, <laughs> if we're <laughs> 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 definitely not norton taking on real dundonald that could be a massacre uh putney paces against atletico buble buble beaten uh, handsomely by our very own handsome uh, correspondent Dan Vila uh, uh, this weekend in the County Cup. So they'll be looking to get back uh, to winning ways against the struggling Putney Pacers. Um, St Andrews Chiswick develop- de- development will be a massacre. Pray tough, for Chiswick. Development for Chiswick. <laughs> uh, we've spoken about the big game in League Three yesterday. Uh, today, should I say, Magpie recruitment taking on Dara first, but Parklife be in good form themselves, taking on Wandsworth Warriors, another good game. Good game, that one, yeah. Yeah, in League 3. And League 3 strugglers, Ribblesdale taking on League 3 strugglers, Merton Athletic yep. is another intriguing fixture. Loads of good games this week. Uh, in League yeah, four, they'll probably be off. It's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> we spoke about the game in League 4, Painters top deck, but also have uh, Parth and Ope Junction Elite seconds, which is a good game. In League 5, uh, Junction Elite... Uh, West, Westminster Wanderers thirds against Bluebirds, a good game. Poplar Rovers taking on Northcote, LMT, Clapham, uh, Clapham Common. Games that we need, uh, games that will both teams need a win in that one. Uh, Ram, winners of our games result of the week, I think, like this weekend. Was it this weekend they won it? It was, wasn't it? They celebrated from the pub. They did. <laughs> whether uh, that was a recycled photo or whether yeah, that was genuinely so. live I think so. they might have been pulling your leg there to be honest <laughs> I think so too uh, but against Putney 11 though but well done boys on that one uh, in League 6 Junction League thirds taking on UBL CFC uh, that would be a good game in League 7 the best game we've spoken about Mundial B against Rosendale uh, but also two teams grasping uh, look four teams will need a win Olympic Mayonnaise Sporting South's a good game and Syndicate ACT Arantes another good game 
Um, League Seven, as we Graham mentioned earlier in, in the other section, Egg Fried Roost. Re- uh, reward for winning 8-1 this weekend is a visit from Sheen Park <laughs> He's kind that fixture secretary, <laughs> isn't he? It keeps teams honest, at least, and keeps teams' uh, feet firmly on the ground. Absolutely. Uh, a League 8 blinder uh, this weekend. Deportivo uh, against Masvida is a good game. Uh, Peckham Cosmos this season uh, is back on track. They play East Putney this weekend, looking to get their first win of the season against an erratic uh, East Putney now. It must erotic. be sick. <laughs> Better than not. being erotic, I suppose. <laughs> they probably see themselves as erotic on a Saturday I'm, night out. Let's not even go there. Uh, League Nine, uh, Bruce Battersea against SW Lions, a good game. Uh, Tyne and Thames against Old Freemans. Old Freemans defeated by a lark called City this weekend. Tyne and Thames looking to get back to winning ways too. Uh, London Dynamos against Renegades in League 10, the best division in the Southern Sunday. Two teams looking for wins. Uh, Wanderers against Exonians, undoubtedly the game of the day in League 10. Uh, two teams with title aspirations. Exonians will not want um, their celebrations to uh, to end this weekend after a brilliant Marcus Lipton Cup win. Exonians will not want to uh, get will lose this one. They'll be desperate to keep the momentum going. Junction Elite under 23s play South London Pekin. Um, Clapham Wanderers, St Matthew's Project first is a real good Marcus Lipton Cup game. Uh, that will be goals uh, and goals and goals. Chairman Cup fixtures, Mortlake, Old Town, uh, Venezia Dons, Parklife first. Can Venezia Dons cause a cup set in the Chairman's Cup? Let's see. Uh, in the Frank Blundstone Cup, we've already spoken about uh, Sporting Continental Carpet, but London Ravens take on Putney firsts uh, from the Prem. That's a good game. Uh, and Lazio West Norwood is a game that's very hard to call this week. Graham, fantastic fixtures. What are your games this weekend? So I'm I'm refereeing non-Southern Sunday game this weekend. I am refereeing in the Surrey Sunday Intermediate Cup and I am refereeing Albion against Putney Town, an all-championship tie in the Surrey Cup. So I'm looking okay. forward to that one. That would be a very good game. Intermediate as well. Nice level, Nice appointment for you. Uh, well, the thing is, is, you know, I'm a Surrey referee and we've got very few Surrey referees on the game. So it's quite difficult for the Surrey FA because of our catchment area to get referees to do games. But what I don't like doing is if a Southern Sunday team goes against a non-Southern Sunday team, of course, they all know me by, by name. I'm happy to be called by my name rather than ref on the pitch. And I always think then there's some sort of affiliation that I'm going to be biased which obviously I'm not. No. So I kind of got a bit of an agreement with the Surrey FA that if I'm kind of free and available, if it's two Southern Sunday teams, like I did Clapham Wanderers and Buble yesterday, I don't mind refereeing all Southern Sunday games. Yeah, I'm not going to get that same ac- uh, accusation of bias. So that's no. why they've got me next weekend. That's fair enough. Um, Graham, we've still got another section to record. So I'll see I you know you're other- putting me to work today. <laughs> I know I'm going to have to uh, increase my fee. Uh, yeah we'll double your fee this week thank you very much Uh, we'll see you on the other side for the Marcus Lipton third round draw absolutely buzzing for that can't wait so back with Roger again and the Quota Municipal fixtures for Sunday the 27th of November the four games chosen by Roger um, hopefully um, they're all still Going ahead, we'll find out, I guess, as we go through the fixtures. Four good games. First mm-hmm. up, we spoke about them at the end of the first section. Uh, Spartans travelling to London Warriors this week. London Warriors getting a good point against Bosjam in the league. Uh, this week, Spartans getting a cup win uh, against struggling 
Saha. Um, mm. What do we think of this one? I mean, on paper to me, that looks it looks like a textbook Spartans 2-1, 2-0 win. But we've seen how dogged um, London Warriors can be. And they've taken a point against an unbeaten Bosjam. Uh, so yeah. this is a real good game. Yeah. Um, well, I, I've not played London Warriors this season, um, so I, I don't know what they're like. But I've, I've heard from other managers that have played them saying they have they have got some very good players and they, they they are good going forwards. Um, having seen up close and personal Russell's team twice, I think they're a team you can get at. Um, so I don't think they're going to have it all their own way. Nope. <sighs> what am I going to? Uh, I fancy. Warriors to get at least the point in this game, if I'm honest. And I'm probably doing Spartans team talk for him. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to say a draw. I think, yeah, I fancy. I, yeah, I think two, two all draw. Desmond. Tribute to the man himself. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to back a 2 1 Spartans win. It's going to be tight. It's going to be cagey. Mm. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a battle. Uh, Spartans are winning and they're winning regularly. Uh, they're getting through games, not playing well, um, mm-hmm. particularly took, thinking about the Plumsey Cup games recently uh, where Spartans got through on penalties or got through with tight with tight wins. They're winning and they're winning regularly. Uh, yeah. And they seem to be able to get themselves through fixtures. So I'm going to give them the win this week. Uh, but that will be a very good game. Santola against Kaizen um, is the next game. Uh, I didn't go through any of the stats for the last game, so I'm going to do it for this one. Yes, it's my mistake. Apologies. Um, uh, Santola are the team top of Division One. Six games played and six wins, fifteen goals, or uh, fifteen goal difference plus fifteen goal difference, eighteen points. Kaizen have had a good start to the season as well. They've played five. Uh, they've won three, drawn one, and lost one. Much improved from last season, it must be said. Uh, Santola's last three games, a loss in the cup against Gold Coach, and that's them out of the League Challenge Cup. We had them as dark horses. Mm-hmm. And the week before that, they beat South Sea Wanderers 4-0. Uh, and the week before that, they beat AFC Shirley 5-3. So in good form, Santola. They'll be disappointed yep. with that loss against Gold Coaching, but Gold Coaching, the only other unbeaten team in Division 1-2. So they're not a uh, they're no slouches whatsoever. Kaizen. As I said, good start to the season for them. Their last game on the 13th of November, a 3-0 win against Dynamo Duppers. They beat Addington 5-0. Uh, and before that, they won on penalties in a county cup after a 3 all draw. Um, also, they beat Shirley um, 2-0. So they're in good form themselves. Um, they've mm-hmm. been taken into uh, some deep water by some teams. Um, they've had some heavy defeats. They've conceded a few goals, um, Rog. Can you see that? Can you see this one going back towards Santola's way, or do you think that defeat against Gold Coaching in the Cup is as could knock them? I think it could knock them, and I think Kaizen are a team that are capable of taking points with them. Um, I, 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 I just looked at their fixtures, though Kaizen, then, and I, I see. I'm not going to say the teams they beat. Well, I am going to say actually the teams that they beat, you'd expect them to beat. Mm. Um, so. I, yeah, well, the last have, two. They, I know uh, the last two. I know what you mean. You absolutely put your ass on them beating Addington United and Dynamo Duppers in the last two. They've done yeah. that. They've done that comfortably. They beat Shirley, who have been all at Saltis, mm. all at Saltis season. Um, Agreed. 
so I'm just I'm just starting to have my doubts. Like, I'm, you know, I'm I'm in my head. I'm thinking Kai's in a great team. I'm I'm starting to doubt him now. I'm starting to doubt you, Jack. Um, I do think they are capable of of of, of nicking. Uh, so I'm gonna go with a. I'm gonna say a oh, Kaizen win. I'm gonna go with it. Oh, go on. Gonna go over after 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 talking myself out of it. I've gone back in and said Kaizen win. I'm gonna say. I've, I'm gonna say three one to Kaizen. One three. The prediction. Are you sure? Are you sure you want to go with that? You can change it. I'm gonna say all right. I'm gonna say three two. <laughs> I'm gonna say Kaizen. I, I, I like Jack and Kaizen. I like them, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to get him to merge with me. Don't oh, tell okay. anyone. No one listens anyway. Don't worry about no, it. Um, that's true, that's true, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I will never back against Santola this season in League One, in Division One. So I'm going to go for uh, a three-one Santola win. They will bounce back, but Kaizen definitely. Stiff opposition for mm. um, Santola this week. Hopefully the weather is kind to us. Uh, it looks like a very wet week. Yes. Uh, Woodside against AFC Shirley uh, is the next game in Division 1. Uh, Woodside, after five games, have three wins and two losses. Uh, nine points. Sorry, Park Rangers. Division 3 champions, don't forget. Uh, after... They're playing Shirley. Pardon? They're playing Shirley. You said Sorry, Park Rangers. Oh, bollocks. My mistake. Sorry. No, <laughs> no one, as I say, no one listens anyway. Woodside yeah. against Shirley. Uh, Shirley, yeah, 10th in Division 1. Uh, they've played six. They've won one, uh, lost five, minus 22 goal difference. The worst goal difference uh, in the league mm. um, at the moment. Um, Woodside's last three. A yep. win against Surrey Park Rangers. That's what that's what was in my head. They will beat uh, Surrey Park Rangers uh, this weekend. Just gone three one comprehensive, nil nil at half time and done the business in the second half three one. They lost to Santola the week before at the end of October. Should I say the game before that and got knocked out of the county cup. Woodside left to concentrate on um, their quarter municipal games only this season. Uh, AFC Shirley their last few games a six two defeat. To Albo on the 13th of November. On the 6th of November, lost to Santola. Uh, and they lost 7-0 in a county cup against Cage United. No, neither team really in fantastic uh, form. None, no one's setting the world alight at the moment. You put Woodside in as favourites because Shirley yep. seemed to be uh, leaking goals. And Woodside, that's their strength, scoring yep. or it has been. Um I know you know Shirley more than more than most of mm-hmm. the people listening to the podcast. We know on their day um, that, that they are a good team. If they get their best yep. 11 out, if they get their best 14, 15 out, then they're going to be a handful for anyone. Um, but they don't seem to be doing that, Rog. Do you give, no. them, do you give them any hope against Woodside? Um, normally I'd say no. I think it's surely going to get up for any game this season. I think it's going to be against Woodside. Um, I'm not saying there's any any rivalry with it. Woodside have just taken arguably Shirley's best player. Um, you know, there's, there's 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 some friends amongst the two teams. So I think if Shirley are going to want to get up for any game, it's going to want to be against Woodside. Yep. So I do think they're going to they'll they'll make a good game of this. Are they going to have enough to beat Woodside? <sighs> I don't know. If I say no, then they're going to. 
come for me, Shirley. <laughs> um, I'll have Alan straight on the phone. Oh, I've got to be sensible here because points are on points are on offer, Alan. And yeah. I'm going to apologise profusely. You're only one ahead. You're only one point exactly, ahead of me. Exactly. And I've, I might have just shot myself in the foot by backing Kaizen. So I've got to say Woodside. Unfortunately, I'm going to say Woodside are just going to nick this. I think there'll be goals in this. Um, Shirley have conceded quite a few. I'll say 4-3 to Woodside. 4-3. I'll go yeah. a similar scoreline. I'm going to go 4-2 to, to Woodside. Um, Shirley, uh, let's have a look. See if we can uh, have a look how many goals they've actually conceded. Uh, 28 goals conceded in six games. So that's nearly five, nearly five a game on average. Yeah. Only scoring, only scoring one goal a game as well. So everything's pointing towards a big, a big defeat for mm. um, Shirley. The only thing going against, going for him is Woodside are only averaging two a game. So yeah. They've conceded over one a game as well. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a good game. It will be gold. There will be goals in it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go four two to Woodside on this one. Apologies to the Quid and Perlo for those two <laughs> predictions uh, this week. Uh, <laughs> last but not least for the Quid and Municipal Games, Huxley Guards taking on Fulton Heath Rangers. Um, both teams hurting from uh, losses this weekend. Just gone. Huxley Guards heavily defeated by mm. Albo United eight two, as we said in the first section. Fulton Heath Rangers narrowly missing out to South London Royals 3-2 last week in their game. Um, if Fulton Heath, I, I feel like we're going to be saying this every week, Rog, if Fulton Heath Rangers get their all the lads out, the, the firepower there is ridiculous. Huxley guards, yep. there's no way that if Fulton Heath get all their players out that um, Huxley guards can cope with that firepower. Yep. Um, we've seen Fulton Heath winning 4-0, 5-0, 6-0. We've seen them getting defeated 4 0, 5 0, 6 0. Uh, big yep. score lines like that, either way for them. Um, I'll predict first this week, mm -hmm. uh, this game, because you've done the first three. I've, I'm going to go for a 5 a five 1 Fulton East Rangers win. Yeah. That's fair. But, that's but, that is, but that's, we always assume that the best team, the best lineup for those teams are going to be put out on a Sunday morning. Um, yeah. We give Huxley guards a fighting chance. They, they're enjoying their football much more in Division 2. Mm -hmm. um, but my prediction based on Fulton Heath, having all that firepower available to them on Sunday uh, and them doing the business, can you see anything different? Uh, I'd love to say yes, um, because I've got a lot of time for Huck, Jim and Huxley guards. I think they'll make a game of it. Definitely think they'll make a game of it. I don't know. Just, just, just by going off of recent form, I don't think Thornton Heath Rangers are going to blow them away. Uh, I think it'll be quite cagey, um, but I do think Thornton Heath Rangers will come out on top. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say uh, three, four, two to Thornton Heath Rangers. Fair play. That's Roger's predictions. Let's have a look through the fixtures. The other fixtures for this coming weekend. Uh, we've spoken about London Warriors Spartans, but the other Prem fixture this week, Selsden against Sahar 11. It doesn't get much easier for the Sahar boys. Um, <laughs> you need, you'll need a full quota of players uh, for the Selsden boys. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, if they smell blood, uh, they will go for it. They will attack. Um, yeah. A tough Absolutely. fixture. 
a very mm-hmm. tough fixture. Yep. Not one I'm looking forward to, if I'm honest. If I get a team out there, <laughs> if I get a team out, I'm, <laughs> if uh, I was sales and I might have a, 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 a game on standby, friendly. <laughs> okay. Uh, not good to hear. No. Uh, hopefully you do get a full team out. In Division 1, uh, goal coaching, Addington United looks one way only this season. Uh, PSG against Albo. PSG, Palace Saint-Germain reserves against Albo. A very good game. Santola Kaiser, we've spoken about. South Sea Wanderers against Surrey Park Rangers is a good game. And Woodside Shirley, we've spoken about already. All good games in Division 1 every single week. Um, Division 2, FC 25 go against Croydon United. Croydon United on a high from beating Addington United in the Cup. FC 25 didn't play this weekend, just gone, but got the three points. Anyway, goal coaching seconds against Sanders did as a game. Two teams will be looking for three points in. Yeah. Um, Huxley Guards against Fortin Heath Rangers, we've just spoken about. South London yeah. Royals against KFC. KFC didn't get a team out for the week in, for the game just gone um, this weekend. Uh, South London Royals in a rich reign of form league-wise. Um, that could be a massacre. It could be. Could well be if they can get a team out. Um, free scoring South London Royals, unbeaten in wherever it is. They keep posting on social media. Who cares? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> unbeaten in so many leagues here in games. So, yeah, it's, if, if KFC can get a team out, it's going to be a long Sunday morning for them. Yeah. Um, South London Union. I tell you what, though, if KFC if KFC don't get a team out and and it's and it's a walkover, we're talking about such fine margins in Division Two that South London Royals will be really disappointed to not be able to put the goals on the on the board uh, and and strengthen that side of it because we we can see South London Union play Addiscombe Corinthians. South London Union with a big win against the Prem team, they 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 could start they could start um, battering Division 2 teams and increasing their goal difference. Um, so South London Royals would be South London Royals would be very disappointed if they just get a walkover. The yep. three points are probably a given, but it's the goals as well that the teams at the top are interested in. That's the, mm-hmm. the interesting. But yeah, South London Union go against Addiscombe Corinthians, a real test for South yep. London Union. They, need, they can't let their levels drop because no, they're absolutely. back in Division 2 uh, from a very good win this weekend. So good luck to all the teams there. Uh, County Cup games, Bosjam take on Farnborough Old Boys from the Alpington and Bromley. Farnborough Old Boys take, picking up some good form over the last couple yeah. of games. That's going to be an absolutely fantastic game of football, that too. Two teams in really good form um, at the moment. So I wish you both all the very best. Yeah. Uh, there's no way Croydon JFC play South London Panthers in the London Trophy because South London Panthers <laughs> have folded. I, I just... I, I, I don't even know how London FA have even scheduled, even scheduled a, a, put that game to fixture together. No, I don't I'm sure Pan- Panthers fold before the season started. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Uh, also, Berry <laughs> Berry Lands United taking on Bosjam in the Surrey FA Intermediate County Cup. So Bosjam have got two games to play this good weekend. One at midnight and one at half past ten. Good luck. Quaden JFC. Also in the Surrey FA Intermediate Cup against Thames River Plate. So that's probably where Croydon JFC will be this weekend. Uh, Selsden yep. and Croydon Postal taking on Addiscombe Casuals. Um, it would be a real crap couple of weeks for the Casuals boys if they get dumped out of the um, Intermediate Cup as well yeah. uh, in the county, their county cup. Southwest taking on PSG. I believe what? that's an Southwest 11. Southwest, are, I believe that's a an OBDSFL team they've got a different name in, in all different cups but right. um, PSG from the or Alpington and Bromley 
I don't know why they're shown on the Quidditch Municipal page, yeah. but um, they're in real good form. And Hawley, AFC, play Kaizen. So we probably haven't got that Kaizen fixture against um, Santola in the Oh, cup. look. Who, who picks oh. these bloody fixtures? <laughs> so we'll have to do we'll have to do a quick change. We'll change the um, Santola game to the South, South Sea Wanderers um, Surrey Park. How about yes. that? Yes, uh, that's, that's good. Let's just have a quick change on our on our predictions then. What do you think of that one? Because sorry, Park Rangers on the back of two defeats, um, not looking the best. No. South Sea Wanderers mixed bag as well for them so yes. far this season. Mm. What do we What do we think on that one? Uh, yeah, I think I think South Sea will get back to winning ways, or yeah, back to winning ways with this with, with this with this game. Uh, unfortunately for South Sorry Park Rangers, I think I think that I think they're finding the step up. Tougher than they than they would have would thought it would have been. Um, yeah. I think South Sea will run out come to winners. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say four uh, one. Four one. I'm going to go three one. So I think I think South Sea Wanderers will win. All these county cup games, of course, rearranged from from, from yesterday, or, or and it and it does yeah. mix up the schedule. But that's the that's all the fixtures. Roger, I wish you all the best with your game this weekend against Selsden Thanks Town. So much. Um, hopefully the, the the club situation sorts itself out. Um, but you're doing a great job for the league and for the podcast anyway. So um, yeah, yep. keep your head up and all that stuff. And I'll speak to you next week. Cheers, Andrew. Right now for the West for predictions, uh, as usual, the four games that we predict. Uh, Gibbs has picked the four games this week. Uh, West, hopefully the weather is kind to us. It looks looked like a bit of a rough week uh, ahead, but hopefully all of these games will be taken, uh, will be played. Uh, don't forget, later on in the podcast, we'll have the round three and round four draws for the best cup in Sunday football, the Plumstead Challenge Cup. We'll be joined by Mr. West for himself, Jace, later on. In the Special podcast. guest. How Special did you pull guest. That one you know, no people that don't eat at the South Grassroots podcast. <laughs> uh, so the first game this week is Kingsford against Footscray Lions. Uh, this is a cup game, Division 1 team against um, Division 2. Kingsford's season so far. Mixed bag in the league, has to be said, but two good wins for them on the bounce now. Uh, their first league win this weekend coming against Abbey Mead, a much fa- a much fancied team. Uh, that was their first defeat of the season. Kingsford season, five games played, one win, four losses, uh, a minus three goal difference. All of their best performances uh, until last weekend coming in the Cups. Um, they're not a bad team. I still think that's a false league position for them, Gibbs. They'll come good. Yeah, young side. Um, that result yesterday is going to fill them with uh, massive confidence. I think this could be a... I don't think they'll slip up this week, you know. I think the young legs against the, should we say, older heads here, I think um, it could might it might be a little step too far for Footscray because um, Kingsford don't stop running. Um, no, if there's one thing that beats Footscray, it's pace uh, attacking their back line and, and Kingsford have got energy uh, and they'll look to, to use that against Footscray, definitely. Uh, Footscray are in Division 2, Footscray Lions. Matt Nucky got 85 goals. <laughs> uh, Footscray currently... Fourth in the division, five games played, three wins and two losses. Uh, nine points from their um, from their games, plus seven goal difference. Kingsford's uh, Kingsford's last three games, 
a 4-1 win against Abbeymead, a 2-1 Dewar Shield win against Old Fortronians, uh, and a 4-2 loss against Woolwich Royals. So they're two on the bounce. Yep, they're good. They're a good side. We know they are. Footscray's last couple of games, uh, they beat... Uh, Duchess of Kent Duchess yesterday of Kent, in the Kent it? Cup, wasn't it? Was it 6-3? Uh, full full they, time, not playing ball with me. Uh, 3-0 the week before to Bexley Hawks in the league. Stato Gibbs is, is helping me out here. Uh, foot, cup that might have been so. First Grey Lions, 6-3 win against Duchess of Kent this weekend, just gone. Uh, a 4-2 defeat to Elmstead Knights in the Len Wareham. That's a, that's a shock result, really, but um, they lost. And 3-0 against Bexley Hawks in Division 2. Actually, you have to go back quite a way uh, before the Duchess of Kent. Four win. losses on the bounce, conceding a fair few goals. Uh, yeah. Unlike them, to be fair. Very unlike them. Gibbs, prediction time. Is it any? Are we going with Kingsford on the back of um, some good we, momentum? You're on your own, mate. You got your own points, not me. No. Yeah, well, what, what are we? What are we? There's thinking? no we in this. We ain't a team. Well, we're, both, we're both thinking, though. Aren't we? um, we're both level on points, so I need to yep. go against what you're thinking. But I think you're obviously thinking the same sort of way. But I think there'll be a lot of goals in it. But I just think Kingsford youth and um, energy will um, take them through on this one. I'm going to say 4-2 Kingsford. 4-2 to Kingsford. Uh, a big shout by Gibbs. I'm going to go the same way. Um, Footscray Lions with a good win against um, Duchess of Kent. But yeah, they were playing against 10 men for long periods of the game. I'm going to back Kingsford to win 3-2. Uh, I always back, back, back Matt Nucky to score two. If he plays, he scores. Uh, that'll be a really good game. Good luck to both teams. Uh, next is the second game. It's an all-prem division tie. I don't know if this is a cup game or a league game. Uh, is this a cup game? Why are you going to put that on me? I think <laughs> it is. A, I think it's a. Um, it's, it's a prem. A, it's a prem game. Jam against Bexley. Uh, Borden Sports A. Sorry. What a good game. Really good game. I ref this these two play against each other in the cup a couple of seasons ago, and Jam beat him about eight nil. Billy was uh, Billy in goal. Billy was in goal though, weren't yeah, they? Yeah. they? weren't they shorter players? Yeah. Um, so um, I haven't seen these two. Uh, I saw uh, Jam against Bulltarks a couple of weeks ago, but I haven't seen these two play each other since then. Um, it's a real good game, as we were just talking about. Jam, uh, they're four for four. They're unbeaten. Literally was just bigging up two of their best players as well. Yeah. And uh, the tactic, if you can stop them two, you can, you might be able to stop Jam. That'll be that'll be Borden's tactics. And yeah, as I say, Jam, four wins from four games, a plus seven goal difference, 12 points. Their opponents, Borden Sports A, only played one league game. I think that was against Meridian they lost, wasn't it? They lost early in the season as well. Three. So they haven't played much football at all. Jam's last few games have been a 3-1 win against Royal Oak, a 5-2 win against K Sports in the PCC. Very good away win for Jam, that one. Uh, and they beat Metrogas 5-1. Massive win, that one. Phil, after a bit getting upset at people writing him off, now is trying to control expectations <laughs> on him. He's, I see him try to use the underdog uh, yeah, line Yeah, he can't do that. He can't do that. There's only one underdog around here, mate. <laughs> Bolden Sports, last few games. When full-time lets me see him. Had a lot of cup games, didn't they? Uh, 5 4 win last time out against Rising Talents. Their game this weekend against Red Velvet at Elton Town postponed. Um, they lost to Golden Eagles in the London Cup 3 2, uh, and they drew with Kingfisher in the Plumpsy Challenge Cup, um, but beat them on penalties in the end. Gibbs, this we all we can never write Baldwin Sports A off. Um, but now is not that doesn't feel like the, a good time for anyone to be playing jam the way they they've been performing. 
Uh, Jam are on a good run, scoring lots of goals. But they are giving ch- teams chances in yeah. games. And if you give Borden a sniff, you know that they're going to take it. Um, I'm sure Billy will have uh, a good side out. Yeah. They're not going to turn up to play Jam with, without a good side. Um, and if he can get everyone out, do you know what? I don't. I think this will be a. I think they'll cancel each other out. You know, I think there'll be a lot of goals again. But I'm gonna. I reckon it'll be three Thrill. I think the pitch will cut up as well. It'll stop the flow of the game. Yeah, Mottingham. Um, Mottingham. Uh, Borden will be a, probably a bit more direct. Um, and they've got big forwards as well that can cause problems. I think. Yeah, I think I can see it being a draw. To be fair. Are you just trying not to upset someone by doing draws? No, not really, to be you, fair. You, it'll be helpful for you not to upset Billy or Phil on this one, won't it? Because you'll get stick. No, not at all. I just, that's the way I can see it. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, if I thought, you know, I'd say if I thought that. So if I thought it was going to go either way, but Borden know had to grind results out, didn't they? The pitch is going to be boggy. I was at Mottenham yesterday. As I said it, it already, it was cut up in the middle of the park, um, which will maybe stop Jam, Jam's flow of football. Um, you know the Borden players are not going to shy, shy out of a challenge. Um, Jam are giving teams chances in games like they did against Peckham Raye, against um, K-Sports. Um, Royal, Royal Oak were winning yesterday. Yep. Um, and you know, Bald on an experienced side, they, they're going to know how to shut up shop if they have to as well. I can see it being a draw. I think they'll cancel each other out. Okay. Uh, I'm going to join you on the fence. Can you move over a little bit, please? Oh, yeah, gonna... you don't want to upset anyone, do you? <laughs> I'm going to go for a two-all. I like both teams. It's hard to, it's hard to split them. I mean, if the Bald and Sports A... If they let Richard and Miles get, if they give him any time and space, then they'll get punished. There's no two ways about it. But the thing is, Borden have got that experience. They'll know yeah. to try and upset them or wind them up, get in yeah. there. Do you know what I mean? Just try and do anything to take them off their game. Exactly. Um, so that'd be a good game. Good luck to both teams. Third game of the week is Avery Hill against New Park. Uh, two teams that we had high hopes for at the beginning of the season. Avery Hill. Um, Manager, as we spoke about earlier in the podcast, Alex deciding to step down from the managerial duties. I don't know if he stepped down from the club completely. Um, I think I think he might have for a bit. Okay. I think he just took a backward step. This game puts is second against fourth in Division Three. Avery Hill season so far: six games played, four wins, a draw, and a loss, plus eleven goal difference. Thirteen points from from a possible eighteen is a great start for a team who have come a long way over the last few years. Uh, New Park, their start to the season has been really good. They've, they're in red-hot form as well, uh, with at least two wins on the bounce. Back-to-back two wins as yeah. well, cracking results. Five games played, four wins and one loss, plus nine goal difference for New Park. The last three games for Avery Hill uh, on the pitch have been a 4-2 defeat to South East of Lake Maroon. Uh, a 1-0 defeat to Sports King. No shame in either of those results. Both of those teams are very good. Uh, and a 3-2 win way back in the middle of October against Fleet Down. Since then, it's been lots of postponed and not too much football played. But Avery Hill, maybe that will play into New Park's hands this week. They've been very active. Uh, New Park beat Adidas this week, um, 1-0. They beat Peckham, <coughs> Peckham Murphy too. Sorry, some interference on the mic there. Uh, and they beat uh, struggling Bexley Wanderers 2-1. But they're on a very good win streak. Looking back, uh, you have to go all the way back to uh, the end of September. Sports. One, two, three, four, five. There's seven on the bounce. Yeah. so They're, they're in full of confidence. Seven on the bounce. A strong side, as we said earlier. Um you against a young team, against a young team, they're gonna um, bully. They're gonna bully Avery Hill this Sunday. I'm gonna go first in this one. Oh, go on. 
But they have got a good little keeper, Avery Hill. He's going to be busy, but I'm going to go 3 1 to Newport. Oh, man, that was going to be my result. I'm going to go first. That's why you went first, see? Well, um, well, we're competing against everyone, aren't we? So. All right, yeah, I think I think Newport will take it just on the form that they are. Avery Hill haven't played a lot of football. Could, uh, that could hinder them as well, to be fair. Losing Alex as well, you don't know how they're going to show up. Um, no. I think I'm going to stick my neck out. I'm going to say Newport 4 1. 4 1. New Park in a real good place and listeners to the podcast. So yeah. shout out to the New Park boys. Yeah, good lads. Next up, Beacons against South Ballers. Now, last season, this wouldn't have been a game that we would have got very excited about. And I, I, I don't mean to sound disrespectful when I say that, but we wouldn't have. You're bad just, to the bone. We just wouldn't you have would, done. You're bad to the bone. The light was going out at Beacons. Um, South Ballers were known as South Average last season. South Average Joes. L- this season, though, Beacons having a fantastic season. The last one out, a 5-1 defeat of Barker, Division 1. They're in a good place. Uh, and South Ballers on a real good run themselves. They're having a good time. Of Limited games year. for them though as well. They've had a few postponements as well, haven't they? They have. Uh, Beacons, their season uh, is six games long so far in the league. Winning two, uh, draw, losing three, but drawing one. Minus two goal difference, seven points from their six games. is an improvement on previous years for Beacons. We know it's been a complete clear out young uh, side as well so just improving gelling playing with each other regular now exactly after four games South Ballers sit fifth um, three four places fifth sorry three places above Beacons Uh, after their four games they've won two drawn one and lost one with a plus six goal difference uh, massive improvements for them as well big improvements no longer South Average for that division Um, Beacons last three results have been a 5-1 win against Barker an 8-2 win against Sporting Green is the best result you can have. And a 5-3 win against Royal Oak. That is a very good win Only for losing 3-2 to AFC Bexley as well. Yeah, good team. Good young team. Uh, and yeah, we've, we've stopped stopped giving them stick on the podcast now. Uh, South Ballers, their last three, a 4-1 win against Fleet Down. Mm. A 4-0 win against Southwark Dynamos. So they've scored four in their last three games. Yeah, I mean... They're Fleet- averaging four a game. They are fleet down, not in a great place. Uh, Sutton Dynamo, Suburb Dynamo. Yeah, them Sharky Springhill mob done them over yesterday, didn't they? Fleet down. Yeah, down. yeah. I mean, every time we've looked at fleet down, they seem to have lost the game this season. Bexley Wanderers also dispatched, but you can only beat what's in front of you. They took Danson Albion all the way in the league uh, and put in a good performance against um, Jam as well. So they're no mugs. This is going to be a really good game. Uh, Gibbs. Come on, we do do you want me to go first? Come on, slap it out now. What's your result? What are you going Slap with? it out. What? Uh, <laughs> I don't know on this one. I, fa- I think South Ballers, personally. Oh, this is where we're going to differ then. This could split the points this week. I'm going to go 2-1 to South Ballers. I'm going to go Beacons. Because I think South Ballers have had some good results. <laughs> Um, and they are very well organised this year. Brownie's got them well organised, but I just think Beacons, you know, I think at the minute they're going to be full of confidence um, and they're scoring goals as well. Uh, I'm going to go Beacons 3-1. 3-1 Beacons. Big talk from Gibbs this week. Let's have a quick scan through the fixtures. As I say, um, the hope of football, of all these games being played this weekend after a wet week ahead uh, is... Fair to fair to low, I'd say. But what game are you on this week? Oh, you're Kenningwell Bickley, you're Bickley Kenningwell, yeah. Why do you always get them lower league games? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Ref sex don't like me. I don't think um, <laughs> the games this week. 
uh, in West for Baltarks. Mildeen is a good game. Mildeen need a win there. Big time. Uh, Erith and Belvedere, they look to continue their good form against Crayford Arrows this week at Footscray Rugby Club. Brilliant game. Uh, push against Forza is a good good game. Forza with a good win against uh, Danson Albion this weekend is a good one. Barker looking to bounce back from At- defeat. Abbey Mead as well looking to bounce back there as well. Two good teams playing each other in the league. Barker, all of their best form has come in the league this year. Uh, they'll be looking to uh, put that that defeat right this oh, week. Woolwich Royals another big game. Very good game. Will Sam Bailey turn up for um, Woolwich Royals? Seems to be the difference for them in games at the moment. But Hartford. We know they've got Louis Clark there as a good striker. Uh, Adidas against Advent Mighty Royals could be a long day for Advent Mighty Royals. South East Athletic Maroon against Bexley could be a long day for Bexley. Bexley Heath against uh, Spring Hill is a good game as well. Uh, Beacon South Ball, as we've spoken about. Uh, Intercross, Hartford Athletic Blues, Intercross with a tough start to the season, fixtures-wise, tough cup games. Uh, we'll be looking to put... Uh, get three points, should I say, against Hartford in Do the you Hartford JJ Blues. Can dispatch of Palace this week? It's potential, isn't it? There's two games that they'll be looking at. They'll be looking at the uh, Sporting Greenwich fixture and a misfire in Elton Palace in the league. No one wants to be that first team. Absolutely not. Uh, in the County Cups, uh, good games some good games in the Cup there for West Hatcham, Red Velvet. Red Velvet, Hatcham is a tough ask for Red Velvet, but it's a free swing for them. Elton Rovers against Glebe is a very good game. Dancing Albion against Sloan Sundays. I don't. Lucky, lucky they're at home. <laughs> it might be a very nice area though. Sloan Sundays. I don't know where that is, but it's Sloan Square is a nice place. Uh, SE 69ers against Lions United. Ten thirty on a Sunday morning. Eh? I bet it. I bet it is all. I bet it's nice there all the time. Yeah, I'm not trying to get there though. <laughs> uh, in the West for Shield, Lesser FXI Bex Knights is a game both teams will be looking to win. Uh, Barnhurst against Bosco in the Jewish Shield. The form Barnhurst are in at the moment. You would not want to play them in a cup as a lower place team. That could be a massacre. Falconwood against Inter Belvedere in the Jewish Shield is an excellent game. Uh, Golden Eagles knocked out Baldwin Sports A in the last round of the Plumpshire Challenge Cup. They go against an out-of-form Metrogas. An out-of-sorts Metrogas, perhaps, is probably fairer to say. So that's a big game, that one, for Metrogas. Um, I know they'll want to do well in the Plumpshire Challenge Cup, the best cup in Sunday League football. Uh, we've spoken about Kingsford uh, Footscray Lions. Newcross Reserves Rising Talents is a, is a chance of an upset for the impressive Newcross Rovers Reserves boys. Against Spring Hill Blues, both off of the back of losses yesterday. Yeah, good. Looking to bounce back on good that. game. me Town, after feeling they, that they've been in games more than out of it, but not getting the results, uh, go against Eltham Lions Reserves. Back against TTAC, no. that one, you know? uh, Greenwich Battle Cruisers will look to capitalise. Wounded, Elton wounded, very uh, wounded. He won yesterday, and Josh's mum coming off the back of a seven-nil. Yeah, Peckham Ray against Kingfisher Gibbs in the in the yeah. Burt Holloway. Peckham, Peckham Ray, sorry, against Kingfisher. Um, What's the plans for this one? Playing, obviously, uh, a Kingfisher team, not in the best of form. Mate, we're not in the best of form, to be fair. No. We've got a lot of players missing this week. Injury and you the, are underdogs. Injury to the goalkeeper. Um, we are underdogs. Lower numbers as well, the USA. We're only going to have about nine or ten players available to be <laughs> um, So it's, it's going to be a tough one for us against um, high-flying Kingfisher from the division above as well. We're just, we're just hoping to stay in the game and compete. I wish you all the very best on that one, mate. Cheers, mate. Uh, speak to you next week. Take care, mate. Bye. Back with Jamie and the OBD SFL section. Uh, four games in this predictions section, and we'll run through the fixtures uh, for next week. These games will all be played 
uh, on Sunday, the 27th of November. Um, I've got my dream game next weekend. And the only thing that's going to fuck it up, as usually does, Jamie, <laughs> is, is the weather that we've got planned all week. Bickley against Kenningwell, planned for me uh, at one of the nicest grounds um, I always feel uh, you could do. You could play on in grassroots football. Uh, Queen Mary's over there in Chislurst. Um, So the weather, really, the only thing that could fuck that up for me. Uh, yeah, so let's not jinx it. <laughs> I'm not. I don't think I can jinx it. I think that Mother Nature has decided that I'm not ever going to. I'm not going to get that game this season. Anyway, let's have a look uh, at the fixtures um, that we've picked. This this first one, Blendon against West Wickham. Uh, two teams, uh, two good teams. Looking forward to this one. This is a Prem Division game. Blendon, the home team. So let's have a look at their form so far. Just the two league games played for Blendon so far this year, but they've both been wins. Six points from two games, uh, 11 scored uh, and seven against. Probably too much, too many conceded um, for a, for their like in blend. And that's over two a game, plus four goal difference for them. Uh, West Wickham, though, uh, a very disappointing start for them, for their very high standards. Don't forget Jack, Jack Standen Cup winners last year uh, and promoted from the first division. Uh, their first four games have included a win, a draw and two losses. Uh, nine goals scored, which is which is okay for four games, but eleven conceded is anything but what they would have wanted. Um, Blendon's last three games have been a, a loss to Hatcham in the County Cup this weekend. Just gone, they beat Farnborough Reserves six-four uh, the week before that. Uh, no, a month before that. Sorry, not not much not much, much football played by Blendon this season. Uh, and at the beginning of October. Uh, they beat LSE Giants 2-1. But Jamie, just looking at that, um, only three games played for Blendon since the 9th of October. That's, a, that's, a not, that's not enough football for them to build any sort of momentum, is it? Not at all, no. Um, I'm sure that'd be very frustrating for them. I actually think West Wickham may be in a similar-ish situation, maybe not quite as bad. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I think... I mean, they, they ran Hatcham close yesterday in the cup, obviously just losing narrowly. So um, I think getting that game under the belts at least should help them a bit of sharpness going forward. Yeah, that's true. Looking at uh, West Wickham, they haven't played much football either. They haven't played a game in November yet. Um, and their three games all happened. Uh, the two of them happened at the back end of October and one at the beginning. So yeah, both teams pretty much going from a cold start this weekend for a big game. PSG beat West Wickham on the 30th of October, 4-0. Uh, Hacienda beat them 5-1 uh, on the 23rd of October. And at the beginning of October, on the 2nd, PSG beat West Wickham 2-1. It was a strange old season for fixtures this year. I've never seen such a disjointed, uh, six, six, a disjointed sort of playing. I know it's... It's not. It's not the uh, fixture secretary. I know everything was all planned out. It's just very strange to see Jamie such big gaps mm. between games already because everyone has got to play games. So there's so many, so many spare weeks each week. It's just not. It doesn't seem right to me. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah. I mean, sure, there's some teams that are suffering more than others, um, but I mean, obviously, cut progress is, is hampering some teams playing league games as well. So. Um, hopefully we just get everything caught up towards the end of the season we avoid as many of the dreaded DBs as possible yeah right predictions for this one it's pretty much I want to I don't even think Blendon despite being unbeaten I don't think there's a massive gap between these two teams you 
you can't say that with such little football played. Uh, Blendon obviously have played more football recently uh, with the game this week. But Jamie, do we discount West Wickham or do we think they must be fresh? So they must be ready to go. Well, you would think so. Or they're kind of thinking, oh God, they've not played for weeks. Uh, and we'll maybe lose an interest. So it can go one or two ways, especially that the fact that their form isn't what they had been used to over the last couple of seasons. Mm. Um, I think West Wickham are due a result. But yeah, they are, definitely. I think they're due, but I just think having not played for a few weeks, I think might just take the edge off them. I actually fancy Blendon to nick it 2-1 on the Sunday. I said 2-1 as well, but, but I, and I'm going to stick with that because now we must remember it's not just you that I'm competing against, it's mm. everyone else as well. So I'm going to stick with my with my 2-1 to Blendon as well. Uh, but this will be a good game. Uh, it's at Blendon. So uh, down at STC, I think they play their games now. Yeah, so um, that will be a good game. West Wickham have to start winning games, otherwise they could find themselves back in Division 1 pretty quickly. Um, and they won't want that. They've been on a good upward trajectory for a long time. Um, yeah, a much-needed win. But a good uh, uh, as do Blendon, they need to catch these games up uh, and start winning their games uh, to put pressure on PSG uh, and ground up as you were both sitting above them uh, with Hacienda and LSE Giants breathing down their necks. Good luck to both teams. That was a, that's an excellent game uh, to uh, to be involved in on Sunday. So good luck, gentlemen. Um, in Division One, Royal Southwark taking on Sydenham. I said that I was having a crap season, Jamie. Royal Southwark currently sitting second uh, in the table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after yeah, five... there's a lot of ones and twos in the, yeah. the played call. Yeah, there is. After five games, um, they've played the joint most games in the league. With them and Southwest, have played the most games. After five games, they've only they've got seven points from fifteen. Uh, two wins, a draw, and two losses. Uh, a plus seven, uh, a four seven goals against seven goals, a zero goal difference. To me, that's mid-table form, and I think that's I think it's fair to say that's probably where we would expect Royal Southwark to finish. Uh, but let's see. This is a big game in their season. Sydenham, uh, they've played two games in the league. Um, they've won two. Uh, they've scored twelve goals uh, and only conceded one. Don't forget, only two games played. Six points for Sydenham so far this season. One place behind their opponents this weekend. Uh, so this is a close game. Royal Southwark's Royal Southwark are the home team. So their last three games have been a four-nil loss to Phoenix Sports Four on uh, last weekend. Just gone yesterday at the time of recording. Uh, they beat Hayden in the league, which to me is a great point, a great win. I haven't seen them yesterday. Hayden and No Mugs, uh, really good team. Three uh, two, they win. They won that one, uh, but they were beaten eight um, nil in the Jack Standen Cup to Long Lane, handily dispatched by Long Lane. Uh, so a mixed bag of results for uh, Royal Royal Southwark. Sydenham's last three, a uh, three nil win against AFC Sean in the County Cup this weekend. Just gone uh, the week before that, they saw off um, Manor Wood seven three. Uh, Manor Wood getting a good win against Ellis. So that makes that win against that makes that win for Sydney look even better, knowing that there is a team there in Manor Wood to beat them 7 3. Uh, it's bloody good. Uh, and they saw off Hayden Youth 6 0. I, I honestly couldn't, I can't see Hayden getting that handily beaten after seeing him yesterday. But Sydney, uh, with a, in a good run of form, their last three games have been 16 goals. 
<sighs> Jamie, this is Sydney. This has got a Sydney Sports win written all over it for me. I agree with you. Um, yeah, I think it's <laughs> very unusual. You'd see a second v third clash in the team and third overwhelming favourites. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think Sydney will fancy us and they're scoring goals for fun as well. They're scoring heavily. Um, and I can see them getting a few goals and maybe Royal Silver's heads going down. Um, a great result for Royal Silver the other week, but then that game, a bad loss yesterday in the Cup. So mm. uh, I think this could be a heavy one. Um, I'm going to go for a 6 2 Sydney one. 6 2? Yep. 6 2. Sorry to laugh. Just don't, you just don't see those, those sort of lavish predictions on the, on the show. I'm going to go 3 0 to Sydney Sports. Uh, but like you say, they've averaged two, six goals a game in the league. Um, Royal Southwark conceding goals, um, conceding just under two a game. So a bit tighter at the back um, than, than, than it might suggest uh, Royal Southwark. But yeah, I'm going to go 3-0 to Sydney. Uh, they're on fire at the moment. Um, and I feel like it was a good shout to back them uh, for league title. It, it, we've got Bexley United unbeaten. We've got Sydney unbeaten. Long Lane unbeaten still as well. Uh, LSU have only played the one league game, as have Club Langley. They've all, they've, there's five uh, teams without a loss in that division. It's going to be a really good fight. Once these games have all caught themselves up, waiting for so many divisions for this to happen in, uh, it's going to be really interesting. Good luck to Royal Southwark and Sydney. We like, we like both these teams. Lots of battles between them over the years. Um, next game is Westrum against Alpington again a top of the table clash Jamie you've done well this week with the fixtures Westrum unbeaten in in uh, division two uh, there's only two teams no they're not yes they are there's two, there's only three teams in the division unbeaten uh, Westrum Crayford Arrows and Glebe Manor uh, Glebe Manor and Crayford Arrows have only played one game though and we are now <laughs> in, the, in the third week of November um Westrum's season so far, three games played, two wins and a draw, uh, plus five goal difference, just three conceded uh, in the three games. So pretty good um, at the back. Uh, Orpington's season sitting top of the pile, five games played, three wins, one draw and a loss, uh, 15 goals scored, three a game uh, is a great, um, three a game is about the same average as Westrum's, very good. Um, Orpington have conceded nine in their five games. So just... To, to a game so yeah pretty 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 uh, leaky at the back um, considering two a game uh, is the average but um, this is going to be a very good game Western's last three games uh, have involved a one-all draw on the pitch they were awarded a game this weekend by walkover but on the pitch um, they did uh, win on penalties against a very good East Wickham Wanderers side in the in the uh, President's Charity Cup on the 13th of November uh, on the 30th of October, these two met and Westrum were the 3-1 winners in the Jack Standen Cup. Uh, and they drew with the Mariners on the 23rd of October. So you've seen them quite recently, Jamie. Uh, this would make it quite easy for you to, to predict this one right, I imagine. Uh, on the <laughs> Orpington's last three games, an 8-0 win of Chisler against Chislehurst. Um, they lost 1-0 to DC Football in the President's Charity Cup. Um, the week before that, and on at the end of October, they lost 3-1 to Westrum, as I've just said. So a mixed bag of results for Alpington over the last three games. Two cup defeats, that's probably why their, their league table uh, is looking quite good. They won 8-0 in their last game, but two cup defeats 
Jamie, uh, out of their last three games uh, against teams from their own division. So it's not like they're playing higher placed teams. Um, this is very equal, this game. This is, this is really hard to call. Yes, Swedes, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, both, yeah, I think Oppenheimer are deservedly top. They've played a few games more. Um, they've done well, picked up the results they've got. Westrum started fantastic, still unbeaten, but maybe just kind of like the cup game in that with the Drewy as the East Wickham Wanderers, who are going well, let's be fair. Um, so they've not blown teams away. Like they might have been near the start of the season. Mm. So, and obviously not playing uh, recently, having a game or two awarded to them. So, um, I think what's what's going to happen here is I think Orpington are going to go ahead. I think Western are going to come back and win it. Uh, so, I think it's going to be 2 1 Western. I think they're just going to nick it at the two, death. 2 1 to Western. They get bonus points if it happens. <laughs> you get three points if it happens. Yeah. There's your bonus points. <laughs> uh, they won a good roll. They were eight nil this week against Chisler. Well, losing to DC one 0 though. Yeah. That, that's not the type of result you would expect to see a team at the top of the table producing just a week before an eight 0 It's it's a bit up, up and down. Definitely, it's a tough one. I'm going to back Westrum as well. Don't forget, it's a bit of a. I know I don't know where the Alpington boys lives, but that's not a fantastic away day. Down to bigger nil. That's put. That's a decent. Um, that's a decent away day. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three, three two to Westrum. It's gonna be a tight one, but yeah, three two for me. Um, Westrum have got firepower. I know some of the players that they've got there. Alpington clearly have firepower as well. They are conceding two goals a game. Uh, however, a bit tighter at the back. Westrum in their three games, and they haven't lost yet. Um, that's important um, so I can just see uh, a tight game uh, perhaps goals because of Alpington's firepower um, but Westrum would just see the game off with their with rearguard action as we like to say <laughs> uh, last but not least is um, our last game is this is this Division 3 the Warren? Yep Yep Division 3 against Metro Division 3 uh, the Warren against Metro Massive this is a good game in Division 3 um, the Warren currently sitting 8th in Division 3 three games played no wins yet which is gonna, this is important uh, no wins two draws and a loss uh, a minus three goal difference for the Warren just two points from three games not the best of starts for them uh, Metro Massive new team to the OBDSFL currently sitting 4th um, a good start for them, a solid start. Four games played, two wins, two losses. Um, 18 scored in four games. So they've got that firepower, uh, but they've conceded eight. So two games, two goals a game conceded um, for the Metro Massive boys. A plus 10 goal difference and six points, putting them four points above their opposition this coming Sunday. Uh, the Warrens' last few results, they beat South Darrenth in the County Cup this weekend 4-2. A good confidence boost for them. Uh, they drew with um, Crayford Arrows Reserves, 3-0. Um, Crayford Arrows Reserves losing their um, County Cup game this weekend. So perhaps not quite the same team we're used to seeing. Uh, the Warren getting a valuable point against them, though, this weekend. Uh, and before that, uh, inform Old Langmians uh, at, the, at the end of October. Old Langmians were very much still in form, beat the Warren 4-1. Um, but that's probably um, that win this weekend against South Darrenth. 
uh, along with um, the win at the beginning of the season against SE Lions in the Plumsy Challenge Cup, in the Plumsy Challenge Cup, in the President's Challenge Cup, probably Char- Charity Cup, probably the standout results for them this season. Uh, it's not been that great. A good, a good draw against Woosh standing out as well. Um, Metro Massive season, the last few games, a 5-1 defeat to Phoenix Sports 3 a couple of weeks ago uh, in the league. Um, they got knocked out of the Vic Farrow Cup by South London Spartans after a Desmond. Uh, South London win 5-4 on pens. Uh, and in the, in the County Cup, Lions United, not sure where they're from, they beat Metro Massive 6-3. Uh, a massive win. Two big wins, um, though, Jamie. I've got to say, against Crayford Eagles, who get battered everywhere they go. Um, 7 0 and 9 0, probably flattering uh, Metro Massive's goal difference um, at the moment. Everyone's, I think everyone's going to score handsomely against um, Crayford Eagles as it is at the moment. So perhaps we need to bear that in mind when we're making these predictions. Certainly. Um, <clears throat> I think what the Warren said had a good cup win yesterday. Um, to me, I think they've got an air of being draw specialists about them this year. So they've drawn two of the three league games. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not any kind of... But they've drawn against teams like Wish and the Kif- two to Kifadaro's teams, mm. who we know have got quality, um, even though maybe not shown it so far this season. So I think this has got a draw on it for me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go for a Desmond. A Desmondo in tribute to a the man Desmondo, himself. Absolutely. I'm going to back the Warren uh, and I'll tell oh. you what I'm back in the Warren because uh, Metro Massives both their wins have come against Crayford Eagles um, and they won handsomely against Crayf- uh, the Crayford Eagles boys all their other league games uh, they lost to Woosh 3-1 uh, and they lost a couple of weeks ago against Phoenix Sports 3 um, so really to, to go by anything uh, Metro Massive have done in the league. You have to sort of discount that Crayford Eagles games, I think, because those six points, I think every team has the potential of gaining against Crayford Arrow. So take them out. Um, and yeah, Metro Massive season hasn't been particularly great. And I don't mean that to be um, disrespectful, but you wipe that off. Um, and yeah, they haven't set the world alight. I think Metro, I think the Warren could get um, a win here. I'm going to go 2-1 to Metro, uh, to the Warren. Sorry. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a tight game. No no two ways about it. Uh, but yeah, I fancy the Warren to get the result. Good luck to both teams in that one. Let's have a quick scan through all of the fixtures for uh, next Sunday, the 27th of November. Hopefully the weather is kind, as I've already said. Hatcham take on Elmstead in the Prem Division, in the Senior Division. Uh, that's a real good tie. Uh, Sports King against Spartans, a really good game. Uh, Sports King will be looking to right wrongs in their mind after that loss this weekend against Farnborough. Uh, and Spartans on the crest of a good point, a morale-boosting point against the top side in Lambeth All-Stars. Um, they'll be looking to win that one as well. We've spoken about the big game in the Prem Division, the only one actually, Blendon against West Wickham. Uh, some big games, Bla- uh, Hayden Youth, play Blase Ballers. They'll be looking for wins uh, in that one. That will, uh, they need wins. They've put some good performances in lately. I've seen with my own eyes that one this weekend against higher placed opposition, uh, but wins will, they will be needing now because they've lost quite a lot uh, and too many in OBDSFL competitions. Uh, Long Lane against LSU Lions is a really good game. 
Long Lane again looking to come back to domestic trophies, uh, domestic competitions and get wins. We've spoken about Royal Southwark Sydney Sport. That's a good good game. The young boys of South West take on top of the table Bexley United in a good game. Uh, Tislast will look to win against Hayden Youth Reserves. Uh, Hayden Youth Reserves not playing this weekend because of a mix-up at, at a ground. Um, and Tislast, um, yeah, getting battered. So um, they'll be looking to win against bottom place Hayden Youth Reserves. Ellis take on DC Football. Both teams will want wins. Uh, Manor Wood hot off a 6-4 win uh, this weekend against Ellis Athletic. Take on Greenwich Mariners. Fresh um, for this one, Jamie. Uh, disappointed not to get the game played against Hayden Reserves. Probably a good time to play them uh, this weekend, just gone, uh, given the run that they've been on. Uh, but Manor Wood, you know all about them. You've played them before. Um, how do you approach this one? Um, yeah, we were disappointed not to play yesterday. Not really so much about the run Hayden they're on, but because we were so poor the week before, um, we really wanted to get that out of our system. So, <clears throat> unfortunate. Um, but we kind of move on. So we, we drew, we managed twice, two weeks in a row last year, with three, three games. Yeah. Um, both, well, the first one we should definitely have won, being 3 0 up. The second, you could argue, was in the win game, but again, we were ahead at 3 2 in that late on. So, um, but yeah, we know they got goals in them, we've shown that, um, and the bit of resilience, good, good unit, good organised side, um, down in that big. Uh, last 4G pitch down at Fitchcray so um, it's going to be tricky but a game we're up for we've got maybe one or two who have got a week's rest by not playing yesterday which maybe they needed so um, yeah looking forward to it and getting back into action we know we'll definitely be on you with the weather so yeah that's one good thing at least yeah uh, a good a good game will be had good luck in that one mate unashamedly biased when it comes to uh, teams uh, with people involved in the podcast. Uh, Western Wolpington, we've spoken about. Crayway Woosh uh, is a game two teams will be looking uh, to get three points in. Um, Old Langlands against Phoenix Sports 3 is another good game in Division 3. Uh, the Warren against Metro Massive, we've already spoken about. Uh, the better the better Div 4 games. Let's have a quick scan through. Uh, Hazen Pickhurst with a good win this weekend. Playing against Formside. Uh, Broccoli reserves a good start. Uh, a good couple of weeks for Broccoli. And that's a really good game. East Wickham Wanderers against the Colts could be a massacre. Uh, Phoenix Sports 4 against South London Spartans, also a good game. Uh, in Division 5, Green Street Green uh, will be desperate to get wins against Bexley Athletic uh, and Alpington Rovers. Uh, welcome Benhurst to Goddington Park. Again, Benhurst will be looking to win after a very good point against Alping, against um, a good point against Green Street Green the weekend just gone. Uh, my planned game this weekend in the Paul Picard is um, FC Bickley uh, against Kenningwell United. The classic, the El Clasico of um, the Alpington and Bromley uh, for me. Probably throw Hatcham into that trio as well. And those three games at the moment um, are the traditional games for the OBDSFL. Hopefully the weather is kind to us, uh, but at Queen Mary's University, Sports ground, uh, I know the groundsman's a bit touchy there and so he should be. It's a brilliant facility. Um, hopefully we get to do this one, guys, and I look forward to seeing sets, the both sets of players and sets of management um, on Sunday over there, should the weather be kind to us. Uh, Hacienda against Lambeth All-Stars, the other game in the pool, Picard, is mouth-watering. Um, in the Vic Farrow Cup, LSU Lions Reserves go against Elmstead Reserves uh, at Cold Arbor. 
only the pitch could ruin that one on Sunday, Jamie. Certainly <laughs> <laughs> will. Most certainly will. In the London Cup, there's a bunch of fixtures. Um, nothing. So that one's not to do with the OBDSFL. Bozjam from the Quedam Municipal take on Farnborough Old Boys now uh, on a two-game winning streak. The Farnborough Boys they won't be fearing anyone. Uh, that's a really good game in the junior tro- in the trophy, which is strange. Uh, but Bozjam themselves unbeaten in the Quedam Municipal this season. So that's two teams coming together in some form. That's a really good game. Broccoli take on MSL. Elton Rovers from Westfer take on Glebe Manor uh, down at STC. That'll be a good little game. Groundhoppers against Bexley. Uh, Beckenham Rovers, sorry, is a good game in the London tro- Sunday Trophy. Uh, Phoenix, uh, Crayford Arrows against Broccoli is a good game. Broccoli Atletico squad numero uno. Is that Broccoli? Oh, Broccoli <laughs> Athletic. Broccoli Athletic, that's a different Broccoli. No idea who they are. Uh, so good luck to Crayford Arrow Seniors. Uh, Wilgar against Union Canal Reserves. A good uh, away, a horrible away day saved by Wilgar there. Um, Elmstead take on um, AFC South London from the um, sun, uh, the Southern Sunday. A team from Division 1 in the Southern Sunday. Been going really well, scoring uh, in fours and fives most, season, most of the season. Uh, so Elmstead will need to have uh, need to be their best uh, this weekend. Uh, Kensington Town uh, play FC United of Bromley. Uh, I hate to say it, Kensington Town are the AFC Hammersmith in disguise, playing in an uh, playing in an afternoon league, I believe, uh, the Central London Super League or something. Um, so FC United of Bromley, beware! Um, you're playing a very good team uh, on Sunday. Um, Southwest Eleven take on PSG from. Uh, the Alpington and Bromley. Good luck to PSG uh, and the Wall uh, take on Under the Radar. I don't know why that's on there. I don't didn't need to read that out in the Kent Sunday Premier Cup. Jamie, we got to the end of the section. Thank you very much for your time. Good luck for your game this weekend. I know the week off this week you were disappointed, uh, but you get to go again against Manor Wood and hope for those three points. All the best, mate, and I'll speak to you next week. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third round draw of this season's Southern Sunday Football League Silk Grassroots Marcus Lipton Cup. We have uh, Andrew Wheaton, the founder and host of the Silk podcast, who is going to be drawing the balls uh, using set of balls number one and Bertha for this for this time. I knew he'd enjoy that. I knew he'd enjoy that. Um, and I'll obviously be confirming the teams that are drawn out. Um, so this is the third round. It's the last 32. So there are 32 balls um, in the hat. Um, and we've got 26 confirmed teams that are through. And then there are six kind of and or ties. Um, so I guess without further ado, um, we'll ask Andrew to get Bertha off and underway. And get, those balls, get those balls stirred. She's fully loaded. She's ready to go. Right. Um, so you're just going to read the teams out as I as I draw the balls, are you? I will certainly do that. Good luck, everybody. Good luck. First ball. Number 26. So number 26, that is Westminster Wanderers' first team of the Premier or Clapham Chiefs of League Three. Number 10. And they will play Albion of the Championship. Oh, great game. (laughs) Number 31. 
31 is Barthold Boys United from the Championship. So this tie will be at Clapham Common. Number 30. And they will play 30. Really good tie this. It's AFC Old Town. What a game. Number 29. 29. That's a home tie for Selhurst at Richardson Evans. Number 16. And they will play Westminster Wanderers second team. Ooh. Number 14. 14 is a home tie from for London Ravens of the championship. That's London Ravens first team. 15. And they will play 15, Real Dundonald. Good game. Oh, good game, that one. Well done. Well done, Bertha. He's not letting us down. Uh, number 12. Number 12, that's a home tie for either Park Life first team from the Premier or Deportivo La Coruña from League 8. Number 23. And they will play Painters Community from League 4. Oh, good game. Number 11. 11, that's a home tie for West Norwood from the Championship. They play number 20. And they will play 20, that's AFC Ballum from the Premier Division. West Norwood against AFC Ballum. Number eight. Number eight is Ballum Badgers from League Five or St Andrews from League Two. Home tie for them. Number four. And they will play Venezia Dons of League Nine. No one wants to play the Dons in the Marcus Lipton Cup this season. No. Number 27. 27, Brixton Town from League One are at home. Number 18. And they will play 18. That is Southside United of League Four or Broomwood of League Ten. Good little game, that one. Yep. Uh, number 28. 28 are the giant killers from this weekend, Exonians of League 10. It's a home tie for them. Against 24. And their reward is League 9 opposition. It's SW Lions. So you're going to have a League 9 or a League 10 team through to the fourth round. That's a good game as well, that one. Yeah. Uh, number two. Number two is Mondial B or Sporting Continental. That tie is not being played till the 22nd of January next year. So a long way before this one gets played. Number seven. And they will play South City of League Six. Oh, what a beauty. That's a tie. That's a tie. Of, that's that's a, a tie and a half. Irrespective of who wins that Mondial Sporting Continental game. That is a brilliant tie. Tie of the round, I would say, so far. So far. Uh, game nine. Uh, ball nine, sorry. Number nine. It's my lucky number. It's my favourite number. That's Sheen Park Rangers of League Seven. They are at home. Number 22. Oh, what a tie this is. It's Magpie Recruitment. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry to the Magpie both Magpie Recruitment will go to <laughs> Sheen Park Rangers. Oh. Uh, next up, number five. 
Number five is Clapham Rovers, last year's Premier Division winners. Number one. And they will play AFC South London. Ooh, good game. Top of League One. Unlucky for some, 13. 13. It's not unlucky for Southwest Rangers because they've got a home tie in this third round. Against number 21. And going to Tolworth goals. What a tie this is. It's the Holders Wimbledon Wolves. Wow. This is a treat, this draw, I've got to say. (laughs) Rafa's not letting us down, is she? Oh, this is brilliant. (laughs) Number six. Number six, it's a home tie for Argentina on the Astro down at, or the 3G down at uh, the Aspire, and they will be at home too. Number 25. Borussia Battersea of League Nine. They are the uh, leaders in that division. Good game. Tricky one for Argentina. Very much so. in. First up, next game. game uh, ball three. That's Merton Athletic from League Three. They play number 17. And they will play the winner of Clapham Wanderers or St. Matthew's Project first team, both League 5 teams. Last game. Yep. So I know who it is. At home, ball number 19. It's going to be Swag who have got the home tie. They are playing number 32. And they will play 32. That is Rygate Robots of League Six. So my thanks to Andrew and to Bertha, of course. Uh, (laughs) And that concludes the Silk Grassroots Marcus Lipton Cup third round draw. Um, And those ties will be played in early January. It sounds no problem. Thanks for letting us do this. The responsibility of the cup draws is something that we don't we don't take lightly. Um, Yeah, Bertha has done us well. Congratulations to all the teams on qualifying for uh, round three. Hopefully, these games will make a, an exciting uh, round four. Some excellent games are Graham. Thank you very much for Any, letting us Anything do this. that immediately jumps out at you? It's a, it's a really good round all, all through, isn't it? I think we looked at the, the round two draw and we was a little bit underwhelmed by... Disappointed, most, you can yeah, say disappointed. But but this has made up for it. That's a fantastic round three draw. Some Tie the round for you. What was the who was the what was the uh, sporting continental mundial? So the sporting continental mundial was South City, wasn't it? Yeah, that that to me is a real good game for. I mean, South City, what a good team they are this season. Um, Con- sporting continental is is a big ask for uh, South City, but um, so they'll they'll probably fancy um, mundial. But yeah, that that will be a, a really good game. Southwest Rangers, Wimbledon Wolves, the holders. Yep, Southwest will definitely return return to form this year. Much look, looking like they're the team that resembles the, the the team that won the Prem a couple of seasons ago or a few seasons ago now in terms of finished seasons. Um, but yeah, a, a, an excellent draw. And then the other one, obviously, um, I know that you're um, fond of them on the podcast, um, Magpie away to Sheen Park Rangers. It's a big test for uh, Magpie recruitment. They've scored a lot of goals this season, as have Sheen Park. Uh, Rangers are Sheen Park in the wrong division this season. You know, time time will tell. This this is a big step to see uh, where Sheen Park really are because we know 
um, a League Three Magpie recruitment is a big step up from the teams that Sheen Park have been playing. So we'll 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 see their credentials in that result against Magpie recruitment. Brilliant draw. Thank you, Enjoyed mate. That. Speak to you next week. Look forward to it. Cheers, mate. Right. Now, the second cup draw um, of this podcast, along with the Marcus Lipton Cup draw for uh, the Southern Sunday, we have the third round draw first, and then we'll be followed up by the fourth round draw for uh, the Plumstead Challenge Cup. Um, the first lot, the first lot of draws you'll hear will be uh, the draw, draw number three, round three, sorry, with the um, teams remaining in the Plumstead Challenge Cup. The second draw for round four will be the winners of games. Obviously, the round three games haven't been played yet, so what you'll hear the ball numbers in round four will be the games. So we'll try and explain that as we go through it. Uh, it's not particularly easy, especially when you get to the A's, A team against B team. Uh, a team or B team in round four. But we'll try and do all that. I'll read out the remaining teams in round three uh, and their ball numbers. So listen out for your ball numbers. Uh, ball 65 is Meridian or Chimera. Uh, ball 66 is Elmstead Knights or Barnhurst. Uh, 67, Brixton Town from the Southern Sunday or Elton Rovers. Uh, 68 is Jam. 69 is Essie Dons or Mottingham Park Rangers. 70 is Sports King. 71 is Jamera Reserves or Club Football Val from the uh, Southern Sunday. Uh, 72 is Crocken Hill or Northern Eagles. 73 is New Park. 74 is Hatcham from the Super League. 75 is White Horse. 76, Blackfen and Erith Athletic or Duchess of Kent. 77 is Sidcup. 78 is Elton Palace. 79 is Elton Lions. 80 is Falconwood. 81 is Bayswater. 82 is uh, Forza Greenwich or Danson Albion. 83 is Inter Belvedere. 84 is Adidas Athletic or Adas Athletic to give their official name. Uh, 85 is Fleet Down or Tudor Sports Rangers. 86 is Bexley Village Vets or Kingsford. 87 is Bexley Athletic from the OBD SFL. 88 is Abbey Mead. 89 is Greenwich Battle Cruisers or Elton Town. 90 is Beacons. 91 is Crayford Arrows. 92 is Baldwin Sports A. I incorrectly said on an early part of the podcast that um, Golden Eagles knocked them out of this cup, but it was the um, the county cup um, that I was corrected on by Mr. Jace Rillo, who joined us for the podcast. Sorry, Jace, I didn't do a very good introduction there. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Oh, Thanks for him. Him. <laughs> you didn't even introduce him. I'm so sorry. West for legend, I'm so, hero. I'm so excited about this cup draw. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, Mildeen Mildeen, 93 Uh, Burridge Blues or Red Velvet 94 what a good game that is 95 is Golden Eagles against Metrogas and Spartans from the Quota Municipal are ball 96 Gibbs is going to draw the home teams uh, and Jace is going to draw the away teams Jace uh, put your balls in the bag Gibbs please put your balls in the bag that's all these ones yeah and these yeah Jace is overseeing the draw today for fairness and uh, to make sure it's done properly. Oakley, Oakley, right, am I on the home teams, yeah? You're the home teams. Please say, please, I'll, I'll read out the team names as, as you do it. So. Right, 
Russell at the hat. You ready? Yeah. Right, first out of the hat is 87. Ball 87. Bexy Athletic. Ooh. We'll play 89. 89. Greenwich Battle Cruisers. Ooh. Or Eltham Town. Next is 65. 65. Meridian or Chimera. We'll play 79. 79. Eltham Lions. Ooh. It heats up. 86. Hang on, boys. 86. Bexley Village Vets or Kingsford. We'll play 67. 67. Brixton Town or Eltham Rovers. Ooh. Next is 75. 75. White Horse at home. Oh, who's taking the trip? <laughs> <laughs> in sitting ball Spartans from the Croydon League wanted the away game 77 Sid Cup get oh. the away day down to sitting ball Ninety-six. game 101 96 is Spartans at home Oof. we'll play 91 91 Crayford Arrows what a good game that Oof. is what a good game that is. That's a fantastic third round tie. 88. Game 102. 88 is Abbey Mead. Oh, at home as well. Shout out to <laughs> Steph. She always listens. We'll play 92. 92. Borden Sports A. Oh, okay. Great tie. Great tie. 74. 74. Hatcham from the Super League. Ooh. We'll play... 93. Mildeen. <laughs> that is a tough, tough ask for Mildeen. Oh, Jesus. 73. 73. New Park. Oof, at home. We'll play 66. 66, Elmstead Knights or Barnhurst against Barnhurst. That could be a real good game with New, with New Park. Not writing off Elmstead Knights just yet. 80. Game 80, or Team 80, Falconwood. Good side. We'll play 95. 95, Golden Eagles, Met, or Metrogas. A good game, that good one. Game. 76. 76, Blackfen and Erif, or Duchess of Kent. We'll play 90, 9-0. 9-0, Beacons. Ooh. Next out of the hat. 68. Game 68. Jam. Ooh. We'll play 83. 83. Into Belvedere. Ooh. Game of the tie. <laughs> Game of the tie so far. Game of the round so far. 69. 69. Unlucky for some. Essie Dons. Oh, at or home. Or Mottenham Park Rangers. <laughs> You've got to add that last bit. <laughs> we'll play 85. 85. Fleet Down United or Tudor Sports Rangers. Oof. Tough tie for the Westford boys there. Essie Dons yet to play Mottenham Park Rangers in the competition. Game 109. 72. 72. Crocodile 
or Northern Eagles. Albion played this Sunday. We'll play 82. 82. Forza Greenwich or Dance and Albion. That's a real good tie, that one. Whatever comes out of that one is a good game. 81. 81. Bayswater. Ooh. We'll play 94. 94. Burridge Blues or Red Velvet. Ooh! That's an excellent cup tie. 70. 70. Sports King All Stars. All at home. We'll play 71. 71. Jamera Reserves or Club Football Val. Favourable tie, you'd think, <laughs> for the Sports King boys. 78. 78. Elton Palace. Last but not least, 84. 84. Adidas Athletic. Woo! So we'll just have a quick recap of those games. Uh, Bexley Athletic against Greenwich Battle Cruisers or Elton Town. Uh, Meridian or Chimera against Elton Lions. Bexley Village Vets or Kingsford against Brixton Town or Elton Rovers. White Horse against Sidcup. Spartans against Crayford Arrows. That's a top tie. Abbey Mead against Borden Sports A is a really good game. Hatcham against Mildeen. Uh, is a good game. New Park against Elmstead Knights or Barnhurst. Falconwood against Golden Eagles from the Met League or Metrogas. Blackfern and Eriff or Duchess of Kent against Beacons. Jam into Belvedere is an excellent game. Essidons or Martin Park Rangers against Fleet Down United or uh, Tudor Sports Rangers. Crockenhill or Northern Eagles against Forza Greenwich or Danson Albion. Bayswater against Burridge Blues or Red Velvet, another top tie. Uh, Sports King All-Stars against Chimera Reserves or Club Football Val. And Elton Palace against Adidas Athletic. Uh, plenty of uh, of these rounds still to play. So I guess the fixtures, Jace, we don't know when they're going to be played just yet. No, they're fluid due to the postponements. Um, I'll try and get some of these third rounds before Christmas. Okay, we'll just stop there and we'll come back for the round four draw in a minute. Right, so now the last part of this podcast. Uh, thank you for sticking with us. It's an exciting uh, podcast for th us to be able to do uh, the Marcus Lipton draw and uh, the Plumstead Challenge Cup draw, two cups that um, have really been excellent uh, for Sunday League football. Um, this is the round four draw for Westford's Plumstead Challenge Cup. Now, it's not going to be too clear, um, these ones. These The numbers that we're going to call out now will be the winners of games so from the round from the round before the draw three the round three draw sorry um, it will be the winners of one game against the winners of another game so those will be the numbers that you hear sorry I'm not going to track it all for you um, Westford will put the draw up on um, full time in due course and you can work out um, the round four <coughs> draw that way um, but yeah it's just going to be too confusing uh, at the time of recording to to track all that for you but. Um, obviously you've heard round three draw so you'll be able to hear um, your games the, what you'll hear now is is balls 97 to 112 will be will be the corresponding winners of each of those tyres um, they will form games 113 to 120 uh, Gibbs you'll do home teams again it will be the home winner the winners of, of, of the games Murphy from Murphy Tidville 
And uh, yeah, please go ahead. Let's get on with the round four draw. Good luck to all the teams. Hopefully, you'll get uh, a nice draw. First out the hat. 106. 106. We'll play 100. 100. Next is 108. 108. At home to the winners of? Uh, 103. 103. 101 101 against 110 110 sorry next is 104 104 at home to we'll play 98 98 97 97 98 at home to Oh, hang on. 104 was at oh, a home to 98, yeah? Correct, yeah. Yep, sorry. 97 at home. 97 at home in the next one. We'll play 102. 102. Last home to And the last game. 105. 105. We'll play. We'll play 112. 112. Sorry about the little cock up there. Good job, Jace was here. What did you say about your little cock? It's, it's, cold, in the, it's cold in the shed. <laughs> uh, let's go through those games and you can track all of the potential fixtures uh, from round three draw. Uh, game 113 is 106 against 100. Uh, game 114 is 108 against 103. Game 115 is 99 against 109. Uh, game 116 is 107 against 111 uh 117 is 101 against 110 i told you it was confusing uh, 118 is 104 against 98 game 119 is 97 against 102 uh, and last but not least game 120 is 105 against 112 hopefully all played sometime early in the new year uh, Jace, thanks for giving us the responsibility again to do this brilliant cup uh, and help you with the draw. Uh, we wish all the teams all the very best in round three uh, and four. Obviously, there's still round two games being played at the moment. But Jace, thank you very much. And I hope to see you soon for round five and six draws. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Always Cheers, a mate. pleasure. All the best. Thank you. So that is it, the end of another show. Thank you to Jamie, Graham, Gibbs and Roger for their help this week. Looking at the Southern Sunday, the OBD SFL, Westfer and the Quarter Municipal. Thank you to our sponsors, the Down to Play app, MatchArc, 
Magpie Recruitment, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football GRF, Skipper Sportswear, Adrenaline Rush Laser Tag, at NJPGD, and Awards FC. Thank you for listening to the show, and I'll see you next week. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.